The terrible warriors are on summer break, and we return in September with new episodes as we start our fifth year. But before we launch ourselves into the future, why don't we look back on our humble beginnings? We return to year one of the terrible warriors. When Mike the Birdman Dodd brought together his team of terrible players, he concocted a story that would span the entire kingdom. We'd be involved in political intrigue, in daring rescues, and we would climb into the pits of hell. Instead, we spent three hours in a tavern brawl. It's the ultimate off-the-rails game where none of what Mike Dodd had planned ever got to be used. Because when the terrible warriors entered the Dancing Dragon Inn, all bets were off. So return to our first year, to our original theme song and our original cast members, as we remember the time we played Pathfinder, Nightmare Lake. Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. With dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, our legends come from the halls of This Week in Geek, an unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey guys, welcome out to These Warriors Are Terrible. Before we start today's terrible adventure, which we're playing in the world of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing, big thanks to them for supplying me with some of the adventure material that we have today. I do have to start today's episode on a rather serious note. A friend of Twig and a former intern for us, A.J. Bernard's father, Dennis, unfortunately passed away yesterday, uh, well, when we were recording this yesterday, so on Friday, uh, May 10th, or very, very early this morning on the 11th, unfortunately passed away due to a rather sudden illness. So our condolences to the Bernard family. We're dedicating these episodes to Dennis because I know he liked funny things. He enjoyed his son being a geek and a nerd with D&D and everything. So to you, we dedicate these four hours of utter stupidity. Now... Let's start the show I was planning on doing for the last two weeks. I am your host, Mike the Birdman Dodd, your game master for this adventure. But I'm joined on my left by Toronto's greatest supervillain. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dr. Holocaust, and we will be playing... Pathfinder today. I'm very excited. Now, we will get around to character names after this, because I know you have a flair for the dramatic, as always, and I'm joined by the SpaghettiO himself. You know, one day you're going to get over that. Uh, it's no, Big Mike likely. from the 404s, as well as the Sage Abyss. I believe that's all I'm doing right now. Yes. And we have uh, another guy who I love his very descriptive uh, form of attire today. Oh, yes. I'm wearing a shirt that says shirt on it. <laughs> you're so meta. Yeah, I, I had it made. Uh, I'm Tom. He's an evil genius white. And I'm joined beside Tom by a man who I consider to be among the most intelligent of all my friends. Definitely the least stupid. Thank you. <laughs> Are those two terms I am uh, Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. And of course, working the board the at the appropriated studio, which we've stolen. Oh, man. And we're probably broadcasting in international waters. So Holy those crap. Can't we've get hijacked us. We're like studio. pirate radio How did we do this? <laughs> we've hijacked the studio and we've taken it out to sea. <laughs> I don't want to warn everyone, but we've got four hours to live. <laughs> 
Oh, oh crap, they're sending in the Marines! Oh, I'm Justin, Mr. Ecock. Ecock. <laughs> we Hi, love guys. Justin. Hi, so, everyone. Yes, Hi. guys, we are I've taking... I've been in worse situations. <laughs> we are taking an adventure through the world of Pathfinder, which is like an open game license system. It's basically D&D 3.5, but the guys at Paizo have taken this and improved upon the original Dungeons & Dragons rules, made it really awesome, their own unique world. There's actually a comic book series you can get from Dynamite Entertainment, written by Jim Zubkovich of oh, Udon shit. Entertainment. Jim is awesome. We've interviewed him on the show before, and I think we're supposed to talk with him again at some point. But I've wasted enough of your time. Let's get started with today's adventure of Pathfinder. Today's adventure I'm calling Nightmare Lake. So, as we... Open today's if we run adventure. To Jason Voorhees, I'm gonna be very upset. No, don't trust this me. This is I'm a bad that time to note that I don't know how to swim. <sighs> if you learn you're a halfling, you'll just float. Logs, never get on the boat. <laughs> on principle, I refuse to put points in swim every time I play D and I don't like swimming rules. They're complicated. I knew I should have portaged a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> we'll start as soon as I stop dying. <clears throat> Okay. Okay. Get you some water. Radio. Aren't we supposed to have cough buttons or something? Uh, I just rolled my d20. I've successfully passed my constitution check. Okay, so the adventure opens. You guys are on the deck of a mighty wooden <coughs> ship sailing across the open sea. You guys have been on the boat for probably about a week now. You've all come from your various homelands. You've been summoned by the high king of the land, King David the Brave. Is the boat's name Diversity? You actually don't know what the boat is called. Actually, you've only we, ever we seen the yeah, like We can find out. We've got an old, rope on the boat. Wooden we'll ship. No, we've just been calling we'll it diversity the, all no. week. Halfling, halfling, halfling. We'll Same thing. We'll tie the halfling, and then we'll throw him over the edge, and we'll ask him to tell us what the boat's <coughs> called. It's called the Amistad. <laughs> Not called the Amistad. <coughs> the sh the ship's name is Orpheus. And it is commanded by. Oh, I gotta Google that. Don't look back! Don't look back! It is uh, being captained by a uh, very tall half orc. He looks, well, kind of dingy, you know, but, you know, he looks like he's spent a lot of his time on the seas. He's very rough, but he's very capable. His crew, mostly made up of, of humans, the odd halfling who works some of the uh, kind of lower deck stuff, basically because they can get into the small spaces and fix things. So, you guys are on the deck of the boat. You guys are probably just a couple hours outside of port, and the person who all brought you together is on the deck. He's uh, the king's messenger, and he is simply known as Ben. He is a half-elf. He's dressed in a simple brown robe, but he carries the royal seal on his left breast of his robe, and uh, he carries a very respectable air about him. He seems very perturbed at uh, just the closer they get to land. And you guys have you guys have sat with him at dinner and on the deck talking over the last week, trying to get an idea of what's going on. You have a rough idea. You know, obviously, you're being summoned for a reason. You know that because when you guys were all approached by Ben, uh, he gave you guys a chest. He pulled it out of a bag of holding and said, well, if you choose to come with me, I will present you the items in this chest. These come from the royal vaults, items that have been captured by great adventurers or have been gifted to the king over the last uh, couple of years. So they're not horrible items. They're not horrible <laughs> items, but also you don't precisely know what all of them do. You know them. You know some of them are magical, but unless any of you have spellcraft, you don't know precisely what they do yet. Woo! 
So, Garrett, do you want to go through? Hail you cursed items. Do you want to go through the items and uh, tell me, or basically, you want, do you want to roll a check to see what everybody's items do so everybody knows? Yes. Okay, roll me a spellcraft <laughs> check. Hang on, we haven't even said who and what we are yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe okay. That might be useful. Okay. So, we will, all right, so on the deck of the ship, you guys are all standing out there. And from our left, we'll just kind of go around the circle. Alright, so I am playing a very standard-looking human rogue, so you'll see a human who's clad in very basic leather armor, stands about 5'9", medium brown hair, green eyes, younger man, in his mid to early 20s. You know him as Grampton. <laughs> oh, really? Really? No, Connell, no. <coughs> his really. horse does not have a mustache, see, Justin, however. I should have asked if I could bring my boffer mason so I could beat him <laughs> to death. I'll, I'll, I'll think of a name. Well, you, guys, you go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. First off, there's, there's all the dice. There we go. Now we're ready. Oh, oh, man, there's no quiet way to do that. that. you rolled. <laughs> wow! There's so many ones. It. We're off to a good start. So many ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, an older guy. He's got one of those horrible uh, beards that like start as the sideburns and just go to the mustache and then there's nothing at the bottom. <laughs> Very religious. One of those horrible um, beards. He actually hasn't been saying much other than he's on a mission from God, and he's been kind <laughs> uh, of barking at different people for you know not guys. washing their feet properly, and uh, and he just keeps polishing that big old shield that he carries around with him, giant symbol of Iomidae, the what female goddess of law and judgment. I and don't wash my crusades. feet for religious reasons. He just. Shakes disapprovingly and goes back to drinking his prune juice. <laughs> it's good for the bowels. It's also a warrior's drink. Oh, God. I just had this... Just the second you said mission from God, I just imagined the Blue bro Blues yeah, Brothers. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're all wearing all, sunglasses. You're you see, uh, leaning up against one of the masts, just a dwarf who's strumming a guitar. Not a lute, a proper guitar. And he's not... He's been talking to a lot of people. He's been playing a lot of music that can't quite be identified in this world. But were he in a more civilized world, it would be called Rock. Yes. The Rock of Mages. All right. Moving like on. Like a stone? <laughs> Do you guys have names yet? You got stone music? For the people music? at home, I am shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> he's a stone musician. What's up being meta? Okay. Uh, my character is named Arkari, but most people call him Nash because of his teeth. Um... He's mostly human, but he's one-eighth hobgoblin. And, uh... On his mother's side! Actually, Leo, yes. Don't talk about that. Um... How do I sum up this character? He's kind of, um... Is he a circus freak? No. Is uh, it the teeth? It's the teeth. Is it the teeth of the hobgoblin? You, you kind of always see the teeth first the whenever one, you look at them. one hobtooth. So that means he's always smiling, though. He just well, has... Well, it's, he has many <laughs> levels of disguise, so whenever you look at him, you only see his teeth. You kind of forget to notice the rest of him. <laughs> well, you don't see him smile very often. He's not impressed by our mocking of his teeth on the boat for the last week. <laughs> I dubbed the Cheddar Tooth. Do you have How many bites does it take for you to get to a center of the apple? Negative one? Funny. <laughs> how like, is it negative one? Does the apple grow another apple when he tries to eat it? Like, how does that even work? <laughs> he looks the at the apple and it bites itself in here. The it has been really distracting. The apple has a really high AC. It's been really distracting seeing him walking around this boat with an apple stuck to his tooth all week. I just gotta say, like, <laughs> will someone not just pick that out already? 
Uh, so what is your character class, your since we're trying oh. to figure that out? Well, my character is a fighter, and okay. he specializes in daggers. I like it. I put here that... I think his... he could use it as a toothpick, right? He throws his teeth at people. <laughs> <laughs> I would give you a bonus Not to that. You could you get, did. like, a uh, feat in improvised weapons and just fight with your teeth. <laughs> Uh, nah, they're not that tooth. pointy. I just have like, a couple of fangs. Snaggletooth food. They're slightly fangish. <laughs> I'm not sure. Some some humans have more sharp teeth than I do. Yeah, they're called um, vampires. Humans! Moving on. Not <laughs> vampires. I'm a happening oh. with sharp teeth. I, I did put that my hair is rusty and eyes are also rusty. Interesting. That's what it says on the page. Literally wanna... made from corroded metal. <laughs> He's actually got there's a lot of oxidization going on there. <laughs> he naturally oxidizes. It's a glandular condition. Well, it's not be <laughs> we don't while... talk about it. It's not going to be better while he's at condition. sea. From his mother's side. From his mother's side. Moving on, for the love of God. <laughs> I don't like the cleric. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're all batting well when it comes to you. <laughs> all right, um... I am playing a halfling sorcerer named Galvar Goodbarrow, and if you make a joke about my name, I'll melt your bloody face off! Now, why would I make a joke about your name? <laughs> I, I can think of at least five right uh, now. He is a uh, halfling, so he basically looks like a hobbit. Uh, he wears no shoes, he has very hairy feet. Bad barrel, wash your feet. I don't wash my feet! God Religious reasons! It. It's so filthy! That's good! It's protective filth! <laughs> For the past week, I've been trying to mount him on my quarterstaff so I can have a magic item. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, the most noticeable thing about Galvar is that his hair is the color of spun copper. It doesn't look like it should be a natural color on any organic being. Um, and it's just very odd. Um, it's a curse. It's a family thing. A curse? Uh, on my mother's side. I, I can help with curses. It's not a curse. I think it's a curse. It's not a curse. Guys, I think he's it's it's not a bloody curse, human! <laughs> Listen, Bad Barrel's curse. You can't understand <laughs> the pain and angst of the halfling! <laughs> I was, um, was going to pass the halfling some of my drink, but now I'm fuck not going that to. Noise. I don't like him. Um, he's loud. He's full he, uh, of himself. I don't like him. He <laughs> spends time in the hold with a dog. It is a Welsh corgi the size of a Great Dane. Is it named Brocious? No, it's named Corgus Maximus. <laughs> And it is fitted for a. It has a saddle fitted for it, and it so, appears to be his best friend. So it's Bruce. Bro oh, and I, I forgot to mention that my character owns a chicken named Reginald. Oh, right. And I don't think Big Mike and I told our names at all. Yeah. 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 Uh, my name is Brock von Hellschmacker. <laughs> of course it is. <coughs> oh, yeah. Sounds I, like a good dwarven name. Is what? your band called Hellschmack? No, it's not. That's the family name. I'm the black sheep. Everyone else kills demons. Oh, he rocks that's out to them. so metal! It's pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah! It's not bad. It's pretty great. I kind of like him. Justin, what's your name? Oh, Soth. Hi. Sock? Soth. Soth. With teeth. Soth. Okay. It's like Sloth without sloth. the L. Okay. Soth. Soth. Soth Greyhand. All right. I like that. Uh, do you have a name yet, Connor? Eustace T. Willigan. T. Willigan? Um, perhaps, or that, or Sven Wargarbles. We're calling you Sven. <laughs> I like Sven. Okay. Sven it's, Wargarbles, it's really easy. Really. Okay, so. So Sven, Derek, Bad Barrel. The group, I'm presuming, rocker. has gathered all their items. Yep. And, well, Ben has said, if you wish to know what they do, we're only a few hours out of Freeport. Perhaps now is the time. Let me get my monocle. Well, while he's examining that, can I use my bardic knowledge to, because I'm a bard, mm -hmm. uh, to look up information <laughs> no. about Freeport? Yes. 
Cool, I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, Looking for anything above a 12. I got an 18 naturally. Awesome. All right, so Freeport, you know, is this? it's a very large city of trade, commerce. Occasionally, it's a little bit crime-filled. It's not the most savory element. Pirate crime? Pirate crime, but... (laughs) PR. But uh, it is the main entrance into this part of the world. Basically, you have to pass through here to get to the, basically, the village you have to get to. We're going to get mugged. (laughs) Um... So, Mike, could I use Spellcraft or could I use a uh, used magic item? No, you would have to use Spellcraft or Knowledge Arcana. Which My Spellcraft role is better. Okay. I'll say it's it, it'll be a higher difficulty. But, uh, yeah, roll it, and I'm looking for anything above a 15. Ooh. Mm. Can I take 10? Uh, if if you, we have hours and hours or yeah, days. Yeah, you've, you've got hours or days. You could take a 20. And it'll take you pretty much until you roll in the port if you want to do that. Uh, if I take 10, you I'll get a 15 on every roll. You kind of know then. something or you don't, right? I don't know if you can really take 20 on knowledge. No, you can. There, there oh, is a rule. Spellcraft. There's a rule yeah. where you can yeah. just take like take 20 on something, which is... It just, takes 20 times as, as long. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's... Um, if you have the time uh, for as it. As long as okay, it's so all you're going to take a 10 on no it? penalty for Yeah, failure. I can take yeah. 10 and succeed on all okay, of Okay, so after a few hours of spending, you're probably still another good hour and a half outside of port. You you could see Freeport in the distance. But you spread the items out on the deck. You start kind of concentrating on them, referencing stuff you've learned through being a sorcerer and just remembering bits of lore that you've heard. You're able to identify all the items. You don't know their specific names, but you know what most of them do. I'm going to make up names for them anyway. Okay, then. Uh, Start with Connell's magic items, which what do you have? I have a crossbow of lightning, uh, boots of featherfall, and ring of the chameleon. Someone gave you their utility item? Yeah, I traded it to Tom. What's that? Well, you have three, though. That's okay. If, if you traded it. Yeah, I asked if we could trade the items, and you guys said that was cool, so I yeah. took the boots off of the one card, the ring off another, and then you guys gave me the crossbow. Well, who has only one item, then? I don't know. I don't know. There was an extra card. Yeah, there was, there was, there was, was the extra card. Okay. Yeah. And okay. he is um, the thief in the group. <laughs> so, therefore, I think it's appropriate. you have Thunderstrike. Excellent. The mighty crossbow, formed by the mighty gnome crossbow maker. Sir Nobish Pants! Uh, Halfling, um, how long gonna... is this going to go on for? <laughs> can, can, I, can I roll to detect bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> you could roll sense motive. You could... <laughs> um, Anything above a five succeeds. Eleven? Yeah, oh, can I make I, a bluff check? I, I analyzed mine, too. <sighs> <sighs> I really um, should have prepared silence what, today. Uh, what do you have, uh, <laughs> Justin? So I got a stick and I got a sword. It's pretty great. Oh, you, have, you took the flame tongue? Yes, yeah, the one. You have the great sword Firebrand! Ooh. And a stick from the tree of life itself. That seems kind of sacrilegious, but sure. Does the- it work? Does it in fact heal and bring back the dead? Let's find out. It- First, <laughs> let's start with the Firebrand. I, I, yeah, I definitely postulate that we, uh, that we should test this equipment <laughs> immediately. On what? <laughs> Well, there's a, perfect, there's a perfectly good halfling. There's a perfectly right. good giant demon corgi. You will not 
touch Corgus it's Maximus. It's clearly a demon, dude. You will not touch him. All what right. kind of dog has a saddle? Couldn't you get in a pony I like a normal? I ride him. Couldn't you get in a really pony like a normal person? It's tradition. It, where? Well, the he does. He does ride it. Is he's just looking at you all strangely. He's so defensive. Ben is over oh. at the far corner Trio of the deck. Trio Elkest. Um, a ball of something smoking appears in his hand. Look. Nobody's testing anything on me or my dog. Look, 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 I think he's look, got some look, traumatic look. issues guys, he's got to deal with guys, here. Guys, guys, come down, come down. Come I'm down. taking a very big swig. Talking. <laughs> uh, he from while I'm talking. closes his hand and the ball vanishes. Come, come. Now, now we're not saying oh, man, we're going to test you. anything. We're just seeing if we can upgrade the dog. By bringing it back to life from the dead. Yeah, because if you come back to life once, I mean, odds are it you can come again. It occurs to me, however, that what if one of us were to die within the next 24 hours? Then the stick wouldn't work on us because you raised my mount yeah. after you killed it! Yeah, that would suck. So I guess we shouldn't do it then. I guess no. not yet. No. no! Not yet, no. Let common sense prevail! What's his weapons called? I point over oh, to Oh, yeah, the uh, sorry, Mike, what did you get? Uh, I got the faux hammer and the bracelet of swift escape. Bohemian oh, my. street performer. Ragebane. That is a mighty weapon. Of course he gets a cool it will name. fill you with righteous anger. Well, yeah, because I said nice beware. things about the dog. <laughs> beware, though. After you wield it, you may find yourself weaker for it. I'm a dwarf. Beware. He's really dramatic. Yeah. Now, when, he, when he names the item, you actually do yes, recognize yes. that name. Well, I would. I'm a dwarf. That's because that we that weapon was actually used to slay a very large copper dragon a couple of hundred years ago. Oh god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you recognize it pretty quickly. Wait, was this used to slay my ancestor? You don't know. Dun dun dun. <clears throat> I don't like that weapon. It has an ill aura about it. it what about these things? Yeah, they jangle cool. the bracelets. Oh, the Sorry, which were the bra uh, bracelets of Swift Escape? Oh my. Those bracelets, however, contain within them the flight of the fairy. They will allow you to move swiftly away from battle. <laughs> See, because I'm a bard, I can actually understand the gibberish that's coming out of his fairy mouth. Flight. Mm. Well, actually, those <laughs> bracelets escape. actually teleport you. You Plus actually shift planes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Wait, shift planes? Yeah, like you, no, like. Fairy flight. It's already been named. It's in canon now. Yeah, well, it's written down. Roll it. You <laughs> step sideways from the sun. Screw that. I'm going to Sigil and leaving you all guys in the lurch. <laughs> Very well, then. And you, you have Shadow Fang. I haven't even shown it to you yet. <laughs> I, I spent the no, last several hours haven't. looking at it. It's been like <laughs> the ghost dagger. It will yeah. strike that which is already dead. What did you call it? Shadow Fang. I don't like it. And then a lightning bolt cracks in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let me try that again. Shut up, Bluker! <laughs> I'm gonna name it whatever I want. No, it's already in canon. change what it's called. <laughs> I like how it's just like, yeah, instead of Shut up, How about I call my dagger whatever the hell I like and you just shush? <laughs> exactly. I like this man. I'm calling mine Fire Sword. How unimaginative. You're the bard, he has no poetry in his soul. I like it. <laughs> Have you heard of the healing powers of Iamaidae? I also have these <sighs> earrings. Ah, uh, yes. Those earrings will allow you to whisper to your allies across close distances. God help us all <coughs> if Derek ever GMs. <laughs> oh, that's coming. I know. That's com Bring uh, Advil. I'll put, the, I'll put the earrings in my sack of things. <laughs> 
Yes, I have a sack full of odds and ends. No, no. I just imagine yeah, actually, a, I just, just imagine like this burlap shirt. sack that says things yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go with his shirt exactly. shirt. Stuff. Every, everything is properly, meticulously labeled <laughs> in done? his equipment. Nash, in fact, also has OCD. Um, yes, and this is Ice Fang. And it is very cold. And it's made of iron. And I'll just take this plain white tiara for myself. Talking? You look very pretty in it. Can it holds hold? my hair out of my eyes. Can we sell him to someone? As a now, if, if you guys want to roll a perception check, you do notice something about that tiara. Oh, yeah, definitely. What do you add to, to any perception? of you magicians, um, you may want to roll your spellcraft as well. 18 altogether. 18? Uh, uh, what did you get? 12. Eight. 18 altogether. What are we rolling? Perception. Perception. Oh, okay. Or sp- I, I did spellcraft. Yeah, okay. I did spellcraft. I got an eight. Okay, so you rolled a twelve. No, I got an eighteen. Eighteen, and you got a natural eighteen. I got eighteen. Okay, so you three do notice when he puts on the tiara. <laughs> there, <laughs> it's a circlet, but whatever. A circlet, whatever. Um, oh, here we it's, go. It does kind of extrude kind of an evil energy. You do feel some. It's like. If something got pulled out of the grave, like it was just freshly buried and someone came back and grave robbed it, that that's what this thing feels like. It doesn't feel right. It's got like crappy hot topic rhinestone. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been imagining it. it. Um, it's it looks made like Avril Lavigne. It's got the Ruby Gloom logo and set in front of it. <laughs> Actually, it, um, could I do a knowledge d- dungeoneering on it? You do, yes, okay. Actually, yeah, because if, like, you know, if, if it's something that's been plundered from a tomb, then I might... And what about knowledge, religion? Yes. There's a skull on it! Yeah. Ten altogether. You... Seventeen. You've heard of items like this similar, Screw though. It, I'll try. You know this is something from the school of necromancy. God it likely damn it. I'm going to have from... to kill you now. <laughs> it... I got a one. What did I get? <laughs> you think it makes puppies appear. It's very bad. It's the most metal crowd you've ever seen. It's so bad. When you roll the... When you look at it through what your r- religious text text, you've heard of a vampire lord who existed probably about a thousand years ago who crafted this to command an army of the undead. But this was one of his failed experiments, and he gave it to Uh, loyal followers. Maybe you shouldn't put that on. You guys, I'm serious this time. I think it's cursed. You think everything is cursed? No, that's cursed. You, 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 you guys think everything is cursed. Yeah. You said the big dog one. downstairs was cursed. Well, he might be, but this one, I'm kind guys, of okay with I this. think, oh my god, I swear to god. You think I everything's cursed. The ocean's the cursed. Goddess. Things are mating in it. All you right. think the foredeck is cursed. You they said that my feet were cursed because I, I don't wash them. You I, said I was cursed. That's, that's not entirely untrue. The I, God of Halflings decreed that we not wash our feet. Fair enough. He was wrong. I'm just saying, when when you're all like zombies, I, I will just destroy you all. I just No, no, no. I'm completely wait. in favor of destroying the undead. You I, also, have a, I have a trick for just, that. I'm just saying, I don't... Okay, fine. And because you did roll so high, Justin, you do notice something very faint of a dark energy coming off of the ghost dagger as well. Oh my god, you guys, these are so evil. This isn't gonna go well. It doesn't quite, it doesn't feel as evil as the circlet. Oh my god. But it definitely feels like something bad has happened with this. This is is gonna end badly. 
So, as you guys identify the item, I write all this into my diary. By guys, his are all very, my confessions. By his very obvious discomfort, I know that these items are now fantastic and awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of my read on it. Uh, you guys. So Ben walks over to you. My friends, we will soon arrive in the city of Freeport. Then it's probably about half a day's travel to the castle. So I don't think we're going to live that long. That being said, I'm so pessimistic about things. Live life. I guess I should reveal a little bit of what's kind of going on. Your picking was not entirely at random. Our court uh, seer actually has chosen you specifically. In fact, there are. There no, are, really? You've been spying on us? So you've heard I love of us? There's no denial. He pauses. Okay, in my defense, he was dead when I got there. <laughs> he goes. In my defense. The bras were thrown at me. <laughs> the bandits stole that gold first. I stole no panties. <laughs> I did. He goes on to explain. I was really certain he was a demon. <laughs> Taking a step back from him. <laughs> he goes on to say, um, for the last couple of months, our kingdom has not been doing well. In fact, there's something very wrong with the king. So... He knows you're coming, but only because the court seer convinced him that this needed to be dealt with. And what specifically is going on? You guys have dealt with people who are would be considered mad, I would presume, at some point in your lives. You know, the, the oh, touch yeah. of the insanity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so not like, mad before. You mean, angry. You mean demons. Every, t- every night the angry king... Angry people? Possessed people. Possessed. Every night the king goes to sleep and wakes up the following morning, something's different about him. Like different, like he has a new hair color, or different as in he likes chicken more than he that, did the day before. There's a look in his eye that isn't that wasn't there the night before. Oh, that's called a hangover. <laughs> no, so that's a, a demon. Different, that's a demon, wait, guys. Wait, it's on, a on. demon. Yeah, he has a different look each time he wakes up. So, like, is there a day he wakes up and it's blue steel? No. <laughs> he definitely seems <laughs> more perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, he poses. Well, do, do you mean something more more than he seems? That he has a different look in his eye. Do, do you mean that he's making pronouncements all of a sudden, like, "Oh, we should give this country to that black dragon over there, and we should give this land to the Illithids." Actually, he has given away a majority of some of our forts. To who? Well, there he's made deals with certain orc bands, which were not predicted. He's let certain. Trade routes go undefended. Yeah, when you start handing out like cursed items to the adventurers that you want to help you out, I'm thinking he's well. You a have demon. to follow what the king says. Now sure. these items, yeah, 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 some of them totally are of dubious qu- heritage. Of dubious heritage, but they were that's won so by champions of the kingdom. So we evil. presume they're not dangerous. I only found out what they did once your sorcerer here identified them. I was just to deliver the box. Good How, job, Ben. Well done. <laughs> How very responsible of you. (laughs) I figure the less I know about certain things, the better, because this is where it gets strange. Like I said, the king wakes up every morning with a different look in his eye, and what our court seer has told us, someone is going into his dreams every single night and stealing knowledge and sanity from him. I think someone's Cue the playing. Inception horn. Yeah, I Wham. think. I think what's happening. We're we're pretty sure this is happening. Someone wants to drive the king mad. We're not precisely sure why. I mean, his family's still standing with him at this time, but even the queen grows a little tired of what's going on with the king. He may not be fit to lead 
too much longer. Well, it's kind of got to suck every morning when you wake up and your husband goes, blah, 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 blah chicken, blah, 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 honey, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's been a challenge for us that to maintain. That was main- out of character. <laughs> something, it's been difficult for us in court to maintain that he is still fit to lead, which is why he often leaves matters of the court to people like myself. Who sends the, the profit most mm. from this? There are several rival kingdoms on the side who definitely wish to take the resources we have. Could it possibly be the who? court seer? <laughs> we don't believe so. The court <laughs> seer has been with the king since they were since they were children. Yeah, that'd be way too easy. Oh yeah, because that just rules him could right be out. Orcish magic. The orcs have their pagan shamans. Have you seen an orcish ritual spell? It, it literally consists of finding human skin and banging it against a rock, saying, "We summon the." I know they're times. fascinating. No, it doesn't work. There are several enemies who could do I this. I stole his skull. I have his power. There was a I deal. Wear it over their eyes. He did cross a dragon a long time ago. What kind of dragon? It was also a copper dragon. Hmm. Okay, uh, an ancient one. However, quick, though, quickly out of, out of game. Yes. Um, does this follow the same system as in three point five, where the metallic dragons are good and the chromatic yes. dragons are evil? Yes. Okay, so a copper dragon would technically be of good descent. Yes. So he angered a good dragon. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Copper dragons <laughs> are typically playful and jokesome. He made a deal with them. There was a large amount of wealth exchanged, and there was some land given. Oh, that's nice. But. Hmm. Normally, the copper dragon would help defend this kingdom when the king asks. Until they killed it. But we haven't seen him for a number of years. And I'm holding a drag, uh, a hammer that killed a copper dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hide this in my bag. Don't worry. And yeah. never Probably use it. a good idea. Ever. Like, he may be holding evil, but I'm holding a bullseye. Yes, it now, certainly is a bullseye. Another thing that we've noticed along what's been going on over the last couple of months is we've had a number of disappearances in the kingdom. Using a lot of young women have been going missing. That sounds like virgins. We don't know. Can I can I do a dungeoneering check to see what things? Kind that of... would be knowledge local area. Here, I, got I, I have I also got knowledge local. If yeah, if you guys want to roll it, it uh, will be nine. high. You've never been here before. Okay, okay, but like, what kind of monsters steal uh, women? You don't know. You have to roll. That's 14. not a knowledge thing. Mm, yeah, it would be a knowledge 16. thing. Is that dungeoneering or is that something else? No. Something yeah, else. That would be knowledge. knowledge. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh man, let's, rolled a natural nineteen, so twenty-two on knowledge 22. local. You think it's twenty? I think <laughs> two natural twenties. 20? I'm not necessarily 20. sure, but I think yeah. I've been to this port. I was just really <laughs> drunk last time. Yeah. You've heard, in this area, you know there are a lot of goblins. There's a lot of orcs. There's a lot of weird stuff that lurks in the forest. A lot of magical creatures. Mm. But as for things that steal women, any number of things could do it. There's nothing that's like particularly known. Yeah, for there's nothing particularly women. known. But you do know there was a very bad vampire problem in this area about probably ten years ago. I'll relay and, that to the rest of the party. And mm. other than that, they, they did defeat the Dark Lord. For half a second, it did I cost the kingdom dearly. You're out. There yes, was... they, have, they had a terrible problem of people that run baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> Many bad calls were made. We lost the pennant because of it. <laughs> there was a there was several forts that fell. Little League championship. And one of the estates that was in the family was also it. abandoned. 
One of the estates of was abandoned. Yeah, because they... Hey, our new home. Too which much evil had occurred Guild there. Guildhall. Yeah. <laughs> which estate was that? Uh, can we, it's called Merkwood. there? I'm going to turn it into a church, just so you guys know. And it was basically... It was the king's family summer home. <laughs> Chapel. And that's where they raised a lot of the people who would grow up around the family, but the king's wait, family would spend summers wait, there. Wait a minute. You mentioned summer home, so some of his possessions might have been there. Yes, they Perhaps aban- very personal possessions. So we're all going there first, right, before we meet our <laughs> boss? It would actually seem to indicate. I mean, this sort of magic would have to have something very yeah. personally related uh-huh. to him to take effect. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a bad idea because, I mean, from what I remember last time I was in this port and fantastically drunk, um, <laughs> the vampire problem after you said it was uh, it was taken care of, one of the estates that was abandoned was this Mirkwood business and that was directly linked to the king. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that we might, like, if, if nothing else, I think that we should investigate uh, because somebody might left behind um, some clues. Yes. I agree. Mike? In the form of money. Are you money. speaking to me or, or, I'm or to Ben? I'm talking to you. Okay. I rolled a Heirlooms. natural 20. Uh, and you're Very checking for the local clips. kind of knowledge here? Yeah. You know that Mirkwood Manor was abandoned due to the vampire and basically a very dark nexus of dark energy. Okay. It was left abandoned. Wait, do we have a hellmouth to deal with now? You don't know. Um, no, the, it does sit in the middle. They said they cleared it out, though. They said it was cleared out ten years ago. No you one's been clear back. Out evil. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, that's great. Just clear out mm. the source of all evil, and then don't check up on it later yeah. for a decade. You have to clear these things with acid and fire, and then salt the ground afterwards. <laughs> Everyone knows this. You gotta, you gotta love that. That's like, yeah, no, we killed the Dark Lord. Like, are you sure all the bad things are gone? And they look over towards Mirkwood, and it's just this big, looming dark cloud. They're like. It's fine. <laughs> Rumble of thunder, purple lightning pierces the clouds. <laughs> like I'm yeah, really it always sure. does that. Hear a few screams. Yeah. I have a headache. Can we kill things now? Okay. It's the house settling. Local ambiance. <laughs> yes. You hear like screaming in the distance. Like, yeah, it's just the house settling. It's it's spring. The house is groaning a bit with the change of the seasons. <laughs> What about oh, those flayed bodies? Me. Oh no, those, that's just peasant rituals. They do that all the time for fun. <laughs> Honestly, the neighborhood's never been safer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Help me, I'm being stabbed! Yeah, someone's just having a party. So as Ben <laughs> finishes relaying to you it's all this information, however, gentlemen, we do have to go to the castle. Yeah, we're never going to make There's it. There's going to be rate. some... There, you guys are going to receive some help. We do have a court oh. mage that's going to accompany you. We've got our spell slinger. Yeah. I don't like trained wizards. It's, They're uppity. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been great up until and, now. Like, honestly, the magic the thing that's always an ulterior motive. The uppity. This, this is the court the battle mage. Godless. And this magic is a guy who should heathens. probably go with you. Because he's you, going to lead he, you through the forest. You have magic! <laughs> Divine magic. That's still from magic. The, from, the, from the true lords of God. You can't even finish the sentence to make that argument. <laughs> I like I like how religious arguments are just as good in the fantastical realm as they are in reality. <laughs> I draw my power from an ancient bloodline sorcery leading boy. back to the most ancient and powerful of beings. Yes, yeah, so, sh- so we should have a, a court mage with us. Just in can case. I, can I mount him to a stick and use him as a magic wand? Yeah, we'll be fine. Excellent. Okay. Depends on how big so he is. You're cleared. No. The ship halfling. Same thing to a dwarf. The ship clears into Freeport. You guys uh, emerge. It's it's getting pretty late. Um, like the sun has begun to set. You guys have come into port. You're docked. 
There's a lot of activity on the docks, ships being loaded and unloaded. You see a lot of different <laughs> kinds of people. You see gnomes, hat, you see everything here. You even see a couple of bugbears that seem to be guarding one particular ship. Doesn't look particularly savory either. You're thinking probably some kind of some kind of a pirate captain. Now, if anybody wants to roll a perception what check, yeah. What time yeah. of day um, is it? It's probably around eight o'clock at night. Mike, Woo! I'm throwing up detect magic as we walk through the docks. <laughs> oh, like a you, there's definitely perception. a couple sorcerers here. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, what are we rolling for? Sorry. Perception. 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 Uh, that's Mike. My you know sixteen. Ooh. You notice eleven. Okay. Yeah. You two definitely notice something. You guys notice a man. You think it's a man. You see a, a, a figure in a silver cloak. He just kind of throws it over his head. He's definitely a drow. You notice that for sure. That definitely stands out. Ooh, if it's Drizzt, I'm going to use my say, How many scimitars does he have? Yeah. You notice him as someone you know or could possibly be a very well-known assassin. Oh, so this is somebody I might know. Yeah, this being... is somebody you might know. He's definitely... <coughs> you work in the same circles, but he's of a higher tier. Connor, what is it with you and hating something? Every campaign we do, um, it's Saxons and now it's Drow. It was but, his wife. But he doesn't have 3 required in this system. This time. Um, everybody hates Saxons in the last system, and everybody, I'm pretty sure, show of hands, everybody hates the goddamn Drow. <laughs> I'm ambivalent. Actually, I think I'm okay with but yeah, that. you definitely recognize it, so Mike. I he'd be like the Tom Cruise of assassins, possibly. Yeah, like, possibly. He, it's kind of that, like, oh shit, I think I just saw Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, sort like of one. Thing. <laughs> no, I hate giants. I hate gnomes. I hate goblins. I hate orcs. Nothing on no orcs and goblinoids. I got nothing against drow. You might have drow by an extension, considering they're underfolk. They're yeah. elves, though. They're, yeah, yeah, they're scared of us. Well, they're now, also under another folk. thing, Mike. Did you, say you hate? You may have actually sung songs about this guy. Oh, this guy is <laughs> not a, likely. He, well, <laughs> I know my songs. They're very dramatic kills. This this man has slain. He's brought down kingdoms. Are you sure it's not Drizzt? Yes, I will tell you that it is not Dritz. I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Do I know this dude's name by his rap? You, you yeah, do. I know this. Like, I've sung songs about him. You've heard the name Silver Cloak associated with him. Okay, his cloak does have a lining of silver. He has these very big. Dark ebony boots. Basically, when he walks, it's a very distinctive sound, hmm. and it's something you just kind of pick up out of all the noise on the dock. Boing, it stands out. Boing, boing, His name yes. is Drizzt, though. It's seared. Not, not much of an assassin if uh, he stands out so much. But yeah. he's also not afraid of it either. Well, yeah, he's like oh, shopping around right now. He's currently the deadliest man on the docks. Let's not fuck with him. Oh, yes, hell no, we fuck um... with him. <laughs> Someone hold my guitar. I gotta pretend to be a normal dwarf. <laughs> um, Mike? Yes. You said I mentioned I noticed a couple sorcerers specifically, not wizards? Yeah. No wizards. At least well, you're not entirely sure. Okay. Basically you detect the aura of magic, but you know, it could be like they could also be bards. You don't know. You just know there's a lot of magic so, on the docks. Does mm -hmm. anyone mind if I bump into him? I kinda wanna see if this guy's legit. Do it. Okay, well cool. we do have one resurrection per day. Yeah, two of us. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to know that this works. So, yes. let's, let's field test it. So, Birdman, okay. I hand one of the guys my guitar, and I take out the hammer. I'm just kind of trotting, pretending to be a typical drunken dwarf, because that's my dodge. Not not my dodge. The hammer feet. is cultural? Yeah. Like, that's going to be your play? Yeah, pretty much. I'm, just okay. gonna, I'm actually going to bump into him. Oh, hi there, you tall. Oh, look at that. Mr. Drow thinks he can go on the short foot. What makes you think you're so important? I've been back in my day. I'm just going to keep talking until he interrupts me. He just kind of looks at you. <laughs> Roll me your bluff. 
Yeah. Oh. Mike, did you end up taking bluff? Yes, I did. That was yeah. Mike. You done goofed? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> what did he roll? Oh, he rolled good. Six plus eighteen. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Surprisingly, you convince him. <laughs> He's just. This is what I do. Looks at you. You're a very interesting fellow. Who are you? Oh me. I'm. I'm drunk. Who are you? Your big eyebrow is, and your eyebrows are gone for males. Uh, just as a side note, I've, I'm sidling up as this happens because I'm very curious to see what goes down. Yeah. I'm watching from a safe <laughs> 30 fold. feet or more distance. He kind of folds his arms. He looks down at you. You've never heard of me. I've no, no, I'm not familiar with the gray drow circuit. <laughs> You'll hear about me soon. And he oh, walks away. You're famous. May I have your name so I may say I met you. He looks at you very disapprovingly, basically that up Just and so down kind of look. Just so I can say I met a famous throw because I've never heard of a famous throw before. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you feel the sudden sensation of being stabbed. <laughs> roll me your sense motive. He's going to roll his. What? My sense motive is I actually legitimately want to know about him. That's not a lie. Bitch gonna get stabbed down by the dogs. He didn't roll well, I'll tell you that. Uh, four plus eighteen. Twenty-two. I did. He... You... Basically, you convince him. He kind of throws back his hood. He looks like your typical drow. He's got that black as night hair, basically the big gray eyebrows. I thought you had silver hair. Yeah, silver hair. The black as night skin. The black skin, but the white hair. Not this one. Oh, shit! He's so, a unique drow, just like all the others. <laughs> so he has these utterly red eyes. Like, literally, you can almost see the lights of hell dancing in them. Oh, man, you're not a drow after all. Oh, I apologize. Drunk. <laughs> You'll know my name soon enough. All righty, then. Bye-bye. Not drow. Have a nice day. Okay, so do, would I know this guy's name now, having a better look at him? You know it's definitely Silvercloak. Okay. Definitely for sure. Now that you've kind of got... it's, It was the eyes were the big tip off. By the way, those of you playing the home the game, if you can cloak. guess which Scottish got character I am, more points p- power to you. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess right now. Fat bastard? No. How <laughs> I married an ex-murderer? <laughs> no. The Gerard guy Butler. from the oatmeal commercials? Gwyneth Shrek. Paltrow. Samurai Jack, you jerks. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, that show yeah, I haven't fast, watched. Inut- Actually, I remember you posting this on Facebook. I should have clued in. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> meanwhile, back on the docks. Meanwhile, back on the docks. Where I joined the guys. Ben says... So, yeah, I think it's the, the guy. Ben's well, been like, a silver cloak. Also, can I have my guitar back? Oh, yeah. Here. Here. Thank you. Ben says, we probably better find a place for the night, and then totally we'll leave first thing now. in the morning to get to the we've castle. Been, we've been playing it, like, yes. the whole time. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I'd like to, if it's all right. guitar. I played a traditional walk along the melody docks on it. and see if there are any boats. I got that I'm basically consists of you banging it against a box. Expensive. Several. That's a traditional gnomish melody. The one that he came in on looks very expensive. I'm going to avoid that boat. I'm going to. <laughs> no, no, we robbed the boat at not, night. No, you don't rob Silvercloak's boat. <laughs> Why not? Because he's like the Tom Cruise of assassins. <laughs> Tom Cruise of assassins still has a running problem. Who's Tom Cruise? What? 
Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> he's like he, no. He's 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 an extraordinarily talented assassin. I would like to see if there are any uh, other expensive boats in the area. You see one or two. You recognize one or two of them carry the royal seal. One uh, seems to be a very well-known trading company. Oh yes, that one. And that one uh, does have a couple uh, has a couple of deckhands hang hanging out about it. They don't look particularly interested. They've all, they've loaded their stuff. They're sitting there having a smoke, eating a sandwich, sort of thing. They're just kind of waiting to for the rest of the boat to be unloaded so they can go I'm, to sleep. And... I'm going to see if I can go and uh, chat one of the deckhands. Okay. Um, I will walk up and be like, nice weather today. He looks up at the sky, yeah. Red sky at night, sailor's delight. Red sky, sky in the morning. morning. Sailor's take warning. Yeah, we're uh, not liking what it's going to be like tomorrow morning. We're likely betting we're probably going to be here for a couple days. Going to be here for a couple days, huh? That's what we're thinking. So what are you guys doing in town? Well... I'm gonna go find me a whore. I don't know about you. Every no, I mean, the, time, Birdman. The the, the, the Every boat. What are you guys? Time. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys shipping today? <sighs> Flour, wheat, some metal for some stuff. Oh man. Uh, sorry. I got a sixteen plus seven. So you're trying to get more uh, information out of bluff. Him? Um, I'm bluffing, basically telling him that I'm also a deckhand of uh, of another boat, and I'm just like you wearing know, making, your leather armor with your swords my, brandished. I don't have swords. <laughs> Oh yeah, whatever. It's a crossbow. I have a crossbow on my back, but I just wear leather armor. Just, just... He goes, yeah, we're we're also supposed to pick up some stuff as well. We got <sighs> some fancy guy. I can't remember. They don't tell me much. We're supposed to transport uh, a couple fancy of fancy guy on board, huh? Yeah, likely some kind of official or some such with the royal seals and have you. We're thinking maybe some kind of an ambassador. We're not sure. An ambassador? No. She's kidding. really pretty. That's all I know. She. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to lie, me and the boys. Five adventurers sets of ears go, huh? <laughs> Are there any whores? <laughs> Are there any girls there? I want to do them. I want to do them. And I'm assuming because she's such an important noble, she'll likely have to stay on the boat, not be seen about the usual uh, inns and such like that out here. Right? Actually, there is a rather an inn that's favored by the, the royalty here in town. What's that called? That's called the uh, Singing Dragon. Singing Dragon? No kidding. Carl, can your voice get any higher as you're making this stuff? That's what you think, baby. You're the Singing Dragon. Yeah, we're we're probably... I know whoever paid for this shipment, like I said, we think it's likely the king. I think we're getting The king himself paid for this boat. Mike's fucking dying over there. <laughs> <laughs> like you can see the dollar signs in his cartoon eyes. And now I'm going to end this conversation before my voice gets any higher. That's actually how his bluff works. The higher he goes, the more believable he sounds. For some reason, it's like his superpower. Don't go away from this boat. I'm going to be back later with drinks. Perfectly undrugged drinks. <laughs> Anyway, Ben. Ben taps uh, on the shoulder. I thank him. I thank him for his time. Um, and I'll say I'll see him later or something like that. Uh, I'll see you there. What was the name of the inn? The Singing oh, Dragon. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there. I was talking to somebody. Ben taps you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, we have accommodations for the night. Oh, wonderful! Yes, I will come along and join right. you promptly. So you guys oh. make it through the docks of Freeport. You guys come out into the city proper, cobblestone streets. The lights are lit. It it looks fairly quiet tonight, actually. I am riding my corgi. 
You ride your corgi through the streets of Freeport. I love how you ride your corgi. You're still not as tall. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> on, on the back of Corgus Maximus, I'm at about eye level with everyone else at the party. You guys arrive at the Singing Dragon. Where you guys are going to be staying in? You open up, in it's very nice, basically nice oak bar, stuff like that. Big chandeliers. The place is very mm. well lit. You almost wonder if the sources of light are actually magical. Uh, are sorry. they magical? Detect yes. magic. Yes. I'm sorry, did uh, Connell relay oh, yeah, this sorry. information? What was the name? No, he didn't. The name of the ship okay. of the person I was talking on to. You didn't get it. Didn't get the name of the shit. Did I? Did I see the name of the ship on the side of the boat? It was written in in uh, Elvish. Oh, it's Elvish, of course. <laughs> So anyway, you guys arrive at the Singing Dragon. There's a lot of people in there. You see uh, some people are remarkably well-dressed. Likely the mayor mm. is in this uh, bar having a drink tonight. I want to earn some money. It just occurred to me that my crossbow of lightning is effectively a taser gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, yes. can I roll a sense motive to see... Um, to get any sort of idea of what Connell's character is up to. All right, roll a post. Connell, you roll. Mm-hmm. He has Bluff, to be, I assume. Yes. Right? You know, as yeah. he's licking his uh, lips and rubbing his hands, Sorry. walking into this place, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Birdman, what's the name of our guy who's escorting us? Sorry. Ben. Ben. Like, uh, ben. Ben. Ben, are we meeting the king tonight? No, but we are not alone here tonight. That's hmm. fine. Do you mind terribly if I make a little money while I'm here? I don't see why not. I Excellent. Have to, I have to go speak with the ambassador. I'll be back. Uh, 17 versus your 11. Yeah. So where are we? You are at the Singing Dragon. Okay. Um, are we at the tavern portion yeah, of the yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, there's a big tavern downstairs. The upstairs is all the rooms. And there's a couple of, I guess the best way to describe them would be royal suites. Oh, God. Okay, so natural 20 on perception. Looking for an elvish noblewoman. You notice one just going up the stairs. Can I roll stealth? You're in a very <laughs> packed room, but you could saunter over quietly. Can I roll, run really quickly to the stairs? You know I, I, obviously, I'm noticing him uh, go, right? Well, in a packed I, room, you can still goes. sneak. Yeah, before you can, he goes. Like, you can just kind of blend through. I'm like, guys, group puddle, group puddle. Okay, what do we all want to do? Like, uh, are, do uh, you want to uh, try and figure uh, out who this chick uh, right. is? Well, okay, out of game or no, no, in game, in game, we're all huddling because I have a plan okay, to get you guys out of game. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to rob someone's panties. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care what you're going to do. I want to set up a dodge for everybody. A dodge. Well, it's oh, like what's our story? No, 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 no. Right. I'm going to be a. I'm going to be story. a. I'm going to perform, and you guys can do whatever the hell you want while oh. I'm performing because everyone's going to be mesmerized well, by my performance. Oh, I right. suppose it's an opportune moment to mention that I can put people to sleep with the power of my mind. But elves are immune and to the magic power sleep. of your voice. <laughs> yeah. I have the power Money. of music. And I hold up the guitar. The power of rock! Sorry. That's what I imagine you doing. The power of that music strangely compels me. Exactly. So if you guys have anything you want to do, signal me. You do I'll notice start. those two bugbear mercs you saw on the docks are yeah. also in here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't like the... I don't like them. They they look kind of shifty. They're kind of off in the corner. You see them drinking with a few other people who look like maybe fellow mercs, but their their armor looks very expensive. A twenty four stealth to make my way towards the stairs. That would be you after know what? All right, so you kind of work your way through the crowd, going, "Excuse me, pardon me." Well, basically, while he's doing that, he's so doing that Assassin's everyone Creed has to Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what you're doing. You're just Push pushing people through people. People, they don't really pay you any mind. They're just like, oh, whatever. Uh, Birdman, while he's doing it, just so he has a little bit of help with the distraction. And every, anyone else, if they want to do something sneaky. I go to the bartender. I'm like, how much, How do I get up there to perform? 
pay me five gold pieces and uh, cool. cut at the end of the night. Excellent. I go up to the wherever the performance area is, mm-hmm. and I say, and I just slam my foot on the table. Um, actually, I take the doom the faux hammer out and I slam it onto the stage. All right, ye pissant rich boys want to hear the music? You're gonna hear it. Do you have a profession or per performance? Performance in guitar and song. Okay, uh, which one do you want to use? Both. Okay, roll me, roll me song first to get well, their I attention. Got, I gotta tell, uh, I gotta tell you what I'm doing because okay. I'm probably gonna get a bonus for this. Okay. So I take out my guitar and I say, "This is the greatest and best song in the world." <laughs> <laughs> tribute. This is not the greatest song in the world. It's just uh, a tribute. Roll it. Seventeen plus, plus six. People turn and look at you. And you see a guy. You're pretty sure is the mayor. He's this. Uh, Kind of like a fat, um, a f- you see a long time ago, fat humanoid. He sits back. Does he's like, he have a sash that says mayor on it? <laughs> or does he have a mayo <laughs> does, chain around his he neck? He does it's have mayo and it just added the R. He does have a large red sash. He's dressed in very elegant purple. Basically, mayo. he looks very gaudy. He sits back in his chair with his big bodyguards, who's probably his white all over his chest. He's like, entertain me, dwarf. See, me and my brother Kyle, a long time ago, were going down a long, dusty road. And then... I've heard this one before. A shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world, or I'll eat your soul. And the song... And then I would cast Radiant Light. <laughs> and we played the first you know thing what? that came to our head. I cast so a light behind. I cast a light spell behind him. It was so the best backlit. song in the world. And okay, whatever you so, guys want to do, I'm done doing what I'm going to do. Do you want to do that? Um, I'm going to hit him with the light spell from behind. I want to go deal with the bugbears, but I course. think we have like one minute left yeah. on this. Yeah, hour. we got just a couple I, minutes I, left. Well, if you're from behind, then I've got the follow spotlight up in front. <laughs> All right. Down. All right. So you got bonus for performance. Yes, you guys. They're they are mesmerized for at least twenty minutes um, as you go on. Well, people are mesmerized. I want to go talk to the bugbears and the mercenaries and possibly find a way to steal their money. <laughs> All right, then, but I'm going to cut to Connell. I'm, I'm going to take right, my Connell. chicken so original, though, for a while. the uh, stairs, and uh, you come up into this long hallway, and you notice there's another set of stairs going up, which is probably leads to the royal suites. The royal suites? Are you going to continue to sneak? I will continue to sneak. Do I, do I need to right. roll again? or Nope, so you, because you rolled so well. So you're yeah. creeping along the hallway, mm-hmm. and you make your way up the stairs. You kind of very gingerly step on the stairs so they don't creak. You come in, you see three doors, which mm-hmm. are each of the presidential suites. These things are huge. You I see, will move to each of these doors, and I will smell for elven perfume. You approach the first door. Roll me a perception check. Um, 14? You don't smell anything at the first room. You hear people in there. There's, there's people talking, but no women's voice. No women's voices. Uh, uh, Mike? Um, oh, man. While this is going on, I'm Taking my chicken Reginald out for a walk. Okay. And just keeping my eyes open for whatever I see. All right. Carl, I challenge you to seduce this woman to the music of Tenacious D. Uh, yeah, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Duh and or hello, Mike. What do you think I was doing? I don't know. You're backing me up. This is great. (laughs) The cleric is completely mesmerized by the tale of defeating a demon with song. (laughs) A shiny demon, no less. You're so cool. (laughs) All right. I got, I got a 19 on perception for the second door. Coming up to the second door, you definitely hear a woman's voice. 
and a voice you don't recognize for sure. It's a male voice sounding very threatening. Very threatening. He's like, you're not leaving this room alive. Now, if you don't give me what's in that satchel, I promise you, your relatives will not recognize you. I am going to ready my crossbow. Yeah. Connell, okay. um, bust open the door when I start, when the song screams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see if, Okay, ready the crossbow, and okay. I'm going to, again, using stealth, I'm going to attempt to open the door quietly and, okay. like, and move into the room silently. All right, roll me your stealth roll. This will be two separate actions. Okay. Because you want to move quiet. All right, um... 28. Okay, so you reach open the door. It swings open very, very quietly. You see Silver Cloak staying there with this dagger. It looks like it's <laughs> it's hard to describe. It would be like it made out of this black metal, and it seems to be glowing with this inner hellish light. Oh, why didn't I get a sap? You look... <laughs> Why didn't I buy a sap? You can still buy one, technically. The elven... Not not now. Go down to the bar, ask him if he's got one. Buy his. The elven woman is kind of backing up slowly. She's got her, her, like, arm raised. Like she's ready to cast a spell. I am going to, and I know this is crazy. (laughs) But here's my number. Just like every other plan (laughs) you've ever had. I'm going to, with my crossbow, I'm going to see if I can shoot the knife out of his hand. Okay, so that's a combat maneuver bonus. It is a disarming shot. Yes. Yes. So you've got better odds to shoot him in the back of the head. It's not gonna kill him though. He do you wanna put electricity into that shot as well and see if you can shock the dagger while it hits him? Possibly. I mean it's a taser gun. If nothing else, you'll get like electricity. (laughs) Or technically at the end of the day, you could pretty much just vent all the spells you got. Yeah, I can, I can try. I mean, I get it three times a day. I can add an extra D6 of lightning. But still, like, altogether, that's not enough damage to kill even me, and I'm a level one person. If he's, a badass, if he's a badass assassin, even if I catch him off guard, it's not going to kill him. God, this would well, be such depends. a great cliffhanger. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I, I will let him take the shot, and we'll see <laughs> what happens. All right, roll it. All right. Oh, God, come on, dice. Don't fail me now. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking 19. It's a critical. Oh, all right. So you fire your bolts. It is enough to beat his combat uh, defense bonus. That is the power of Tenacious D. <laughs> no, that is the power of the first act fight scene in one of these games. Do you not all have right. to reroll so to confirm in this? Fires out of not, it. The arrow huh? hits and then this huge explosion of lightning happens. The dagger drops to the floor. He turns, looks at Do you. Do I have a chance to reload? No, that takes no? a full round. Crossbows are like, <laughs> fire! Bam! Okay, yeah, And so then each round is six a, seconds. It takes a full round to reload, eh? Yep. Damn, I wish I had a so dagger or something. the arrow strikes the dagger, knocks out of his hand, goes skittering across the room, and he looks at you. I believe the ladies said no. That's my cracking his knuckles for the <laughs> listeners at home. All right. And that is where we will leave off this first adventure of Nightmare Lake. Stay tuned next week to find out what happens with Connell and the mysterious Silver Cloak and the Elven Ambassador. I just changed my childhood hero. I think we're going to see our first hero death. So for these Warriors are Terrible, we have been... Dr. Holocaust. Big Mike. Uh, Tom, he's an evil genius white. Derek the Bard. And Mr. Ecock wondering, where did the bard get the drums? And, <laughs> and I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, stay tuned next week. These warriors are terrible.
Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Welcome back to These Wars Are Terrible. Well, guys, once again, this episode is dedicated to the memory of Dennis Bernard, uh, basically friend of the show, and A.J. Bernard's father, a former Twig intern. But now that we have everything set, our adventurers have found themselves at the Singing Dragon Inn. They're probably about half a day's ride outside of the castle, and they're in the town of Freeport. And, well, Connell, our thief, whose name I completely forget... Sven Wargarble. Sven is you know, facing but... off against the Silver Cloak, the drow assassin who holds the elven ambassador hostage, or, well, almost did because his his wicked-looking dagger was knocked away from his hand. So, so we are joined with... My name is Connell Macbeth, better known as Dr. Holocaust. Big Mike, better known as still Big Mike. Uh, Tom White, somewhat known as he is an evil genius. Derek the Bard. Oh, Justin. Hi. I'm, I'm Mr. Hi, Ecock. <laughs> Ecock. I mean, like, seriously, just take it. It's great. All right, then. Take, uh, my name take, is Justin. Take, 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 take the Ecock and just take it. Take it and like it. All right, then. Now that we're laying down some pipe here, let's rock and roll. All right. <laughs> and... All right. So, Silvercloak <laughs> looks at you, cracks his knuckles. <laughs> Sven pulls a Ron Burgundy and goes, I immediately regret that decision. <laughs> he Call goes, for help. We can actually help you. He looks at you and goes, oh, you will. Um, can I take a quick action at this point? You can do a move action because you just attacked. That's it. All right. Um, I am going to turn my head and scream out behind me. Uh, there's help! Someone's trying to assassinate the noble. Can he hear anything over the sound of the Tenacious D bard downstairs? No. Because you did so well. God fucking Well, hang on, hang on. I'm keeping an eye out, so would oh, I see you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able oh, to hear wait, it. Um, Mike, I hear, but I'm outside. Um, can I hear anything? You do. Uh, I have de- Since I have Detect Magic up, can I actually detect the flare of magic off of his crossbow going off? With all the magic that's currently, with all the magic no, that you casted? We have two magic a- spells going right yeah. now for this performance. <laughs> Magical static. Right. No, no. Uh, do I recognize okay. his voice? It's so loud in there now. People are really enjoying the performance. <laughs> the mayor is loving it. Oh, the did too it. well. I know, I'm sorry. So I... Ford's like, more! <laughs> Give oh, him I... money! So I yes! bring that man gravy. Mass transit for all! Mass transit for none. So I hear the voice, but I don't recognize it, is what you're saying. Yeah, you hear his voice over the din. Yeah. You're like, yep, is that Sven? Actually, <laughs> okay. Roll me a perception check. Let's see if All you right. do recognize it. Detect magic. Let's does, determine does he, what the individual the sources of magic though? are. He would be able to sense what it is. Yeah, I got but 10. he doesn't know to be looking for it. Mm-hmm. He's weird. Yeah. Yeah, like that he's weird, but it's he a little meta to always be like, yeah, I yeah. wonder if they're casting spells upstairs. <laughs> and he's also kind of probably mesmerized by the fact that you're playing such a fantastic show. To, to be yeah, fair, yeah. I was working uh, my way over to the bugbear. Hey, it's not yeah. the greatest song in the world, but it's one fucking hell of a trivia. Uh, Birdman, I rolled ten. <laughs> you rolled ten? Yeah. Maybe, could be. Can he at least hear what's being said? Oh god, no. No. Okay. He just heard <laughs> you What about like the what girl. about the nobles in the other rooms? Well, he definitely hears people fucking, because you oh. didn't go to door number three. <laughs> Connell, I, I think the DM is indicating that perhaps you should go get help. Run away! Rather than stay around. Can't abandon the woman that's there. 
Okay. Well, then now we're going to be testing out the resurrection roll stick. Roll initiative. Oh, God. You got a surprise attack neutral. on him. Oh. I'm the only one who'd actually be able to see him from the bar because I'm looking no, out at him. He's upstairs through two solid floors. Oh, through two floors. Okay. Oh, yeah. This isn't like one of those overlooking Oh, no, you things. don't know shit. Damn. I wanted to mage hand him up my quarterstaff. <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> okay. You let's... don't know Obama. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kids these days. They don't know about, oh fucking nineteen plus four on initiative. Um, uh he rolled a twenty-five. I got a twenty-three. <laughs> so he goes first. Then I guess you're the second then I guess you're the winning loser, that was Connell. Such a fantastic roll. <laughs> <laughs> now let me see what no, he's Connell, going to do to you. Appreciate this. Even oh. had you critically gotten a twenty. It still wouldn't have helped you. No, if I got a critical strike, that uh, the number wise technically counts as a thirty. Mike's breaking out yes. the book. If you roll I, a natural I twenty, it counts <laughs> for the sake of like if you're fighting a dragon or something like that. It counts as a thirty plus your modifiers. Okay, hold on. A yeah, moment. that's just just for people that are like, well, this guy's got like a bazillion something. He's like, well, I rolled a natural twenty. That's a critical success, so I succeed automatically, right? They're like, well, okay, for the number, like for the Oops. sake of in crazy numbers and stuff like that, we'll say it counts as a thirty. It's to basically make the critical success still a critical success, no matter what you roll it for. Yeah. All right, then I just gotta. But rolling a natural twenty is not going to save you against, like, say, falling out of a cloud or something like that. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's unless falling you've got out of a cloud. Fall. Yeah, just like like falling from the stratosphere, like Optimus Prime. Grab it's not going to grab her and jump out the window. Use the boots of Featherfall. You're not. I was there. getting to that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> now when he does it, it's totally metagaming. You've totally messed up his plans, Mike. Sorry. All right. Then. I have like wicked t- like. Ugh. All right then. <laughs> So you knock, like I said, his dagger out of the thing. He, Sorry. He's like... He, Why you? He draws another wicked-looking knife. You recognize it as a Kakri. Is this also magical? It's called a Kakari. It's what? a Kakri, trust me. Kukri. There's no A in it. Kukri. Oh, I'm saying it wrong this time. Yeah, Kukri. my buddy's a huge knife nut, that's why I know. Anyway, so he looks at you, he draws this thing... It also glows with that hellish hellfire. Peace. He makes a run Peace. at you. <laughs> now, does 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 he does he draw it as a free action? Yes, you can draw a weapon and attack. Well, so um, drawing drawing a weapon is considered an action unless he has a feat for it. I'm assuming he has that feat though. Yeah, because he's uh, like, give me a sec to add he's balling. <laughs> you know, the really sad thing though is he could only be like fifth level and he'd still be exponentially better than us. What is a? Yeah, no, he could only be like fifth level and still. Completely rock our balls. All right then. <laughs> what? Um, are you human? Or yeah. are you dancer? <laughs> you are human. Oh, you're not gonna like this. He does like human, human vein dagger? Are you serious? I, I have to look this up. Do actually. you, have, do you even have to ask if this is gonna hit me or not? Because yeah, uh, I need to find out. Like, I am a level on one character. Well, he has like a row of like twelve Unless daggers he's fantastically low. He's each going race to hit that he's me. <laughs> It's like Batman's bat spray. If you die, anti-human dagger, anti-dwarf dagger, anti-dragon dagger. It's got. Does a twenty-two hit your AC? I'm level one, Dodd. <laughs> you get hit. There are feats to to dodge that. Trust me, you could have done it. Not at level one. Yes, at level not one. Not at a rogue. level one. Dude, that level one dodge bonus is a plus one. Yeah, yeah, but you take the feat dodge, uncanny dodge. You can do it. With dodge and candy dodge, that's plus two. I'm wearing leather armor, which is two, and I've got a out of plus four out of my eighteen decks. At best case scenario, dodge that would have gotten me up to maybe maybe eighteen. Well, he hits you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> roll. Uh, 
Uh, you are taking like a billion damage. Nope, you're only taking four damage. Okay, I was the, like, the Kakri only does just one like one D4 shot plus one. Walk over and just kill me in one blow. Hey, right. so good thing that he Josh hits you. He slashes yeah. you Fuck. right across the face. Oh, basically, oh. it opens you right up, and you are bleeding. Okay, That's for a cool only scar. All right. Well, for only uh, four damage. That's, I... a, that's a pretty devastating. Maybe it's a magical bleeding dagger. <laughs> oh, get her to heal you're it also for wounded, you. You will take one point of damage every round. Magical <sighs> bleeding dagger. Magical oh, bleeding dagger. Yeah. Oh, that scar on his face. Maybe he's bored with that. <laughs> Maybe he's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Ding. Oh, I'm a game with you. <laughs> Okay, no. See, I thought that as a thief and as a gentleman assassin, I might run into situations such as this. Can I drop my crossbows of reaction? Yes. I will do that. Then I will use a thunderstone. Go to what? A, a thunder, it it's like a flash grenade, right? It's a flashbang grenade, yes. Okay, uh, I just need to look it up and see what it does, so just give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Will that get our attention downstairs? It is a deafening blast uh, that comes off this thing. It will it will blind and deafen people that are within a certain range if they're not prepared for does it. Does that include you? you? If they're not prepared for it. So, so you're going to close fight. your eyes and plug your ears and you'll be fine? Or? <clears throat> While a guy's <laughs> slashing yeah, your face with a dagger. He spent years throwing thunderstones in a cell just to train him for such a day. Okay? I can just imagine the mayor saying, Who is interrupting the jams? <laughs> I've been steadily taking Iocane powder over the last few years to steadily become immune to it. Okay. Um, you have spoiled my consumption of the gravy. Roll me a, a fortitude save, because you all have to do it, because you're all yeah, within range. Go for politics. Me too? Well, within range. Everybody, yeah, roll oh, fortitude Go save. to the equipment section? Yep, DC 15. Oh, I got natural 15, plus 4, 19. You're good. Um, 18. Good. I got a 1. Oh, he got a... You are deafened for the better part of a day. I thought I was two floors no, down. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's no, 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 look up a thunderstone. You don't think it deafens you for a day. Yeah, well, that's a sun. 1. Yeah, I can do what yeah, I want. Well, you're, 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 you're right. Fail, I mean, yes. if he was do in the room, <laughs> but we're like two floors down. Yeah, we're two floors down and there's a performance going on. Yeah, we're still going to get hit by the effect of the thunderstone, but we're on the edge of that yeah, well, radius. he rolled a one. It's like yeah. five. Yeah. You guys are all yeah. fine. And you're He's a not. You're like made of twigs, right? So it doesn't yeah, really... It is a DC 15. All that copper is just going to like resonate. it's a 10 resonate. foot radius, so... Yeah, it's a 10 foot radius. 10 20. Foot, 10, 20. Uh, it says 10 foot right here in the book. Well, I've got the the updated rules. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, but you can throw the stone as a range attack within a range... Of, you can throw it 20 feet. Yeah, it's a range of 20 the feet. The range is 10... Are you really going to rule lawyer me? Because I'll kill you. <laughs> You told me you wanted me to help. Yeah, and I said, "Don't rules lawyer me." I rolled a Still, seventeen. You rolled, you rolled seventeen, away. so it yeah. did really good, as far as I'm concerned. You are not deafened. I am not deafened. He is most definitely on the ground in fucking agony. He did not roll well. Oh, he basically he threw it at his poorly. feet. <laughs> Boom! This huge yes. deafening blast slashed me in the face. He Surprise, cockfag! <laughs> So, did, did he have his ear to the wall right as this happened? Or? <laughs> Derek? Yeah. Uh, no, it just it hit in that certain sound range. I was right underneath the fucking thing. More or less, yeah. Just, just uh. boom. Unfortunately for Derek, 
But and, and everybody in the bar covers their ears. About half of them made their saves. The other half didn't. And that's and how like, we got tonight. What the hell is that? Okay. Um, can I put a two and two together to notice that the thief isn't in the room? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm running. Can can that? I'm running up the stairs anyway. Yeah. Now hold on. It's just hell now. We're still, obviously, still in obviously yeah, he's I'm still going to in combat. This. I am going to attempt to, as this jackass went r- ruin ruin my my daring plan. I'm going to try is to. Reginald okay? Like, there's there's, Actually, a, there's no, a window. He takes a minus four to initiative now, so you go first. Okay, well, because like, like I drop the thing and I use this, right? Yeah. Um, I'm now going to attempt to in a in a motion. There's a window there, right? Yes. I'm going to attempt to tackle the noble out the window and then using the featherfall boots land safely. Don't forget. Crossbow. Well, I would say you're passing through where this guy would be a threatened square, but considering he is grasping his ears in fucking pain. Um. All right, roll me your combat maneuver. So give me a basic roll. Will this be an acrobatics check or? It's well, you're passing through his square. Oh, I'm passing through a square. Yeah, so you're basically bull rushing to grab her and run. Can I use acrobatics uh, to get through someone's square of, uh, of threatening? Yes, I think so. I think so, yeah. That is something. Okay, if I if I may, like yeah. if that's allowed. Yeah, okay. go ahead. So you're adding that bonus. Yes. You're rolling against his combat defense, and let's just say you make it. Eight plus six. Um, Wait a second. That's like... Fourteen? Fourteen. He takes a minus four. Yeah, you make it. Sweet. So you grab the girl. She's like, who the hell are... <laughs> Don't forget the crossbow. <coughs> uh, yeah, your crossbow's on, 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 on the floor still. No, Mike, well, I'm am only I got right s- outside the window? I've only got yeah, time to grab her. So what happens, because like I said, a round takes six seconds. So you <laughs> run out. He's out the window. <laughs> so you crash out the window. Boots activate. Are, yeah, so are you activating them? Because you have to. Yes. Okay, so you activate the boots. You kind of float down. <sighs> and you just see this. Poosh, bang. Poosh, <laughs> there is Connell floating Sven with this beautiful elven woman who looks very confused to be here. Um, Reginald looks unimpressed. Uh, is Reginald okay from the thunderstone? <laughs> just peck, 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 um, peck, peck. Would the thunderstone at that uh, decibel level have just blown out the windows oh, on yeah. the room? You presume it's from your awesome bardic performance. <laughs> you think God's like, I fuck no, yeah. I do that. Um, Mike running upstairs the moment that sound. Uh, I was at the I back recover. of the room where I was casting the light as a follow spot. So, so yeah, it'll I'm take like, you probably about. Oh, gotta go. It'll take you two rounds to get up there. Okay, um, just because it's a um, lot of time. We're heading up. I'm readying um, my weapons in case something goes down because obviously something is happening here. Okay, so you do that. You see the bugbears are also making a break for the stairs as well. Well, we got a head start. Um, I'm going to keep singing so they have a dodge, uh, so no one can hear them fighting. Okay. You so keep actually, playing as if nothing happened. Can happens. you try actually, and entrance the bugbears? I'm going to try and do that, actually. What? All right. I, and that's me. <laughs> what? what is the secret of your power? So I'm rolling to entrance... <laughs> Because I can do that uh, twice per day. Okay. What? I'm trying to entrance the bugbears so they don't go up. Wonder bears, gummy <laughs> bears, bouncing oh here, there, and everywhere. everywhere. Well, see now. Okay. Oh yes. Thing. I'm also gonna see if like once we get on the ground. Plus six. Okay, hold on. Let me okay. roll this. Yep, they're entranced. Woo! My friends are okay. Support <laughs> magic. So <laughs> they're like. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Bouncing here and there, Bianca Bear, we are the gummy bears. <laughs> you are singing the being daring, courageous, <laughs> and daring. the assassin. <laughs> we don't want them to steal your crossbow. I'm a fucking hero. <laughs> 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 I stole my crossbow, Mike. 
<laughs> they would have been like, oh, that's a crossbow from the guy that just saved the elven fucking noble. <laughs> Assuming that they were the table noble. talk. All right, so you just jumped out the window. We're running up the stairs. You're mesmerizing. You're walking. You're ticking. I am trying. Um, as we're running up the stairs, yeah. um, you I'm, actually see um, Galvar's hand shift. Okay, um, dealing with that later. Dealing with that a later. Scale suddenly run up his arms. That's not good. His uh, two of his fingers fuse together on each okay, hand. Okay, one thing at a time. <laughs> uh, he has dragon claws now. Oh, copper dragon He's claws. He's a demon, you guys. All right, dealing with that later. All right, so you guys dealing run up the later. stairs. Explosions upstairs. You emerge into the room. You see the shattered window, the remains of the thunderstone. Do we and see the assassin? You see his cloak. Um. On the floor, is for sure. Is there like a crossbow lying on the ground? Yes. Oh. Is the dagger still there? No. You fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so the dagger's gone, crossbow's still um, there. We re recognize it as his crossbow. Yeah, you uh, recognize yeah. it's his crossbow. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna also chicken some to a blood post. on the floor. Okay, well, sword's out. Yeah. Uh, detect invisibility on the room before we go in. Sorry, detect magic on the room, which should detect anyone who's magically invisible. Yes, you do detect. There's something. In the room. Uh, I magic missile the source of the magic. Um, well, since it never misses, yep. you oh, fire no. magic missile from your hand. These bolts of blue energy you just, fire out. He just screams, Fazari! <laughs> you just shot a magic missile at his crossbow. Dresden Files! Okay. Yep. Wow. Not at the crossbow. I can tell you it's not the crossbow. At the intelligence source of the magic. Yeah, okay. okay. So you do that. You shoot out. Do you want me to make a uh, damage roll? Yeah, roll me your damage. Okay. What is it? 1d4 plus... It's 1d4 one. plus 1. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it takes 2 damage. Really quickly, <laughs> yep. um, once we land on the ground, I'm going to try to uh, huddle the Elven Noble back into the bar at the ground level to where the guards are. Okay. To ensure Let me that she's resolve safe. this combat first. You go to Okay. It. So, you fire it out. The invisibility spell breaks. I do what I want. On the <laughs> assassin, basically, it disrupts. You see him emerge as if from a heat mirage. You see him draw this wicked-looking um, black dagger. Like I said, it glows with the hellfire that I talked about before. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Wait a second. well, I see you've seen this trick before. Roll initiative. I don't know what you're saying! <laughs> I can't hear anything! <laughs> okay. I can just see that note. He's just like, I see you've seen um, this trick before. And then it goes back to the note. He's like, what? <laughs> do, you, Derek, do you take a penalty on casting spells because you're deafened? No. If, the, no. if they're verbal, right? No. 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 He's a sorcerer, so it wouldn't I matter. Do. Yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah, he um, does. Uh, my magic is instinctual. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah look, look, okay, but is he still deafened? Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll oh, yeah. <laughs> it for at least. Now, if, if someone see, has a cure spell. Have Heard of this spell before? What? 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 <laughs> They're just shouting what back at each other. Like, <laughs> why do you look like that? What? Um, what? What? Mike, I'm going on eleven. I think I think I'm probably going last. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, no. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going first. So oh, I'm also rolling initiative. I'm in the same room. Yeah. But oh yeah. You're I, also. He okay. could go first because I rolled like, 15. Two Fifteen. Plus. Okay. Plus so, what's your oh, total? That's Fifteen. Oh. Okay. So, <laughs> my right. bonus is zero. Okay, just give me a sec here. I just got to double check the math on this. So he goes on fifteen. I go on eleven, and the and the drow goes on what the fuck ever. <laughs> and you can easily hide right, behind so the tower shield if you need yes! to. That's he got a for nineteen. You. So it's him, you, you. That's fine. Okay. Whoa. Oh, so you were pointing at people. 
This is an audio podcast. Okay. So, <laughs> Justin bad goes guy, first, Justin. and then Derek. <laughs> okay. Go. So the Silver Cloak, oh, he mercy. he takes a charge at. Uh, where are you guys in this room? Basically, you would be standing in the doorway. You magic missiled into the room. He was standing. But I can magic missile around things. That's like true. Like him. Well, I've got the tower shield. I yeah. got the sword out. I we kicked. Well, the door doesn't need to be kicked in. It was wide open. But yeah. Yeah. I would have kicked in also, the door. It may, may not have been blown off its hinges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this place is a wreck. I really hope we don't have to pay a damage deposit. I got to buy another thunderstone. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was awesome. All right. So what are you gonna do? Well, I mean, <laughs> are you gonna plant your? Sh- okay, he's gonna go first. So he's gonna try and and yeah. attack you. <laughs> he's at bought, a minus four for his roll. So keep this in mind. Caltrops. No, no. I only had money for one or the other. <laughs> And I was like, I can either buy a Tanglefoot bag or I can get a Thunderstone. And a Thunderstone can hit everyone within a certain radius. Tanglefoot bag only gets one person. Oh. <clears throat> um, I does a 19 hit your AC? <laughs> yeah, it will. Just barely. <clears throat> barely okay. just did it. Ta-da, All right, then. So he hits you with the uh, the dagger, which does... Like, what the hell is my four-sided dice? There it is. All right, so it deals... Three plus two, so five damage. You will also take one point of bleed damage until, uh, basically, until someone cures you or something like that. Basically, like, like the cleric in the group. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Once you cast cure, it goes away. Okay. Um, how much has uh, Cauldron bled so far? Just, just one round. Rude. Yeah, he's only bled for one round. Okay. So, Carnal, that's something to keep in mind. You will need to be healed. As you are bleeding from the face. Yeah. Um. Does the well, elven noble do anything about that? She's still kind of shocked this is going on. Oh. Besides, it's been about twelve <laughs> seconds for her. Oh. <laughs> Why? Who are you, dashing strange human? Where did you come from? I do have like a charisma of sixteen though. So. All right, Justin, it's your go. Pretty fucking handsome. So uh, he's well, right in your face. Yeah. 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 It, there's no point in me casting spells because yeah, one hand's holding the shield, one hand's holding flame tongue or firebrand. Firebrand. <laughs> and uh, so uh, yeah, I, I lunge at him with the firebrand. Okay. Turn roll it on. me your oh, attack roll. And so attack roll. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> We're never gonna get anywhere. <laughs> What'd you um, um, what am I adding to this? I'm adding three. I and a six. plus four. Plus four? Because of because it's a plus one to hit, so your base attack oh, bonus yeah, plus the plus one. It's still a seven. Still a seven. Unfortunately, it whiffs. You, <laughs> put, it you hit the air in front of him. He kind of leans back. And Derek, it is now your go. Fazare! All right. So you're casting a magic what? missile again? Yes! And he shouts, what? How many times <laughs> per day can you cast? Five. A- oh, wow. <laughs> all right, roll it. I'm not even trying to see if oh, you can cast I, them I'm all at the same shield. Um, okay. Planted. I, I can only cast one per cool? round, I assume. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the the tower shield when planted. No, it, it's a new round. Yeah, for so. I know, because I can only cast one magic missile yes. per round, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're in a new round. Yeah, I know. That's exactly Mike said, I don't suppose you could cast them all at once. No, no, no. You can no. cast one per round. This is in D20 And if life. I don't have to look at the demon dragon, then I don't have to uh, deal with that right now. It's a yeah. one. Yeah, it's a one? Okay. So Dude, one plus He takes another two, two damage. Okay, <laughs> once again, one thing blue sparks leap from your hand, hits him, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now it's his go. <laughs> he does the whole Kogan. Yeah, he points at you. He's like, he doesn't <laughs> like you. I see you behind there, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill your parents. <laughs> I'll kill them both and I'll stab them dead. What no. you gonna do? Go oh, ahead, brother, the do is it. <laughs> the cleric has planted his tower shield, granting full cover to the gnome. That's true. Halfling. Halfling. I'm so a halfling. They got a plus four to your AC. Dragon. Tomato. 
demon dealing with you later. Um, Kokiri, whatever. Kokuru. All right, so... <laughs> More to the point, because you're in the doorway, he has to get past you. Yes, he does. Derek, watch your AC. 14. 14 <laughs> plus 4, 18. Yep. He surprisingly misses. <laughs> Basically, he tries to get around the tower shield. His arm can't quite no. reach you. But you feel this tremendous amount of dark energy just emanating off this dagger. Evil! Like, it is flaring with whatever dark power it is. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> am I done performing? <laughs> no, actually, though, this is like 12 seconds. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'm you're just... like, no, 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 Have I made any money? Oh, oh you I should do you that. Have, you had to pick You'll a really long song, didn't you? Let's just say Slob Ford's enjoying it. All right. Look how fancy the sword is. I'm going to be here for a while. I might as well make us money. top the combat, it is... Justin. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a couple options in front of me, but I don't kill know. him. No, 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 no. I know, but obviously my rolls didn't work out so well. Uh, you just rolled really poorly. Dazzling display is a thing. Yeah. That would m- what stun him or mesmerize him or yeah. do what? Well, the core rule Yeah. Right sorry, I should have been reading these. And uh, yeah, but the touch of law and touch of glory would require a free hand, wouldn't it? You, which oh, I'm currently you, using. With you're holding shield, a weapon, right? Well, oh, you have weapon. to get past his touch AC. So yeah, no, you, no, 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 no. Touch, touch the, glory for to allies. Help his allies. Oh, okay. I wanna, I wanna, yeah. Um, could he do it through me touching his back or something? Yeah, or? in theory, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd allow. The GM's allowing well, you. Yeah. Is, okay. is, your, is your holy, is your holy symbol on your shield? Because that would help you a lot. The holy symbol is on a chain that's attached to the hilt of my sword. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He says touch his back. I touch his back. So, and you feel the touch of law. Flow through you. Suddenly, the song changes. <laughs> oh no! Don't guess it. Skill rolls. All <laughs> skill rolls are eleven. No, nope. that's not going to help. Not going to help. Not going to help. So dazzling display. Okay. So what does that is, do? I need to find out what that is. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, what does touch of glory do? Touch of glory would give you a plus one to your charisma checks. Nope. That's That'll not going to help. help me too. It would, it would help <laughs> a few people, but not now. It's funny. I would need the assistance of a lawyer to do terrible things. <laughs> Channel energy, which will help dazzling me. display, right? <clears throat> dazzling display. Okay, hold it's, on a second. Uh, some kind of awesome feat. Um, it's a feat. You can frighten your enemies. Four data Basically, phones, when wielding the weapon, the you weapon focus. We you can it. perform a bewildering show of prowess as a full round action. Make yeah. an intimidate check to demoralize all enemies with thirdly within thirty feet who hmm. can see your display. Hmm. Seems like a long so you shot. De- you demoralize. Demoralize. That's not going to help. Okay, I, right. hit, I hit him with firebrand. All right then. And I rolled a one. You swing the sword, <laughs> it flies out of your hand. <laughs> it flies out of your hand out the window. <laughs> you done That's good. really hard for a while. <laughs> That's a really harsh one. You got a new weapon, you might want to catch no, it. No, no, no. A really harsh one would have been the weapon shattered. <laughs> like you dropped it and it broke. <laughs> Sorry, no. So Is the sword you going it? anywhere near Reginald? <laughs> High or low? Oh god, no. I threw it. I threw it. It's high. <laughs> All right. It's a high roll. Oh no. Do we have our first catch? What? The It's an 18. Oh my god, we're going to kill a chicken. Through the amazing amount of physics, luck and Justin hates you. And it deals uh, uh not uh was it that 4d6 fire damage? Yeah. Holy fuck. You've consented. <laughs> chicken's gone. <laughs> So, and a, 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 D8, a D8 of damage. So that's uh, 6 damage plus 15 fire damage. Alright, so... Guys, guys, our first kill, our first player kill, is a chicken! Okay, uh, 
15 fire damage. Oh, right. Chicken. So what happens? Your sword flies out the window, impales Reginald to the ground, no. and the sword the fire goes him. off and cooks him on the sword. As Burns a bonus, he is still edible. He immediately he turns into a roast. Swiss chalet rotisserie yeah, chicken. You basically rotisserie uh, chicken. Uh, finger licking good. Tom is literally sitting here with his mouth open in fury. <laughs> Okay, Look, Tom, I need to borrow your d20 for a second. I'm Mine's so first. sorry, but there's no way I'm going to see that coming. Okay, Dodd. All right, um, as he opens up accidentally throwing his sword, um, I, uh, I, the, the tower Delmar shield. shouts, What kind of plan was that? It was a perfectly good plan, and you then, know oh, it. What? You know it. What? By the, what? <laughs> I can't hear you. That because I'm gonna try a different spell all this time. Let me see if I grasp. Alright, that's it. Splash. Alright then. Let me just see if I grasp this. You swung a flame sword and an assassin flew out of your hand, went out the door, and killed a chicken. A nine. Yes. He's still got his AC. Iomagay works in mysterious ways. No, you just missed actually. Oh god. Is there some way that we can anything that I can fudge to at least? Semi help this fight. <laughs> be creative. Uh, he just had a flaming sword whipped by his head. That's got to be distracting at least. <sighs> Let me. Uh, Come on, give us some ice. The power of Ioma Day. All right, we'll just say he was. Hey, my hands free to cast spells now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he gets a okay. minus two because no, he is kind no, of laughing at this. Uh, Mike, yes. he takes four points of acid damage. Um, and it's the second session, and I'm gonna be the one who walks away alone. I'm just gonna be like, I don't know what happened, um, but I'm rich now. Justin, the, the one thing he does shout to you, though, is as he throws it, thrusts his hip towards you with the hilt of his sword on it. Oh, I, I have another sword. The problem okay. I just found, though, that um, our bard reminded me, my holy symbol was attached to the sword I just threw out the window. <laughs> I did mention that the chain was on the hill. Oh. So now you have holy roasted chicken. Awesome. So I still have, so I have, another, I have another sword and a quarter staff. Do you have another magic sword? No. You can't use a quarter staff one-handed, though. No, I can't. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a stick, you know, a walking stick. Anyway, I've got the, uh, I got the sword, though, just regular old sword. Sword, um, more for show, right? And uh, oh, but no God. holy, no spells at all until I go We're out to that alleyway. You <laughs> are the worst <laughs> cleric in the world. Listen, listen. Oh, I I think I still get to channel positive energy, <laughs> yeah, you even without the holy thing. So I am that's met cool. priests of the beetle god Myrmidon right. who I, are better than well, you. Well, I am a day is testing me. <laughs> he knows. He knows who did it now. I day is trying to get me killed. <laughs> so Tom's character is gonna be like, "Who did this?" He's gonna see the symbol. My, my holy symbol hanging on the hilt of the sword. The sword still on fire. <laughs> I'm I'm pulling the sword out of Reginald, <laughs> and I have vengeance in my eyes. 
It was like four rounds You hear this deafening explosion. Guy comes leaping out the window with the woman and runs back inside. You're like, hold on a second. Tie your chicken to a post. You get three steps away and the sword just like a woof. And lays your chicken on fire like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And it's got the holy symbol of that guy you've been traveling with for how long? (laughs) Hanging on it. You're like, the shit, man. <laughs> well, it's it's good to know that Firebrand now has a new name. <laughs> Chicken, Chicken <yeah>. Roaster. Chicken. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just calling it rotisserie. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. So Tom, if you want to do that, it'll take you four rounds to get upstairs. Okay. All right oh, then. So yeah, something's like it's his go again. Mm. He's still kind of chuckling. He's like. Do you guys really think you're going to beat me? No, not really. But. And then he got a ball full of acid to the face. That would be a face. perfect moment for he me to run into the room screaming. He at Derek. <laughs> Does a 16 hit you? Uh, plus uh, the cover. Not with the shield in front of me. Ding! Basically, what happens is he takes the, the, uh, the wicked-looking dagger, tries to stab... Fuck. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's a okay, shield. This, our, our, this is the great legendary assassin we're dealing with here. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I'm just imagining it's, 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 it's gradient scales of incompetence. Now, yeah, I'm okay. just imagining this the perspective of our bard here. He's still playing this music. And he sees me coming running around the corner with his sword screaming in your eyes. Can I now What I love about this scene, though, is it's started off this really badass, heroic, dramatic thing where Connell kicks the door open, blasts the knife out of the guy's hand with an electrified crossbow bolt, throws a grenade on the ground, grabs the maiden, jumps out the window, and from there it's turned into a Benny Hill sketch. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Okay, Justin, it is your go. Any way I can get out okay. of this. No, so I'm going to keep combat moving. I take right. more bleeding damage, so I'm uh, down to 17. Yep. Uh, bu- 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 because, oh yeah, keep track of your bleeding damage. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, so, there's not much... I pull out my other Jesus. sword. <laughs> do, do you want to use my sword? My no. sword's also magic. I, it's... Uh, yeah, no, it went has, so well last time. I, I oh, wait, grabbed, yeah, it has I, a thing. I grabbed the halfling okay. sword. He you offers it to me. If you want to do other things, you can now. All right. Okay. So, so the evil demon dragon halfling. I'm going to deal with that later. Yeah. He's offering me his magic sword okay. right behind my shield. So, so you can take it. Yeah, using. And lunge at the world class assassin with a second magic sword. Alright then. He I'm may, gonna use this die. Here's a new die, folks. All right? If you lose my sword, <laughs> there will be a reckoning. He should not be as good as I built him up to be. Hey, uh, sorry, before. Locked gauntlets. What, uh, okay, yeah, we're oh. buying you a locked gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that holy symbol around my neck because I really could have used, like, you know, divine guidance right Paint now. Paint it on your armor next Just time. On the shield. Just yeah. paint it onto the shield. No, on your armor. Oh. I think we've learned not to put your holy symbol on things you can drop. <laughs> drop and <sighs> what'd you get? What'd you get? Natural 20, natural 20. Uh, well, it was plus it was it was a 10. It's a 10. You try and slash at him again with the new magic sword. He just definitely steps or is there to one an additional side. Plus it will be 11 then. Yeah, it's not high enough. Uh that's you rolled a 10 or that was I just rolled plus? a 7. Yeah, oh, you definitely don't 11. Hit yep. Okay. All right. Um Oh, As, uh, all I, over I again. think I'm gonna throw. Oh wait, uh, no, because he's in co- close combat now. Magic missile. All right. <laughs> because that seems like a slightly more winning proposition than lighting the cleric up with acid. 
Yeah, that'll be, that'll be fine. He just, takes three damage. Uh, uh, Mike. Yes. Um. First of all, I am wearing light armor. I'm wearing a chain shirt. I don't know if that affects my speed. Uh, uh no, it's light enough. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. Well, um, I was just wondering if that would make me uh, arrive around faster. Or he's, something. He, no, he, he's okay. Basically, it just means you're not taking sprint. any penalties to move shit. Okay. And uh, on the way, I'm also going to pull out my uh, shield because I'm going to need that when we enter combat. Okay. So okay. you're doing that. All right. So Meanwhile, you. Wow, it looks like something's really escalating. Yeah, so you're noticing <laughs> him run up the stairs. Squawk! Tom will arrive in no. two rounds. Well, the question is, how did he get outside? How did he get outside in the first place? <laughs> that escalated quickly. Are you, are you, have you by now taken the elven noble to the bar and bought her a drink? <laughs> no. Everybody's no, looking rather on. shocked as to what is the hell's the, going on. on is like all no. this stuff distracting <laughs> him while he's playing? If, hell, though, I did good. If if uh, if Mike's been playing this whole time, like, and and he saw me go, like, if you were, if you were actually paying attention to what was yeah. what I was doing, and like, you're helping me out here by playing this music, you literally, I've been gone for maybe like fucking like five minutes, absolute tops. You're like halfway <laughs> through your first song, and you see me come back in through the front door with an elven chicken blood on my face, <laughs> and you're like, the shit is going on. <laughs> like, quickly. like bartender, <laughs> no, get them a drink. You're yeah, not no. even getting to the rest of the Full adventure. He's running in now, with a sword. Now hold on, though. Angry. What We're I want to do, if cake. I can get the chance, yeah. is I'd like to a bring this, br bring her back into the the ground floor of the bar. Where are the guards there? Oh my god! The guards are. This with us. Some of them didn't make their saves. They're kind of holding their heads. That they're kind of looking at the mayor, going. What he wants to do? Yeah. What? I'm. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> what was that? What? They're, 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 what? They, what? Yeah. they look at you. you. They look at the elven chick and they're like. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically going to pass her off to the guards that are there. All right. And I'm going to make a break back up the stairs. Okay. You will arrive upstairs in two rounds. Okay. The elven chick's like. <laughs> <laughs> Your name! <laughs> so then, Wait. it sounds like the timing between uh, uh, Connell and Tom are about the same. Yeah, because for two now rounds. they're both inside, so now they're both bolting. So you and Tom are literally side by side now. Okay, and I'm down to. All right. So twelve. All right. So top of the next oh, combat. Sorry. I forgot to mention when I pass her off to the guards, I will tell her stay here and then take off. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Did she make a saving throw? Is she deaf? <laughs> Yeah, she makes it. Sweet. Okay, All so right. she can hear me. <laughs> All right, cool. So, Tom the combat the guards run upstairs. The assassin looks at you and goes, I don't have time for this. Playtime's been fun. Oh. What? Oh, dear. What? Did, did he crit or did he roll a one? What happened? Well, it, it's fine. I can just roll another character. <laughs> He critted. I haven't, been, oh. on who? I haven't really been doing that well. Uh, he guys, critted anyways. on Justin. <clears throat> yep. Oh. All right. I have to see if he confirms the crit. Yeah. Oh, they have that still? Yep. Yeah. He does not confirm the crit. However, he does definitely hit you with the wicked looking dagger. So, oh, that one's the evil one. As opposed to the pleasant looking dagger. <laughs> it hits you for five damage. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's not too bad. That's fine. Oh. But now you're doing an additional bleeding. bleed so per round. Plus two each round. Okay, yeah. Cool. I'm well, not gonna so basically what happens is he jabs it into your shoulder <clears throat> and it burns. Now might be a good time to use the healing stick on yourself. Oh. You have a magic healing stick. That's a resurrection yeah. though, not now, no, 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 as a move action. It does cast heal one per day and resurrection once per day. Yeah. As a move action, he's going to push past you. 
you do get an attack of opportunity. Can't because, I? Let, let him can go. I push We're him back into well. the room? Roll me your. Co- uh, basically, you have to beat his combat defense. So just shield bashing him back I into have, the room. I have something yeah, I'd like could, to add. You could shield okay. bash. I want to shield bash uh, him back in. Running? Oh, that'll be yeah, a that would just be an attack okay. roll. Wouldn't yep. it? Fine. Yeah, that's an attack uh, no, roll. Is it an attack roll? I, I have a second half to my plan, which I forgot to put in action when I was up in the room. Well, if it's an attack roll, then it's an attack. Maneuver, so he still gets his uh, yeah. attack bonus yeah. that way. Whilst running back upstairs with the, this guy in the flaming sword with a chicken on it, I'm going to ready my fishnet. Okay. Alright, let me resolve this one first. No, you're not using your CMB, I was wrong. But I'm using my shield. I'm bashing him in no, with the shield. No, he's counting it as a melee attack, though. Oh. Okay, so roll me your normal uh, attack roll. You so don't get any bonuses to, to it. Oh. Yeah. So, so okay, so now I'll get my two strength. Where's my other... No, I can't find that dash. Here, look, bless this rocket shield and all who use this rocket shield. Eleven. Yeah, he. you try and bash him, he just kind of pushes past you. Guys, I'm really bad at this. Derek, you... He's moving past you, his back is to you. Grab his ankle. Attack of opportunity. Attack. Okay, so... How does an attack of opportunity work? Uh, Basically, that, you get a plus two to hit. Okay, and, and that's you, my move. That's my action for the round, though. If you no, want to hit him, no, yeah. it's um, no, it's, it's an extra action. attack. Oh, it's an extra attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna claw claw him as he goes past, and then throw an acid bolt at his back. Uh, okay. you, you get like a free Your attack. attack on yeah, you, you get like a free attack. Right? Pardon? Your claw attack is one d three. Uh, yeah, but it's one d three plus one d three. Okay, uh, you can use my custom d threes. Oh, dude, thank you. I actually need these for my acid spell as well. All right. Okay, so attacking his back as he runs past me with my fabulous plus two. Missing my red one. Nope, first attack misses. Second claw attack. Uh, 15. 15. All right, so he's at a minus four. Yes, you hit him. You claw him right down the back. Okay, that deals damage? him two damage. All right. And then my the next thing I do is he's running the fuck away from me. Oh, do you have to do minus one because you have low strength? No. Oh, uh, you... but, yeah. Okay, do you have um, anything that could slow him down or stop him? Uh, <laughs> I have something that will let us find him no matter where he goes. <clears throat> do you have, a, like, a batarang, like, a batarang. to, like, rope around his legs? Hang on, um, hang on, hang on. I actually, Mike, yes? can I acid uh, splash the floor in front of him to see if I can uh, trip him up? Sure. Oh, wait a minute. No, I got an attack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. but you just did your attack. Yeah, but no, no, has, I, my attack of opportunity for my claws is a double attack. Yeah, it's yeah, but that still counts as two attacks. No, it's uh, no, it doesn't. It counts as one attack. Oh, okay. Um, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Hang on, Birdman. While he's li- trying to leave the bar, can I use grease and have, slow him down? You I'm have st- no idea this is even happening. Yeah, no, but I see the assassin running away. No, yeah, but he's still upstairs. Da- he's still upstairs. I know. Just saying, it's um, possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try and uh, shoot an acid bolt towards his feet. Then. In this case, okay. Scenario, see if I can trip. Rather than doing damage, I'd prefer if I can trip him up. Okay, roll damage against the floor. Because they're running okay, towards. sure. Yeah, no, I'd be, I'm, more, I'm one round No, wait, off. sorry, I have, a D, I have a D3. Me and Tom are one round Awesome. Away. Well, he's running into you guys. Yeah, he's running towards yeah. you now. And I've got a fishnet. <laughs> and and he's got a sword that catches fire. Uh, Who bought a fishnet? <laughs> this the guy. floor takes two acid it's damage. The floor takes two acid damage. I'm going to say that's against his combat defense <laughs> thinking, bonus. If I'm infiltrating okay. a place and I'm going to like and I'm going to steal something, I'm like, what kind of shit do I need to bring it. with me in case things go wrong? Okay. He's like, well, I'm going to need fuck. something like a fishnet. And just kind of leaps over it. <laughs> that's fine. All right. <clears throat> New combat, everybody roll initiative. Except me. Except you. Oh, that's better. 16. Okay, so what? Okay, from highest to lowest, please go. 
I'm going on a 15. Okay. 16. Okay, no, who are... 18. Okay, so... 22. All right, so... That's what I've rolled. In total. All right, so Connell... Then, 38. Then <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Who was after Tom? I was 16, so I came next. All right. So Justin and then Derek. Yep. And, and then, then he rolled a 23. So. I'm still going at the end of the round. All right. I'm so, going to be a real guys, boy. Basically what happens is he rounds <laughs> the second flight of stairs. He's on the uh, the next the floor above the bar. And you see Silverglow just running full tilt at you. <laughs> he looks at you, and you just see him say, I, I, I don't have time for this. Is he going before me? or Yes. Oh, he got a 23. Jesus Christ! He, I, know, I, got, I got 22. Is this he, not... He, <laughs> he casts uh, magic missile. Oh, fuck. Wait, he has magic? Holy crap. Oh, magic missile will hit me, no Who doubt. Who is this guy? Two damage. Two damage. We've been beating him for the past <laughs> 10 minutes. He fires out just, uh, just a couple of bolts. Oh, he can cast multiple. He's still running. May I yes. use my sleight of hand to throw my fishnet over him? That's an attack uh, roll. Yeah, that's an attack roll. <laughs> roll it. You can roll your sleight of hand to steal his dagger. Can I um, Can I use my dex score or dex to modifier in this? Uh, is it a ranged attack? attack? Yeah. It's it a would, ranged it attack, would be, right? yeah, be a ranged attack throwing yeah. it. So. Yeah, then it, it, yeah. it's All right, dex. roll it. I can't fuck no this pressure. up. No pressure. Can't fuck this up. <laughs> if you do, you'll get. Oh tom. my god! It's uh, eleven. You throw your net ah! out. <laughs> it does not hit his AC. Does it hit Tom? It lands on the floor just behind him. Damn it! He's still moving. Okay. Tom. Oh, all right. Oof. Tom, all right. it is now your go. <laughs> Quit stealing my die. Your <laughs> dice roll better than mine. <laughs> Wait, is he? All if right. he's moving past me, I get, do I get an attack of opportunity on him? Not yet. Okay. Let me resolve the first okay. round. Okay, Tom I'm swinging the flaming, the flaming sword. sword at him. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, um, the sword says it's a plus one to hit, somewhere. and that ability with the fire, uh, you can is do that it only on criticals. No, that you can use that ability once or twice per day. I can't remember what I wrote down. Well, it says well, it's already been flaming used burst. Once. It says flaming burst long sword one d eight, and then it says forty six fire damage. Once yeah, per the day. sword is one d eight. Okay, so it's always always but then you can like activate. There's like a switch on yeah, the hilt that basically. turns on the fire. Yeah. yeah. So it it does as much. Okay, it, it does as much damage okay, well, as like, a long sword like would normally a, do, plus an additional one d8 of fire well, that's, damage. That's normally what a flaming sword does. This is flaming burst, which I think is on criticals, which does a. a I don't it's know. Still, okay. 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 It's, it's Mike came up with the magic item, and Mike says this is how it works. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm so. just asking for clarification. All right. Clarification. Okay, okay I'm. Rolling my attack roll. Nine plus six. Fourteen. Um, what? How much is it? No, nine plus six. Fifteen. Fifteen. You hit him. Okay. Um, what am I rolling here? One d eight plus. Do you want to use the fire? Actually, no. Oh, the, yeah. The fire ability was used for today because it killed chicken. Reginald. Because well, he rolled there a one. There are two of them, right? The one d eight and then the four d six. No, no, no. Yeah. You're not seeing how this works. The 4d6 is an ability that you can yeah. activate on the sword once per day. Oh, it's yeah. already been used on your chicken. Right. Yeah. So this is expired. So yeah. you just yeah. get 1d8 damage on Today. the sword. Oh, okay. one. Tomorrow Amazing. it will be cooked king oh, ready again. Oh, the 1d8 again. is just the normal yeah. Um, yeah. sword damage. Sword yeah. damage. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. so we didn't have to keep looking at charts. Okay, okay, okay. I just, yeah, okay. I also wrote that one up last, I think. Uh, three plus four, seven damage. Seven damage? Okay. Yeah. 
You hit him for seven. That's not bad. Now, Justin, it is your go. It could have been 12. Right. So, uh, I need to go get my holy symbol. So, <laughs> I'm going to start running down the hallway after him. He's he's gone now. Oh, no, he's swinging your, your flaming sword. Yeah, but 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 uh, Silver Cloak, from my perspective, I'm still at the door of the room. Yeah. Right? He just pushed past me, yeah. fought his way which, past which the his back whole is to group. You. Yeah. Um, He's downstairs, so if you want to take a move action, you could probably see him from hey, the bottom. Hey, is that bo- crossbow standing at my feet? Yep. So pick that up. Okay. And uh, I really wanted, like... Though. You don't have any bolts. Uh, oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, the bolts. All oh. the ammunition's in my pocket. I want to, like... <laughs> just okay. let him go. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm just going to pick up the crossbow anyways, because I kind of lost my other magical weapon. I'm just kinda, like, never going to get it back. This. I'll go buy some bolts later. And um, You know what? I'm going to be nice. As you pick up the crossbow... <laughs> the, the blessing bolt, of Iomidae. A bolt appears. <laughs> the bolt of Iomidae. Oh, no. the, the bolt that I shot at him already is in the room. Would yeah. be there. No, um, actually, it, one of the things destroyed. that Derek yeah. didn't tell you when he was identifying it, it respawns ammo. <laughs> there you go. So, but, a bolt It's a very arcane power. It's, it's a, I didn't know to check for it. It's, it's a miracle. It's, a it's miracle. not on the checklist. It's a miracle. All right. All right. So, you grab the crossbow. If you peek down the stairs, you can definitely see him, but you will have to wait around to shoot at him. Because he, he has to reload. Yeah, because you have to reload the bolt and set and it. And I can't be moving while I'm doing that. No. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Yeah, so you're like, and, hold and, on. And I, I take two more bleeding damage. I'm down to 10. You might want to use the stick on yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm at 10. I'll be fine. Um, All right. Birdman. Yes. Two, what are you going to do? Um, well, we need a way to definitely be able to identify this guy. <clears throat> we know who he is. No, no, no. We need to be able to find him so we can keep chasing him. I cast light on his hair. Is there even a save for um, that? Nope. Derek, isn't it a touch spell? I don't think so. No, light's not a touch spell. Uh, light's not a touch spell. No, it's not. Let me, yeah. uh, I want to double check something on that, so just hold on yep. a second. I have seen somebody in one point or another uh, on one occasion cast light on another person's eyes. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know it has to be done on... Yeah. No, no, that it wasn't as cool like that one scene from Ghostbusters 2 and he's just walking down the hallway and he's got the, the light eyes and then like looking around he was just like, ah, I cast light on your eyes and the other guy was like, I, I know I fucked with a drow in one game by casting uh, continual light on his eyelids. He was just permanently <laughs> blinded. And the, the DM just looked at me he's like, what? Horrifying are, 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 situation. What kind of sadist are you? He's a drow. Okay. I know. So what happens is the light behind Mike snuffs out. Yep. The light on the drow lights up his hair. <laughs> And he's like, glorious! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and there's, uh, there's Gelbar pointing at him with a dragon claw. Lobos, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> All right, top of the combat round. Oh, God. I may not be the most All powerful right. caster out there, but I'm certainly the most annoying. Okay, so his back is now at pretty much everybody's now. Because he's bolting fast. He has a faster move. And he's very easy to see now. Yeah, he's very easy to see now. So it will be his Except go. Except for me, I'm he's, like on the far end of the he's hotel. He's gonna spend a full round to keep running. Okay. So um, it now goes to no. Connell. Wait, yeah. has he passed by me? Did I? Yeah. Get, oh yeah. yeah. You, you. We'll get to you. Okay. Yeah. Right, um, so has he has he passed by us yet? Yes. His back is to you. Okay. So do I get an attack of opportunity as he runs that's by me? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. Okay, that's because. But uh, you have to catch up to him. What? And five. Okay. But as he's passing by, yeah, them, he gets. As he's passing me, I get an attack of opportunity. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, and so, you know, here's the thing. With my attack of opportunity, 
I'm going to attempt to perform a trip maneuver. Now, a trip can be used in the place of an attack. Normally, yeah. a trip would provoke an attack of opportunity. But you when you're attacking it. somebody via attack of opportunity, they can't get one back on um, Attacks of opportunity, are you only allowed to do basic melee, though? It can be used in place of a melee attack. Yeah. It's a con it, it'll yeah. work, plus it doesn't matter anyway. He's running. Someone in a full-out run doesn't get an attack of opportunity. What's that? Someone in a full-out run doesn't get an attack of opportunity. I don't get an attack of opportunity no, on he him? Doesn't. He doesn't. Even if you trip oh, yeah. him, it won't matter because oh, he's running. Because he's running. Okay, yeah. 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 Because it's not like you can go like, the thing is, unless if, he feats, he has a feat for it. If he provokes it. an attack of opportunity on me and I do a trip, he doesn't get an attack of opportunity back on me anyways. Yeah. Um, because it's already an opportunity. Yeah, so this would so be a like, combat maneuver bonus? That is correct. Um, I can use it in place of a standard melee attack, and it says, yeah, uh, you can only trip an opponent that's no more than one size category larger than All me. Right, roll it. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> see if I can trip him. Do I add anything to this? Your um, CMB. So nothing. <laughs> Woo. 2020, 2020, 2020? Three. No. Yeah, um, you would have to roll the level one. Good. At level one, there's no base attack bonus. I have no strength bonus and no size modifier. So my CMB is zero. <laughs> okay. My um, CMD, however, is like <laughs> higher so, than normal. So I get an attack of opportunity as yes, well? Yes. He okay. tries to trip him. You fail. Okay, I'm just going to slice him. All right. All right. As he runs better. past you. Okay, 10 plus 16. 16. Hits oh. him. Okay, 15 worked last time, so I, I hope so. Yep. No, I'm not using this die. I don't like it. No, damn it. Is that my die or How yours? How much damage you do? Uh, it's mine. I had Calthrops. That's <laughs> your own fault. Uh, I should have thrown okay, them in the hallway. Okay, I got hallway. 7 like, damage <laughs> again. Are you Batman? Okay, let me add up how much damage you've actually done to him. Yeah, because I've done at least 11 or 12 damage, I think, as well. Okay, hold on a second. Plus, he took what Connell did. All right, just give me a second here, guys. So, oh wait, no, I still have a, I still have a round because that was just my attack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I still oh, yeah. have a round. Yeah, that's true. Oh yes. Well, no, I thought your round action was to try and throw the net on him. That yeah. was last round. Okay. Yeah, that was last round. Yeah. Right. Now he's moved past us, so and these are our opportunity attacks. We actually get to attack after this now. I'm yeah. Sit back um, and relax. All right. <laughs> yeah. And he's just using his round to run. Yeah, he's just running. So if I like, if I uh, use a Mike, a you're providing action, important still... background music. <laughs> All right. At this so. point, it's descended into Mariachi music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> um, magic missile. Actually, no, it would have been Justin's go. Sorry. Yep. Right. Um, what? The top of the round? Uh, no, it's Tom just went. So now it's your go. Well, yeah, was, uh, Connell. Were... Connell we, we were had just like doing 20... our attacks of opportunity. We okay, haven't just, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're confusing the fuck out of me. Okay, so when he runs <laughs> he past us, he, he provokes a free attack from both of us. Yes. Then it's my turn. Then okay. it's Tom's turn. And, okay. then, and then it goes down to the rest of the line. Yeah. Okay. Really so, sorry about that. All right. So who's going now? Um, myself. All right. I am going to give chase. Okay. I'm gonna try to run after him. Use like use one action to move uh, to try to keep up with him. And I'm going to use my other action to attempt to throw caltrops on the ground in front of him. Okay, roll it. All right, how does one use kale traps? You throw them. You throw them. Ranged attack. Ranged attack. Oh, ranged attack. Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. Uh, how far away is he by now? If I'm using a, a one of my movements to move, he okay. would be just in front of me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I may be able to get these on the ground. Oh. Eighteen. Eighteen against his. Now let me see what that does, because I think it makes think it difficult to terrain or something. Well, he's aiming at the ground in front of him, so he. Yeah. You you have to I don't know like a DC to find it. Does he get the aim? And then wouldn't it be like he's now rolling against the caltrops that are on the ground? It'd be go. like a reflex. Okay. Something crazy. Yeah, that so, about right. so reading this from the rule book, a caltrop is a four pronged metal spike crafted so that uh, one prong faces up, no matter how it falls, no matter how it falls on the ground. 
Um, each time that a creature moves into an area that is covered by caltrops or spends around fighting while standing in that area, it runs the risks of stepping on one. They have to make an attack roll for the caltrops, which is base attack plus nothing, against the creature that's uh, stepping over them. For this attack, the, uh, the creature's shield, armor, and deflection bonuses do not count. If the creature is wearing shoes or other footwear, it gets an extra two to their uh, to their defense towards it. But they don't get like they don't get to count their armor or anything else like that. Um, if the attack succeeds, the creature has stepped on a caltrop. It deals a point of damage. Their speed is reduced by half because their foot is wounded. Uh, this movement penalty lasts for 24 hours <laughs> until they are successfully treated with a DC 15 heal check or until it receives one point of magical healing. Okay. Huzzah for hijacking the plot. Um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we made All the right. game about this guy. Oh, sorry. A charging or running creature must immediately stop if it steps on a caltrop. <laughs> Any creature moving half speed or slower can pick its way through the bed of Keltrops with no trouble. So if he's running and he steps on one, he immediately has to stop. Okay, so what happens is you throw your Keltrops out, he steps on one, huge yelp of pain, he stops immediately. Sweet. And he's like, all right. Okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so now it goes to Tom. Okay, he um, stopped. Second hour. Okay, he's still a little bit of a distance from me. Yeah, so about, I'm going about ten feet at most. Oh, at most. Okay, then. Um, <coughs> as a free action, I can drop my sword. Yep. As another free action, I can draw a dagger because I have quick draw. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna whip it at his head. Okay, so range attack. <laughs> um, is there any bonus to range attacks now that his head is a giant signal flare? Oh, well, I, no. I okay. didn't see that. I'm pulling shit out of my pocket. <laughs> 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 so what we got from this is Connell's Batman. Fishing net. Caltrops. Boots of Featherfall. Damn it, Connell okay, is I have, Batman. Okay, I have point Batman. playing shots, so I get plus Bring one to attack and damage if he's within 30 feet. Yep. I expect a wrist gauntlet to just have a muscle shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, I got nine on my attack roll. You totally well, miss him. Gone. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we're in a crowded bar. Where does the throwing dagger go? <laughs> in the wall behind him. Okay. Uh, we're still on the, uh, just still on the second level hallway. So we could have killed now. two chickens. So I've got a loaded crossbow. I'm up on the second floor. <laughs> All right, then. So you... He's. You can just see him. Really? You, you would take a minus two to hit because you're having to peek around the uh, <laughs> no top of the stairs. No dex Oh, uh, <laughs> I still have a, a move action shot. I haven't used. Oh, we're okay. So I'm gonna move yeah. in front of him. Well, you'd be. Yeah. All right. You move in front of him. That's your action. Okay. All right. Um, Sorry. Now it's Justin. So. Is he now in the way? Is Tom now in the way? If I start? he's standing be in front of him, if you miss, you could potentially hit him because you're firing "quote unquote" into melee. It's okay, keep yes. doing it. I don't With care. a minus four oh. to hit, he gives me the so the now up. it's a minus six to hit. Just so you know. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at a twenty or whatever. Do it. Uh, no, it's a seven. All right. So I um, rolled a minus six that turns into a one. You hit Tom. It's not a natural one. No, it's not, <laughs> it's a, not natural a natural fumble. one. It's not it's, a natural one. It was a fumble. seven minus six. You still hit him, though. Yeah, you still it's hit Tom. not high okay. enough. To okay, with the... Well, uh, take? Who, wait, well, it was with the crossbow cold nonsense. All right, so crossbow deals, what, 1d6? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I don't know where it was. Uh, I think it's 1d6. Yeah, yeah, yeah 1d6. Five. All right, Tom, how much damage do you take? Oh, yeah. yeah. We are the greatest heroes. Actually, wait a second. Tom, what's your AC? <laughs> Oh, uh, my AC is 19. Okay. To, to be fair, Mike, we're only first level. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, you still hit him. Let's say it deals, I don't know, 
minimum damage. So let's say uh, you one. you you hit Tom for a one. Just ping, ping ow. Ow, cold. Dude, All right. Uh, okay, and then Dude, I spend the rest the of my turns, the, the 30 feet <laughs> ahead and um, so okay. I don't really so you I, I run till I can see him. Okay. Point down the hallway. Fazare! Magic, Magic missile. Okay, how much damage you do? <laughs> Five. His sword kills my chicken, and then his crossbow hits me. <laughs> this assassin just can't get you. How am I the only effective person here? Alright. All right. <laughs> I hit him three so times. As you hit him no, with twice. Magic missile, he's still in pain. He's like, alright. He kind of stops. Targets the halfling now. Points his hand out. You see two rings oh, on his crap. hand, kind of like me. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like you, one ring on his ind- uh, sir, one ring on his ring finger, one ring on his middle finger. Yep. You see him just kind of start to concentrate. Oh. You start to see a huge fireball rush towards you, <laughs> and that's where we end this. <laughs> All right. So that, what will happen to my obviously hijacked plot here on? Pathfinder Nightmare Lake. Um, what will happen to these guys? Well, I guess we there's rush. no lake. Where's I guess the lake? We're gonna have to find out what happens next. So, uh, well, until next time, we have been. My name is Connell Macbeth, the AKA Doctor Holocaust. <laughs> Big Mike. <laughs> I did nothing. And I'm down one chicken. <laughs> and I'm Derek the Bard. I'm Justin Eacock. I think we're all going to die next week. <laughs> all right, then. And I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, it's finger-looking good chicken time. <laughs> these warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Welcome back to These Warriors Are Terrible. I'm your game master, Mike the Birdman Dodd. And tonight, we are continuing our Pathfinder adventure called Nightmare Lake. My players have completely hijacked my plot, which means I gotta think on my feet. That's okay, that's what I do. Tonight's episode is being dedicated to <laughs> the memory of Dennis Bernard. May you rest in peace for the father of AJ Bernard, a former Twig intern. I know you will get through this difficult time. So tonight's yeah. adventure of idiocy, massive damage, and killer chickens. Yeah, no, killed chickens. My players of... <laughs> My name is Connell Macbeth, better known as Dr. Holocaust. Justin Eacock, the biggest threat in this group. <laughs> Big Mike, the most musical non-threat in this group. Tom, he is an evil genius white and I miss my chicken. <laughs> Derek the Bard, world's most annoying sorcerer! Alright, so when we last left off, Silvercloak was trying to escape to catch his prey. Evidently, the elven ambassador who might potentially know something as to what's going on. But if she he, ends up being he a, the is, bad person, I'm going to be so pissed off. He for the has had part. enough of these insolent fools standing in his way. Oh, peace. Reginald was a majestic <laughs> rooster. <laughs> so he stands there, points his magic rings at the group now that he has stopped for, by stepping on a caltrop. Evidently, his Yay. fatal Achilles heel was stepping on a tack. So, His actual heel. So now he's Got deciding to launch. Batman. He has a ring which launches fireballs. Okay, now I'm like on the far end of the. Yes! I'm, I'm, we may actually he, survive. I'm behind you. Yeah. I have a silver oh. mirror. I can use it to reflect the fireballs. <laughs> right. I have a really high reflex. Oh, hey, look, it's my holy symbol. <laughs> how, much, how many hit points do you guys have? I have 17. <laughs> I've got Eight. 10. Uh, I'm on the other side of him, though, right? Eight. Yeah. Um, 
And is eight is he going to burn the crowd too? It's well, he's still on the second floor. Yeah, there's oh. the there's the first hallway for the for okay. the second floor things, and then there's a stairway that goes well, up to a third so floor where when, the oil Which suites. direction is he firing the fireball in? Is he firing it towards, towards them? Oh, so he's firing it towards the down the stairs. So no, Justin and I are fine. No, he's he's firing it no, back towards he's us. He's already which passed. Is, oh, yeah. he's already passed everyone. He's he turned around us. after <laughs> stepping on the caltrops and is now shooting at all five of us who are lined up like a no, planetary four of us! He's still on stage! That's I'm true. on the other side. How many health points I'm do you have in front of him? 17. So eight. it's just three of you. I have 8 HP. Uh, are you serious? And you I'm lost that's with your you lost yeah. your full constitution? Uh, yeah, I have, I have 10 and I'm bleeding two each round. Yeah, I, right, had, I had 18, but one. I've been bleeding this whole time. Alright, so what happens? One go, he launches guys. the fireball. You guys both die. In essence. <gasps> what? I don't get a reflex save? I guess a fire, fireball? Not with what he rolled. Okay, roll it. If you if you think yes. you can do it. I got a reflex save. Hang on, hang reflex. on. Reflex. What if... No, hold on. I hang on. What if, what if, since my friends have taken so long, I use one of my abilities? You still can't see them. It doesn't matter. It's magic. It's music. And they just have to hear it. Because I have... Let's see here. Where is it? Days. No, wait, no, that wouldn't work. What? Um, screw it, where is Damn it? Damn it, Mike, play the touch! I, <laughs> I need the core book. I need to see my abilities, because I know there's one where I can boost things. So if my friends are in trouble, I can boost their roles the so they can song. get the hell out of there. Really is. All right. When all hell's breaking loose, you will stay. Hey, hey, on the bar. Shush, 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 shush. On the bar. Now then. No, I'm the bard. It's in my name. Yes, I know, but I'm the bard right now, so shush. Fine. Thank you. There's only one magic heel stick. I think they're gonna use it on you. Um, Poof! See, my thought was if you're dead as <laughs> well, you roll? I'm going to resurrect 20? you because you heal I roll, and heal okay. myself. I rolled a natural fucking 20 just now okay, that to dodge a fireball. Okay. Nice! Okay. Okay. Batman cloak. What happens? <laughs> Do I dodge him one of the rooms? <laughs> yeah, basically what happens... <laughs> Into room number three where the fucking's going on. Yeah, so... What's up on the third floor? <laughs> no, so, there's one in this room too. So what happens is you see the fireball come at you, immediately you throw yourself against the door, Door splinters. Fireball goes rolling past you. Oh my God. Reflex save. Uh, yeah. No, you're no, a rogue, I right? Don't. Do you have that ability? I that do not have no such an ability. <laughs> that was that's 3.5 only. Oh. Um, natural 20 as well. But I can no. One? I can. I, can I roll the natural. Guys, I I'm dodging the fireball and roll another natural one. Okay. Oh. We have a resurrection <laughs> stick for this. If it isn't incinerated. Uh. I, I put my one finger up into the air to say something important, and... Basically, you are reduced to a skeleton. Oh. Just... <laughs> what about the other two people that are with us? Tell me here? the stick. Uh, so what about the halfling standing immediately behind my tower? He's standing next to me. Yeah, yep. like, he, he was standing next to me. He's behind, he's behind the tower shield. Okay. Tom, no. Uh, reflex. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> uh, 12. Uh, hey, you man. take... Oh, let me see. Let me add this up. <laughs> um, hold on. I just gotta anything under seventeen. He's okay. Yeah, Basically, the, uh, sixteen yeah. damage. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's fine. The healing wand is a branch of life. Yeah, no, it should I, be fine. It should be fine. Yeah, I'm going to pull it off your body, heal myself, not, and resurrect him. It's not a flammable him. piece of wood at all. It is, uh, it is a magical item. Though. Rounds, mm -hmm. yeah. It so is a magical item. It may, may not be like something. Yeah. Yeah. No. Tom, I don't have inspired confidence yet. What's that? Did you roll? I thought I was on the other side. Oh yeah, you're behind him. 
Behind who? Oh, he er, he parried around in front of Silver Cloak, which seemed stupid at the time. You know what? There's no point in me talking. I just turned into a skeleton. Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. All oh. right, keep the headphones on, Justin. <laughs> You're gonna be back soon. I'll be yep. back soon. All right, so oh, man. Tom, it is now your go. Let him go. Let him go. <sighs> Can't even say that. It's metagaming. Let him go. Grapple him. Let him go! <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. Even if he gets away, I still saved a noble. <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> I fought the greatest assassin in the world. Okay. I'm Is this hour three? Hit him hour three? Yeah. I've hit him twice for seven damage. That's 14. Does he look in any way like he's been hindered by this? Like, does this... He's got a few cuts and scrapes yeah. on and him. And it lo- burn across. Him right and now. then some, like, parts of his armor, are they definitely look like they've been damaged by acid. But he doesn't look he like he's... He looks fairly healthy still. All right. Oh. Let him go, too. I've been petuous, though. <laughs> let it go. Oh, God. You're neutral. Here's you the problem, just though. bow and let him go. Here's the problem, though. You can't run down the way that he was attempting to go because that part of the hallway is covered in my caltrops. Yeah. So you can pull a me and jump into a room. <laughs> also, did you survive? Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. you don't know yet. I, I was behind a shield. Yeah, no, I just dove into a yeah, room and the fireball you went are <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I'm going to use a shield okay. on myself, this basically. Guy. Everything, everything Mike, tastes like I'm going to use it to play like I was never hurt it, to begin with. Everything got real okay, dry, so, you guys. So you're using his magic stick? Uh, yeah, basically, um, Gelvar's still behind his shield. He's very, very badly burned. Water. Uses his Nothing one hot. good claw to rummage around in his pocket, tap himself with the heel wand. Can I make a sunder? <laughs> ten hit points. Can I make a sunder attack to cut the rings off of his fingers? Yeah, you roll me. That's a combat maneuver. So roll that okay. against his. So I'm drawing out the ghost dagger. All right. Uh, what am I rolling here? Just the CMB. Yep. Plus a base attack roll. Do can I add my um nope. weapon focus? Just your CMB <gasps> because you're doing something very specific. It's gonna kill us later. It's gonna come back and kill all of us. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna kill our families. He rolled a one. <laughs> you never attempt, before have I you seen somebody once rolled. Finger. You attempt to cut off his his fingers, which he has aimed down. He looks at you. Basically, you whiff right past him, right in your face. Oh! Walk away now. Take it. Take it. I, <laughs> chaotic neutral, not chaotic stupid. Take it. <laughs> no, I, what are you I'm here actually, to do? I'm actually terrified now, and I'm walking away. <laughs> he has. He's like, answer me or you die. What are you doing here, and who are you? Glad I'm not there to answer that question. You have to <laughs> count as three. Isn't he deaf? <laughs> my my name's Joe. What? What? He has to threaten you for badassness sake. Doesn't mean he can't read lips. Uh, no. see, no, that's you're, true. You're, 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 I can't help you with that. <laughs> yeah, Tom, you're my, on name your own. <laughs> my name is Nash. I was hired here by the king to investigate, and then blah, 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 blah. blah. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Role play this one. Prepare to die. This will decide whether you live or die. Oh, I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> you can literally say that. My chicken. Just yeah, that's died. that's what I, I said. Like we're a lot of okay. 
um, the king's having the king's having weird dreams. Someone's controlling them. <laughs> I don't know. Please don't kill me. Hey. The king looks different every day or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's doing the blues. There's some problem with his eyes. <laughs> is, is that what you're going to go with? Yes. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh. Take 11 damage. From what? Fireball to the face. <laughs> it was a very what? small fireball. <laughs> I did what he asked. Hey, hey Vermin, is he leaving I answered now? your yeah. question. Okay, as he leaves... <laughs> 11 damage, you said? Yep. Okay, I'm down to 14. Now, here's leaves. the thing, though. Um, as this assassin guy is leaving, he is A, limping, B, he's kind of got a bunch of bumps and, scru- and bruises on him, and C, the person who he was attempting to kill is standing by a bunch and of guards. D, oh, and his, his, his hair. His hair blazes with light, like a fucking neon sign. Not only is he super down, easy to spot, he's also not moving very fast. Play? I didn't do anything the last hour. <laughs> and the person he was trying to kill is right there with a bunch of guards. <laughs> As he comes down the stairwell, right there. as he comes down the stairwell, all I just is like, I'm just playing like, huh, there's a guy from the dock. <laughs> I don't know. You're the only one um, acting like a professional hey, here. And um, he's covered in cuts I, and bruises. I stand <laughs> up from behind the shield, odd. essentially look almost looking like I'm fully healed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and intimidate Check. He's what? Gone. He's gone. Uh, to make him not kill her. Uh, well, he's I don't know if I don't like. Okay, even yeah, with his gone. like fantastic majesty, there's like how many guards right now in okay. the lobby? Well, um, yeah, hang on, hang on. Derek, fix him first. Dead. Fine. Uh, make sure that these guys can see him do it. Stands up. Fine. Pokes him with the stick. Okay, so what you in do in the crotch All right, or so remains you, thereof. All right, you touch the skeleton with the branch of life. You see his skin start. Skin and muscles start to rapidly rebuild. He looks dead for a second, then <gasps> it will um, take you five rounds to do anything. Oh, um, Mike, can I draw something on him while oh, he's resurrected? Right. No, <laughs> okay. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm taking this stick. You could keep the sword. Well, no, hold on, hold on. The way Mike described it, you said you stuck the stick where my crotch was, yeah. and then a rapidly skin filled everywhere. So where's the stick? I pulled the I pulled the stick back. Best off. Oh. touches. All right, yeah. well, good, good reflex check. No. Oh. <laughs> so I have a dex of sixteen. So yeah. As you I'm touch the body, sure this magic you feel part of the energy of life kind of drain out of it. Flesh when you use it to but you know it'll be someone. back in a day. I tuck the oh. stick into my belt. He can keep my sword. Oh. I am going to now proceed. Crisply downwards towards my companions. Cal- Watch out for the Caltrops. Can I have the stats? Obviously, um, can I have the stats for that? So you're going to take time to move around the Caltrops? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to wave my hand and remove the Caltrops with the mage hand. Uh, either with a little sprinkling of acid just to melt them with a flourish, or chuck a fucking magic missile just to disrupt them. Do you not have mage hand or anything? I do. Uh, oh, Peter. doesn't work then. Um, okay, roll an attack roll you're against him. You're gonna them. melt a hole in the floor if you. Um, Mike, I still have a couple of magic missiles left. Okay. Fuck it. I just throw. He just throws a burst of light, and the caltrips scatter off to the yeah, side. Yeah, you hit most of them. It will. You yeah, still yeah. have to um, take time going through them. That's now. fine. I just want to look majestic as I come down. <sighs> the best so then, use of your time. So since. Since everyone else is upstairs trying to take care of each other, I'm the only one who sees what happens in Maybe, the lobby. Yeah, you see the assassin walk down the stairs. Yeah. He sees you. He sees the room full of people. Sees what? all the guards <laughs> standing by the woman. Yeah. 
Justin, that's your new sword. Just vanishes. Teleports. That's nifty. So, as I wrap up, I'm like, all right, you've been a wonderful audience. Please, please leave your coins in the sack at the front. Thank you, and good night. All right. I will be seeing you, and you are all beautiful people going upstairs. I make my way down to the lobby. All right. So, I'm just coming up like, You make your way down? Oh, sorry. I'm steadily. I can hear again. Yeah, you can hear again. I'm steadily losing blood. Yeah, so you can cast heal in the next hour, but he won't make it. Oh. uh, where's my... Excuse me. Can uh, I see so that do I, sword do I, for a moment? Do I see... Uh, I don't remember Tom's character. Uh, when Tom uh, Tom kind of gives me the sword, I snatch Nash. the holy symbol off of it, drop it into his hands... The, the holy symbol? And give the sword oh. back to Tom. Oh, hey, great. Thanks. Hey, you found it. <laughs> uh, so where are this you in, rel- in relation uh, to me? I'm in the hallway with You're you You're in the hallway with I'm me? Making, it's I'm a game for so switching lobby. things so like, around. Oh, great. Uh, cure light wounds. <laughs> All right. So you cure light wounds, the bleeding <laughs> damage stops. How much is that? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I think it's 1D. Anyway. I think it's 1D10 <laughs> or 1D6. Oh, do big not difference. ask. All right, fine. So, guys, you see me come up the stairwell. I'm looking pleased as hell. I'm like, so... That went well. How'd you guys do? 1d8 plus your caster level. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to say a word, but you'll be able to tell my expression. I just fought the greatest assassin in the world, and I survived. Oh. I I have... I didn't... I have murderous rage on what you can see is left of my face. I think I learned my lesson. (sighs) His hands shift back into hands. The woman, the elven woman. Yeah, listen, we gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can immediately the, make my way to her now. Off them with uh, a goes, now that I'm healed. Are you okay? Yes. Are you okay? <sighs> Thanks to you, yes. I'm doing good. Thank you. My name is I'm doing Sven. Fine. Um, I was just doing a quick perimeter check. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, there we go. Do you know who that person yeah. was? What happened to you? That was the silver cloak. <laughs> yes. Do you have any idea why he was trying to kill you? <laughs> Well, because of you guys, actually. I'm sorry, and you're welcome. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm the one who's supposed to guide you to the lake. Oh, well, that's good Then the person he was attempting to interrogate didn't know why we're here. <laughs> oh, you're the court battle magician. Yes, I was recalled from the front lines. Here, here's it, his blood. Does anyone have any, like, aloe vera? And you're welcome. <laughs> Anyone have any like? I got it like a wicked sunburn now. I really. Pressed digitation. His clothes just feel a little bit nicer. Uh, yeah, I was about to say you, you feel I, better. I got the cold sword now. <laughs> like yes, pressing it on my skin. <laughs> I would also mention you feel slight disappointment from your god. It's a, it's a feeling of. You failed me. It's like you just, just, just a disappointed no. Just a, just a head shake. <laughs> the chaotic people did better in the fight than you. <laughs> I, I did better in the fight, but he got the it. only kill. Oh, actually, can I chicken. Not true. <laughs> blood for the blood god, indeed. <laughs> can I, can I have my crossbow back? <laughs> oh yeah. I dropped that. <laughs> I, it, uh, there you go, and it's like loaded you. again for some reason. Oh sweet, thank you. Holsters <laughs> okay. out on his back. I'm gonna need some money to buy some. Oh yeah, I gotta go collect my fishnet. I'm gonna go get that. <laughs> I'm I'm going to hand you your fold, sword fold and just say, up. "Yours." Uh, I'm it's I'm getting kind of hungry. What's that smell? 
I have no idea what happened. Oh, now that you mention it, actually, we haven't eaten in a while. Barkeep, bring us some food. I, 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 I'll pay. I'll pay for the group. <laughs> You're <laughs> damn right that Birdman. you will. Oh, like, Birdman, how much money did I get? A uh, oh hundred gold pieces. Oh yes. I'll pay for the group. Oh, he's got it. Uh, Sarah, like, actually, oh, I think we're under the king's tab tonight. The yeah. battle mage looks at you all and goes, I didn't want to do this because I did want to spend some time talking with you guys first, but considering how aggressive Silvercloak was to come and find me, and considering he just walked right in, like you all to stand beside me, please. Can, can we rest somewhere for the night? Uh, yes. I think we yeah. should, yeah, do it. Let's just all. I just died. Can I, like, have a moment? She's like, <laughs> silence and listen to me. Oh. Stand Nat here now. Sir Corgus! Corgus Maximus, right here! Your dog walks in the front door. Okay, yep. I'm going to hey, pull chicken? my dagger out of the wall and then go over to her. <laughs> all right. <laughs> she snaps her fingers. Tom walks up. He's just like, "Here's your sword." He's like, oh, hey, what are you doing with my sword? And what's that smell? I'm hungry. <laughs> Where's she, your chicken? She snaps her fingers. You guys feel this unbelievable sense of cold. A second later, you reappear inside of a castle. Brisk. Is this Markwood? No, this okay. is the castle no, where. Not we're going to rest for the night. We huh. do have magical wards here. Oh, good. Oh, that's that's good. But I just, everybody, just take a breath. Thank relax. You. you are safe within these walls. Why? Nothing happened to me. Tomorrow, <laughs> we will set out towards Mirkwood and finally deal with the problem at, at hand. Milady, if I may ask you but one indulgence. Okay. Your name. Thera. Thera, it is a pleasure to meet you. Do you have a courtyard? Corgus Maximus needs to go walkies. As as the night goes on, I start getting everyone's story about what happened, and just partway when all the she looks very when all of the details click die. in my head. She looks very unimpressed with you. I'm not. I'm just not ready to, to talk about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I do something like I wrong? I thought we were in the process of fighting the greatest assassin you, in the world. <laughs> She's very annoyed with this. No, she just I'm wants very just silent, to go to sleep. Than Her life is just threatened. She's like, all right, everybody just shut up. She casts sleep on you. You do not get a saving throw. You're going to fucking sleep. <laughs> Good night. Short all right. Time. She's like, everybody, go uh, to bed. We will right. wake up early, feast, and I'll tell you what the hell's going on. I'm sensing tension. I don't in this get group. To, to roll to be smarmy and charming. <laughs> All right. So just in the middle of the night, you just see the dwarf just like doing, wait, if he did this and he did this, where's the chicken? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now the bard's the only one who puts it all together. All right. So what happens during the night? You guys all sleep fairly soundly. (laughs) You sleep exceptionally soundly. It's almost like when I cast sleep on myself for those nights Uh, of insomnia. give me a will save. Okay, I'm not using this d20 anymore. I got a nine. I got a seven. Natural one. They got natural. You got a one? Yeah, natural one. Okay, so. This is a game science What happens, Tom, you are racked by horrible, horrible nightmares. You, what you see (laughs) is you see a room with three very powerful looking witches and hags. You just see this giant altar. You see two women strapped to this altar. They are covered in cuts and bruises and some obvious knife wounds. And you just see this huge pit of fire open up behind the altar. You see what what you know as a pit fiend. 
and another thing come up from behind it, kind of seductively touch the pit fiend from behind. And this woman steps out with huge horns, these devil wings on on her shoulders. Yeah, and just wh- yeah, basically she whispers, "Soon, bring me chicken." You wake up in a fucking screaming fit, like you throw off the covers. You actually deal yourself one d four points of damage. You are that scared, like it hurts. You wake up violently. So I have to roll four, or are you rolling? Four? I will roll four and see what happens. Both, Two points of damage. Both me and Mike rolled a natural 20. All right. You do not have any um, nightmares. Sweet. However, uh, top. you do have a dream. <laughs> oh, sweet. You, um... Do you have a dream? Oh, yeah. Well, you both have the same dream. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. So thank what you. happens is you guys see um, an altar... You see two women dressed in white. Sweet. They they're very beautiful. You very you see the the king's royal uh, symbol on them. One looks older than the other. Basically, it's like a a mother and daughter. And you mm. just hear the whisper, "Help us!" And mm. they're like Mirkwood. You see a huge. You see a vision of a lake. You see this mansion that's crumbling, and you see a door that they're like here. And the door is hidden underneath a huge tree stump. Huh. It basically, it, it's like a tree. It's on its side. You'd have to clear the debris to find it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They totally uh, cleared the evil. Okay, out. here's here's what I'd like to add. Then okay, um, I actually did buy chalk. So did where I. are we sleeping? Like, is there stone around where we're sleeping? Yes. The second I wake, I immediately sketch out what the stump looks like with my chalk. Okay. Justin, you're going to do a chalk nine. outline over, yeah. of where you, you were sleeping. You see <laughs> half of what he sees. Basically, all you see is the pit fiend and the succubus, but you don't see the women. They're obscured. Chicken. You just see a mist <laughs> where they're supposed to be. It smells like chicken, though. All right. It smells yeah. like chicken. Yeah. Same thing with me with the chalk, except I draw the women, because that's where my priorities are. All right, then. And I'm under a magically enforced slumber. <laughs> <laughs> so we wake up the next morning. You Ooh. wake up the next morning. Oh. Tom is the first to awake. Okay. What are you going to do? Um... You had a Gabriel Since we had uh, eight hours of sleep, do we heal back a little bit of health? Yes, basically, through the wonders of magic, everyone is restored to full hit points. Except for you, who just took a bunch of damage. Except me! I didn't lose room. any! Yeah, Tom, you take two still. Okay. Just because so. you b- woke up, bashed your head, and you didn't go back to sleep. Okay. But, but you are rested enough, you will not take fatigue during the day. Okay. Okay. We slept in it so, overnight. And our game saved. So somehow I heal back all my damage except the two. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys wake up and you emerge from your slumbers. You come out into the, uh, what would be the throne room. Everybody's looking really, really worried. Some of them are actually crying. So did you tell us uh, about our I'd dream? like to take out my buy. steel mirror, which I actually did buy. I want to try to get and the... I want to look yeah. at my face, because it was horribly burned yesterday. It's healed. Okay. Um, but your face still feels kind of hot. It feels like a sunburn. Uh, what about my beard? Because I was a skeleton yesterday. Oh, yeah. You look the same as you did oh, before. That's, that's um, you were resurrected. I'm yeah. going to immediately try to go find Thera, and then bring her back to our chalk drawing. She's actually <laughs> in the room. She's like, guys, just please come with me. Got it. Oh, All right, so dear. you guys come with her. Happened. You come into, you go through a couple antechambers. You go down a couple long hallways. Thera is so dreamy. She gives me the honey glow something. <laughs> you guys come to the um, the king's bedroom. Oh yeah, we do. And, uh, 
And what happens is she, like... You know what? Just as he goes in and he just sees where we go, uh, uh, Kyle's character is like, not now. No. <laughs> no, no. Later. That mm. comes later. So yeah. what happens is Sarah opens the door. This is what happened this morning. Mm-hmm. And you just see the king just cowering in the corner, covering his face. There is blood running down his face. He's clawed out his own eyes during the night. Eww. I mean, hang on, hang on. I can oh, cure this. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I just oh, go and I look at the cleric and I'm like, uh, cure light wounds. Cure level no, one. No, 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 man. No, no, holy boy. What the fuck? Yeah. He uh, goes, and that's not all. Oh, God. Oh, there's more. Oh, what else did he claw out? Who do you notice who is in here? I've never been, uh, to, this. I've never been to this place, Wait, so you, we wouldn't know. Ben? The seer? Yeah. The you? queen. Didn't know there was. Uh, oh, oh, the king queen. and queen, right? Queen. Yeah. I, I did mention that. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. The dream, the royal seal. Put it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so there, was, there were two girls though. With the there were two girls with the royal seal. So gonna mention those. Uh, Sven mentions that there were like he had he had a dream. I'm assuming that was shared by some of these other people. That there was two women wearing the royal seal, and he'll describe them. Yeah. Does one of them fit the description of the queen? The queen and the princess. The queen and the princess. Okay. Are gone. So oh, there's a princess. Uh, so. <laughs> She's like 12, but still. Oh, ah. damn it. Never mind. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait a while. Okay, I'm out this of here. This seems like the kind of action <laughs> well, done, of a, I quit. <laughs> some kind of nightmare or night hag or something. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> uh, so he, right um, <laughs> Galvar turns to Thera. Uh, look, I know we haven't gotten along, but ha- has the king made enemies of any kind of odd dark forces? I mean, I, I realize there's a nexus at Mirkwood, but uh, trying to figure out what exactly might be using it at this point. Yeah, Bourbon, relay all the contents. Okay, so, all right. Tell her all yeah, so you tell her everything. Thera's like, well, after having, I'm presumably, the same dream everybody here had, <laughs> I do recognize the three women who are the the witches, whatever they are. Oh. oh God. They were... With my 19 knowledge in religion, would I know if they're worshipping anything horrible? You know they're worshipping some god that's likely been forgotten and oh, likely for good God. reason. Damn it. Um, That's never good. The women, the Theragos, these women were my battle mage sisters a long time ago. Ooh. Um, when we went to Mirkwood, but some like of us came out different than before. Oh. She's an um, elf. Oh, the, the, they, witches. They, the witches were battle They mates. went away on a sabbatical to try and cleanse themselves of it. We just said good luck, gave them whatever supplies they needed, and said they, said they would be back within a year's time. They went back to their elven communities and were the communities disappeared. We haven't heard from them since. Okay, now, um, the queen and the princess, are they human? Yes. Okay, and so now we know that the witches, though, are elves. Yeah. Okay. And Or were elves. Were elves, were also the ex-battle maidens of uh, Thera. And the court magician. I'm guessing, I'm, well, I know they want, revenge there's a reason why i'm here there's a reason why all of you are here mm. well i'm not wait honestly i've already died are you sure about that reason <laughs> no I'm, i think someone I'm made out a of mistake here. yeah no uh, i i can't do this i have not been afraid of anything my entire life until last night and then this morning i if you're if you want me to stay here you're gonna have to offer me more than a couple of little magic trinkets this isn't worth it to me I lost my chicken. He's I, mad about his chicken. You lost your chicken? I just... <laughs> How? What happened? 
him. I just, I grabbed his shoulder. No, 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 no. Look, I know that we haven't been together long, and I know that we don't know each other very well. But something dark is happening here, and it's obviously something powerful enough. It's not my problem. To attack? Yes, it is. It's all of our problems because we're here. And it's not just because we're a bunch of wandering whatevers. It's because we're actually physically here. Can somebody please shut this guy up? Now, now, <laughs> no, no, I think he's making hold a good no, point. No, no, I'm making a point that whatever your reasons for wanting to fight something or not fight something, we are now in a place that is being besieged by evil, one where we're probably not likely to be able to get out of in a hurry. If they did this to the king and they all sent nightmares to all of us... They know that we're here. Thus, it is somewhat yeah. imperative to our survival that we make sure that these people stop living very, very vociferously. Birdman? Yeah, that sounds like good judgment I can get behind. Thera also mentioned that we're all here for a reason. I start using my ability, mm -hmm. Inspire Courage. Okay. Just strumming on my guitar. Qu uh, quick question, though. Yes, um, Thera mentioned that we're all still here for a reason. Uh, I, I did touch of glory goes, during your pep speech <laughs> to give you a plus to your charisma. Sven, Thank you. Sven um, asks about that. Sven, uh, Thera goes, yeah, you're all here for a reason. Uh, do you know what that reason is? Follow me. Okay. She brings you down you to... You knew the whole time! All right. Things have to happen <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. She says. Way to bury the headline. <laughs> um, so what happens is she brings you... Night. She comes down... She brings you down to the library... Hmm. And she shows you a series of scrolls. All your lives have been foretold. I should have seen this last night before she I went to bed. She then says, I was supposed to die last night. I did. Things have now changed. I took your place. <laughs> Maybe, actually. But blood was supposed to be spilled last night. Oh. And it was supposed to be me. Oh. Which means now... We could have just let her die and then used the stick oh. on her. <laughs> Now what is now what has happened? The people, the people at home can't see the pose. Connell's doing. He's bent one arm behind the back of his head. He's just like, yeah, look at this shit. He's just pointing at himself. <laughs> I'm doing like a doing like one of those. You know, okay. If, if there's anybody that's watched it, what's that called? The regular show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where whenever that blue jay and the Mordecai little raccoon, or whatever, right? whenever they like do something, they go oh, and they just wave their hands in the air and then like walk out of the room doing that. I'm doing a very light so version of I that. I'm actually curiously reading my scroll. What does it say? It says, um, you are destined for great things, cool. but there will be a great tragedy. Aw. And car. it says, since, since things have happened, everything up until this conversation literally is blank now. Oh. Okay, so there's nothing beyond this Wait, point. Nothing beyond okay, this course I'm of looking destiny. at mine. Well, no, it's just, I need to look at mine. It right was only foretold till now. your life and... Um, what Reginald's happens, life. And Reginald's life, surprisingly. Good pedigree for a chicken. It was a good friend to you, and it would actually have meant something had he survived. There was a reason for it. What? The chicken would have been possessed. Um, Mike, I gotta check mine. If only to know if this copper dragon everybody's telling, talking about was great, 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 granddad. Yes. Huh. Oh. The faux hammer... Was the one that slayed an ancestor of yours. Does it say why? He thought it would be playful and fun to start manipulating people's lives. Oh, well, that makes sense. People. <laughs> well, people. That's what that, that's people <laughs> upset about this. Basically, people took offense to that. 
and mounted an army against him. This actually makes sense, though. Oh. Good because if you're foretelling somebody's existence, you can only tell it up until the point in which they stumble across your foretelling. Um, if there was anything beyond these scrolls, beyond this exact moment, then... We're influenced now. Yeah, is it like observing them would actually change the outcome. Yeah. Um, it's what you call a self-destructive paradox, so we, c yeah. we actually can't... Mm, like, it makes perfect sense um, that they end here. What you're saying is there are other scrolls somewhere else killed that the same one that the king point. screwed Maybe. over in some deal? <laughs> no. Maybe? All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> they hid the part Plus, two somewhere else. I ain't else. got no patience for your magic ways and your spatial paradoxes. Where do we go and how do I kill it? Well, we have to make our way to Mirkwood, but my magic stops working when I get into the forest. Ma Good, we'll leave you outside. Wait, Ma just your magic, though. May just I? mine. All right, then. What? what? That's just very you? strange. Alrighty. She goes, I don't know. Whenever I go through that wood, something happens, but I have to go. That might be because they were your battle maidens? Uh, so they, they might have, yeah, they might yes, have a connection with you. Um, hey, can I read my scroll? Like? If you want. Yeah. Can I keep it? No. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> and carrots. Can I use? <laughs> You're not gonna like what you find here. It's just my past, isn't it? Yours is a little. Yours is a little different. Oh, that owl was right. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a read. You are destined to betray one of your own. You will have no choice in this. I say nothing, and I'm gonna use my sleight of hand. <laughs> you do nothing. You are nothing. No. <laughs> It's like you see him finish rolling it up, and he rolls it up, and then like after he finishes reading, he rolls it up, and just like, <clears throat> like starts, starts trying to shove it in one of his something sleeves. interesting in there. Um, yeah, you all noticed what this. Did yeah. you read? Sven, what did you read in there that was so interesting? <clears throat> Can I sleight of hand and take the scroll out as soon as he? Can I eat it? Roll your sleight of hand. I'll roll mine too. What? You have like ink. Mike, why ah! don't you just use magic hand? That's my third critical failure oh in a row. Um, why am I using yeah. this die? I you rolled, have I rolled sleight of hand to see what was going to happen. I got a 21. I sleight of handed it very well. Alright, Tom basically tries to grab it, rips it at one point. You stop him from further ripping it. Where no one dare go. What Down does it say? Shirt. Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I just stuck it in my well, shirt. Ready. Well, let's read it then. If he's, gra if he's, no, if he's grabbing it from me, do I not see where it's going? No, it's yeah, oh, yeah, you um, know it. I don't think there's anything him. sliding at this point with yeah, three people says, grabbing for us. It's obvious probably, grabbing it now. Like, he probably yeah, saw that, that, me that, that, try that, to grab it because I failed so spectacularly. Oh, yeah, it was pretty obvious. He's like, mine now. He probably thinks I have it and he took it. Yeah. It's a readable assumption. I like that. Is he allowed to keep my scroll? There goes. You don't want to be in possession of that if you go to Merkwood. Eh. <laughs> uh, what does it say that's so interesting? It huh? says that I betray one of you. Oh. Well, oh, well, that's not that bad. Oh, does it? Which one? Can <laughs> oh. I roll and I look? What does it say? It doesn't say who. It doesn't say who. Well, it says you'll betray. Wait, it says you'll betray one of your companions. Wait, it, it says, says your, your future own. on there. It doesn't say our future on any of ours. Eh. Well, that's interesting. Funny little world, then, isn't it? Because that's the only one that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> mm, 
maybe. I'm if a nice we... kind of guy. <laughs> like the what? rest of us, what? we observed our future, and so, or we potentially observed our future, and that yeah. would have affected it. But yours didn't change because it's destined to happen no matter what. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Mike, not even bought. What Mine's if we knock him unconscious for the rest of the adventure? Uh, this moment happens. Uh, Birdman. Yes. The scrolls are magical, I assume. Yes. Um, is there? They rate it a very powerful is magic. Is there a different signature to the magic on his destiny part than on his past part? Yes. Okay, so they're not the same magics. Something very much feels wrong about whatever was on Sven's. You know, uh, I have a suspicion that it may not actually be real. There's a different... Oh, okay, bear with me. Magic mm. has a signature, a feel, a, a, a taste to it. Different kinds of magic, different spells, different casters taste different. Are you saying that somebody may have intentionally put this here to sow yes, discord? that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Are you saying that magic can taste like chicken? <laughs> I think you should shut up about that because it's obviously <laughs> distressing him. The the taste of the magic that you sense off of Sven's scroll, very very bitter fruit. The the destiny part of it mm. is bitter dark, uh, as if tainted magic. Whereas mm. the rest of it is a very different flavor altogether. Very powerful. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the halfling over a bottle mm. of my good stuff. Uh, no, no, thank you. This is <laughs> no, this is actually quite fascinating. Interesting. But, go, Thera says we don't have a lot of time, though. No, we no, do need to keep moving. Obviously, obviously. Well, adventure awaits. All right. So what happens is you guys load up. You guys all have horses, or in this case, your corgi. <clears throat> Could I have a knife? I know Take, this is a terrible time she, to like, ask. Takes what you want from the armory. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which, in fact, all of you take what you need. Can I get a short sword? Is there yep. any kind of armor, Mike, that doesn't impede my spell casting? No. Just leather. Yeah, well, le okay. leather has uh, a really what, low impedance. What does it give me? Uh, plus two to your AC. And oh. it's a 10%. Yeah. And uh, 10% chance of arcane spell failure. Or man, keep going with whatever we're doing. I'm just no, do all I've okay. got is my arcanes. Yeah, just keep it simple, though, so uh, we can keep things moving along. Mike, yeah. could okay. you So what happens short sword? is you guys all leave the castle. You're leaving very early in the morning. By mid-afternoon, you start to enter this forest, and you can just feel the wrong coming off this place. Like, it feels like armies have died here. I, I hate to quote the cleric, but this place when, is cursed. When when we enter, Call I it. just take my guitar out, and I just do a... <laughs> we walk in. Your guitar strings break. Oh... Oh, shit. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no. Well, you just hear a whisper in your ear. You're first. Oh! You hurt Matilda. <laughs> you? Restringing the guitar. Who are, who are you speaking to? They hurt my guitar. They hurt... You also hear they hurt another... my chicken. You hear the another... Of my chicken. I play a guitar. You can't do anything with a chicken except make eggs, which is actually... You hear my friend. Guys, guys. You hear another whisper in your ear. They're already dead. You're welcome. They punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> they punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> and you just get this terrifying vision... Of where you're from with all your family, they are splattered. Not just cut, splattered. Is that for all of us or just him? Just him right now. Okay. Does, is this the is this the voice of the assassin? No, you don't know who it is. Their blood fuels us. Ooh. 
Um, for the first time in your entire adventure, Brock is silent. He's never silent. He's always talking or playing or trying to make fun. He's not now. You guys and continue restrumming my guitar. You continue to emerge into the wood, and just as you get awesome. there, it? it starts to get darker oh. and darker. Awesome. Even the sunlight itself seems muted coming through the canopy of the trees. You just feel the best way to describe it. You all feel slightly ill. The kind where you kind of don't want to get out of bed, but you know you have to anyway. Mm. Just that general unease, and it continues throughout there, the entire. There ride. is a taint in this place. Oh yeah. And you can just, every so often, you'll just catch this whiff of death that makes you want to puke. But just before you do, it stops. So you continue walking through the forest. Holy symbol around my neck now. It's around my neck now. You You actually feel almost a slight disconnect between your God. Basically, like as if there was static. You can hear him, but it's very distorted. There's a veil between us. So what are you guys going to do? You guys are just going to ride on through? Yep. You guys keep riding through the forest. Yeah, I've already died once. What's um, the worst that can happen? Everybody roll me a will save. Okay. Um, Except for Mike. Yeah. Except uh, for Mike. I'm going to use this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you serious? That is four critical failures. Jesus. 17. Dude, Melt dude, the use my down. game science dice. Okay. okay? So, There's no way you can roll four 16? critical ones. You make it. Who rolled above a 15? You make it. Yeah, just roll that. Quickly. And what did uh, Swayton on Connell? Really, really, Can Tom just really re-roll? Like we're just rolling, rolling well. Here, Tom. No, it's, just... it's a good story element. No, he got a one. I'll just roll with it. All right, then. I will do you both separately. Oh, okay, oh. so you hear another whisper in your ear. Everyone you love will die. Well, that's not very many people. But I don't <laughs> want to die. You've already lost, <laughs> <laughs> You've already lost everyone you love. However, as it continues, you can't take any more from me. You hear the voice go, "Everywhere you go, there will be death." And basically, That's pretty um, much my life story. <laughs> nothing different there. Nothing different there. And as you think, there's nothing different there. Roll. You take D6 damage. You effectively had a small heart attack. Oh, is that me too? I, I have to nope. roll it, or you're oh, rolling it. I or? rolled it. You took five damage. Okay. How are we doing for time at this point? We are sitting at 44 minutes. Cool. I still have 15 minutes of playtime. Connell. Oh, no. You just hear this voice in your head. You will betray them. You will, and you don't have a choice. You'll likely kill them all, and you're going to be happy about it. And it just, and it just, I'm going to be so rich. And basically what happens, you see yourself cutting these guys in the most vicious way possible. Oof. Cutting them down. Basically, you take their daggers right through their heart, their neck, everything. And then you see yourself sitting upon a throne of blood and skulls and just everything around you dead. I'm sorry. I have to make a quick quote here. <clears throat> How? On a mountain of skulls, in a castle of pain, I sat on a throne of blood. What was shall be, what is, shall be no more. Now is the season of evil. <laughs> Thank you, Vigo. Everything you're doing is bad. I, I just want you to know this. Channeling energy, channeling positive energy. Right All right, here, all so you positive. cast channel pause. Positive energy, and for a moment, the sun shines yeah. through the canopy, and it actually heals uh, nice. uh, in a in a yeah. Everybody restores back to their full hit points. Okay, 
But as you do that, was as if nothing. It also would harm undead if they're nearby, which is kind of cool. Oh, nice. You hear just this utter howl. Like, it cuts right through every conversation you guys are having. Like, stops it dead. You hear movement in the underbrush. Okay, guys, get it at the ready. Ready, crossbow. (laughs) I put my hand up. You do yeah, so. I'm pulling up my I'm, ghost dagger. Uh, I pull my ha- I I put my hand up. I'm like, and I just point to the guitar. You guys see three wolves emerge from the darkness. Please. You see a huge dire wolf, and this thing looks like it's half dead, but still standing at it. Like it looks rotted in a way, almost so like a zombie. A dire zombie wolf. Um. Okay. And all you just hear is just this cackling woman's laughter. And you just hear it say, your blood will now stain the ground. Uh, do the wolves also look wrong? No, three of them. Positive they, energy again they, on the wolf. They look really just I need to almost rabid the exact would be the best way to describe energy. them. Um, Mike, as the dire wolf comes out, mm-hmm. um, Galvar flips his head. No, never mind. I'm not. I only get it used once per day. Never mind. Would you going to turn your hat around and then throw your pokeball? No, I was going <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, more or less. I was going to try and do command on Dan. I on choose them. you, dire zombie wolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we going to roll initiative then? Yep, roll initiative. I'm just going to roll once for the group for my bad guys. Oh, nice. Ooh, 18 altogether. Okay, so who got our right, highest roll, please? 21. All right, Mike. Okay. 18. Uh-huh. Next. Oh. Uh, 11. All right, who got I, higher than Derek? I got nine. All right, so Derek, what did you get, Justin? I got a, I got a three. Okay, so Derek. Wow. I got a rock. Derek, Tom, Justin. Everything is cursed. And then the wolves. They rolled two. <laughs> they rolled pathetic. <laughs> We're going to murder them all. All right, then. I mean, again, because they're already dead. Yeah. All right, then. So, Thera tries, basically, she instinctively tries to cast something just because you feel like she panics. Nothing happens. And she's the, literally there paralyzed with fear. Especially of that big dire wolf. Fear not, oh my days. Alright then. So, um, Big Mike, you go first. Okay. Are we ruling that Daze is going to work on these creatures? Uh, let me look them up. If one of them's undead, maybe not. But the other three are they are, are they all looking like undead direwolves? No, wolves? one of them looks. There's the undead direwolf. Yeah, unde- but you're not even sure whether it's undead. But it just looks we really red. It looks really we will fucking ragged. We find out when I throw a spell at it. And uh, then Mike, there's three regular look, wolves. I didn't specify when I took out my dagger that I also took out my shield. Do I? Um, I'll presume they're like just one action. Okay, that yeah. makes sense to me. So. Um, all right, so let me see. Um, I actually wrote this down. I'm gonna say that the wolf would get a will save on that. Okay. So, um, what's the what's uh, the DC on days? Uh, I don't know. Someone else has the book. Don't worry, because it doesn't fucking matter. Because I got a natural one. God bless it. <laughs> all right. Days the wolves. All right. So you days. I'm gonna roll. How many of them? You days. All three. All of them, actually. You got. F- I rolled a d4. That was a four. They are days. Best bard ever. Basically, you Angry cast bard. Best bard ever. You cast days like this huge dazzling display of lights appears in front of all the wolves, and they disappear. Stopped. 
They will be stunned for how many rounds does this last for? I don't know. I haven't gotten the book back yet. Okay, hold on a second. I'll quickly <laughs> look it up. It's like, oh, these wolves are coming out of this bush here. This is looking pretty bad. You just like pick into the air. <laughs> 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 they will be dazed for one round. Gentlemen, please. Okay. All right. Gentlemen. Connell, your go. Um, okay, so Sven's going to move himself between Thera and the wolves. Okay, so you um, stand in front of her. Standing in front of her as a free action. I'm just going to say, like, you know, stay behind me, milady, and then fire the crossbow at one of the wolves. Okay, which one? Do, do you want to aim for one of the three, or do you want to aim for the dire one? Uh, one of the three. Okay, so you aim, I'll just, you pick one. I'm going to say one on the right. Okay, you pick the one on the right, because basically how they're set up is that the dire wolf is in front of them. Oh, the dire wolf's in front. Yeah, the dire wolf's in front, one is flanking on each side, Okay, and there's one behind the dire wolf. Okay, so I thought the dire wolf was in the back. Sorry, I, sorry. If the dire wolf's in the front, I'm going to shoot the dire wolf. Okay, so... Raw, fucking rolled a two. <laughs> Your shot goes wide. <laughs> All right, waste then. of a good roll. Derek, your go. Yeah. Um, well, Galvar flings out his hand at the direwolf, uh, and shouts something in Draconic that sounds somewhere along the lines of "Balamaskimzol." And yeah, translation: Eat a dick pie. Um, <laughs> actually, yes. If anyone th- in this group has any grasp of Draconic, um. He basically said, dead thing, go fuck yourself. Uh, Is that actually what you said? I critted on the touch, on the ranged touch attack for, uh, for disrupt undead. It does a d6 damage to undead. The, you have to confirm that. It's not undead, isn't it? The dire wolf kind of shudders. You can see it kind of start to, like you see more of its skin start to fall off. Uh, shall I make the damage roll? or? Yeah, let's just say you do max damage. To uh, it. it takes 12 damage, then. It takes 12 damage. I uh, Actually, sorry, does it double for the crit? Or? Yes. Okay, it takes 12 damage, then. Okay, so... Yeah, and uh, he throws out his hand, and a bolt of uh, copper light pierces out of it into it. Ooh. All right, then. And uh, his eyes look uh, shift. They look like a dragon's eyes. Cool. Um, <laughs> All right, then. Is it safe? So, sorry, uh, I'm just trying to remember the details here. The dire wolf and the other wolves, do they all look like they're no, rotting undead? Just oh, just the uh, dire one. The, just, the other ones just look rabid oh, they and look pissed rabid. off. Oh, okay. All right. Good to know. All right, Tom, it is now your go. <sighs> you got nice. to play Master Exploder. Okay. Um, what's That's the, the song you have to, to play right now. Right now. Closest to, to you. you they're all about you e- my equal distance <laughs> to you. You could pick your. You could pick your uh, target. About how far? Like about fifteen feet. So I'd have to move and attack unless I throw, and I don't want to throw the ghost dagger because I only have one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have a magic weapon. I'm going to throw it at you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Why did I take a magic dagger when I could have had magic bullets? <laughs> well, um, I can sheath the dagger, pull out an, um, one as a free action and throw it. Yes, you can do that. Okay, so that's what I'll do. Um, it's within 30 feet, so... Yep, so you can hit him. So right, roll me your I get, roll. I get the plus one. Yep, okay. to hit. Yep. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Oh god. I just thought of something. Max damage, nine. Really nine. Bad, okay, just give me a sec here. I'm just calculating. Uh, the wolf ain't looking so good. Basically, what happens, it sticks in to its cheek, detaches part of the jawbone. <laughs> and what was the name of those uh, those bags you throw at people? Tangle bag? Yeah, tangle yeah. Tangle, uh, tangle foot. Tangle foot bag. All right, then. Next down the line is Justin. Oh, hi. So, standing <laughs> in the center of the group in a way that... Um, the channel energy is a 30-foot radius. Yes. Uh, but if the dire wolf is up front and the wolves are behind it still, yeah. um, and the wolves are alive, mm -hmm. they'll get healed if they're within radius. So, you know, eyeballing it out, I want to stand so that the dire wolf is in the range, my allies are in the range, but the wolves aren't. Well, at the same time, it may do something with the wolves um, as well, than just heal them. Yeah, I don't want to heal. I mean, the one just lost its jawbone. Just leave it like that. I thought he was throwing, oh, I thought he was throwing it at the dire wolf. Did he hit no. the dire wolf? He hit a wolf. No, just, you you hit the the dire wolf because oh, okay. you rolled so well. So I kind of because it's just within the center of the group. Then I mean, thirty yep. feet is pretty big range. So you know, again with the holy symbol, if I haven't drawn my sword yet, I start speaking in celestial. So like, and it's uh, oh, I don't have to roll because it's a d six. It, it it's just a channel energy, uh, and uh, oh, it's only two. So you're so aiming two, to not hit the dire it wolf. Will, it will heal everyone who's alive is healed too. Everyone who's undead is damaged too. And that's it. It's just positive energy begins to just sort of damage. fill the area. Yeah, the dire wolf uh, is takes anyone damage. actually damaged? Uh, nope. No. So you gain that's temporary fine. hit points. You get two temporary hit points. Yeah, two awesome. Temporary hit points. And I, I mean, that's, so right, I got four more of those. So yeah. So what happens well, is when you cast, I'm not going to waste them here. But do you have mm -hmm. turn undead, or is that no longer a thing? It's, it's not a level one thing. Okay. It's also a paladin thing. When you cast that, Justin, you see more of this thing's skin start to flake away. And it's the part of the jawbone that was just kind of hanging there by a little piece of muscle falls off. It is now the wolf's go. Since you just attacked it, it's going for you. Of course it is. Does a... I've got so much courage after I died yesterday. Does a 15 hit you? No. All right, so the wolf tries to bite you with what's left of, of its jaws. Smash with my hand. Yeah, you basically give it a bash back, misses. The other wolf uh, is going to go after Connell, yeah. one of the regular ones. Oh, peas. Natural 20. Oh, Does peas. it crit? It does not crit. So you oh. take... just need to double-check the damage on a wolf. Sorry, I, I guess I forgot to take that down during my one uh, thing. But you're actually coming up to the top of the hour, so this will likely be the last little bit here. So give me a sec. Not wolf. 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 Just give me a sec. Werewolf. Werewolf. Their <laughs> castle. No, their wolf. Their <laughs> castle. 1D6. You take three damage, Connell. Bluker. So you guys have to take one damage because of the two temporary hit points. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm down to 17. All right, so what happens next is the wolves start to kind of circle you guys. The dire wolf isn't looking so hot, but you can definitely tell it wants blood and flesh in what's left of its jaws. Aren't they still dazed for the round? Yeah, they lost their action this round. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that, that happens next round. Meep. Meep. Yeah. Meep. Meep. What are you doing to the microphone? Nothing. <laughs> All right, then. So you... You know what? Don't fucking rules lawyer me. Um, I wasn't. Fuck I you. Was. All right. Stop doing that. Um, I just told you my action worked. <laughs> okay. All right. So all right. So he takes no damage then. 
All right, sweet. All right, there I'm you go. I'm back up to 20. All right, then. Now that I've been corrected. Anyway, Sorry, so buddy. in our final hour, I guess we'll see what happens with these guys as they make their way towards Merkwood Manor. Uh, what will happen next? Well, I'm not entirely sure. Now I know that I'm vengeful now. So we will see what happens. So for this adventure, we have been... My name is Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Holocaust. Justin Eacock. Big Mike. Tom, he's an evil genius white. And Derek the Bard. I've been Mike the Birdman <clears throat> Dodd. If you think I've been mean this round, just wait. These warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Welcome back to These Warriors Are Terrible. Tonight, the finale of Nightmare Lake. We've actually had one of our first official player deaths during this adventure, but thanks to the branch of life, he was resurrected, though his god is disappointed in them. Now they find themselves in a dark, cursed forest on their way to Merkwood Manor and to discover the secret of the witches that have the queen and the princess held captive in a dark ritual to resurrect well, only God knows what. So tonight, we are dedicating our last episode to Dennis Bernard. May he rest in peace, the father of uh, former Twig intern, A.J. Bernard. But now that we have our adventure underway for the last hour, we are... Colin Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Holocaust. Justin, Mr. Ecock, Ecock. Big Mike from the 404s. Tom, he is an evil genius white. And I'm Derek the Bard. All right. When last we left them, they were surrounded by wolves. One of them, a zombie dire wolf. Oh, man. And this thing looks mad. However, thanks to the quick thinking of our halfling sorcerer, they are dazed. Uh, no, it was the dwarven bard. Sorry, I just, sorry, sorry, whatever. I, I lanced it with the No, take the credit. Take the credit. Okay. It was all me. So, since is, have I just not done enough this campaign is, for the things I do to not stand out? Can't steal your thunder hard and fast enough. <laughs> it's my own right, thunder. Then. So now that it, uh, it's come to their turn, it is the top of the combat <laughs> since they're dazed. Yep. It is Big Mike. It is your go. All righty then. Well, I have a short bow, which I've, I've, I've it's kind of funny because I built this character around using, being a ranged fighter, and it just, this is the first time it's come up. So just using my short bow straight up, and yeah, uh, 19. You total. def, you definitely hit it. Cool. 1d6, no strength modifier addition because it's not a composite bow. I lost my d6. Come back, d6. I'm amazed how you can even see what the number six. is on those things. You rolled a six? Yep. This thing is definitely not looking good. You can see it kind of limping. Now, it doesn't look happy. More of its skin is starting to flake off. You're seeing its back muscles Ew. are exposed. And whatever was left in its Ew. guts really are oozing out onto the ground. Come on. We just ate. I'm very vivid. Connell, your go. I reload my crossbow. That All is right. the end of my round. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm next after Connell. Uh, yes, it is you. Okay. Uh, Disrupt undead. Click, click, Disrupt click, undead. Click, click, uh, click. He points at it. Another phrase. Uh, <laughs> Eden uh, Nazu! Laminated armory. Laminated armory. That's what uh, that yeah, is well. a 17. Deal 17 damage. No, to no. Him? I hit it on a 17. Yep. So, you definitely uh, hit it. Okay. And damage. Takes two damage. Once again, whatever's left in its stomach is quickly spilling out onto the ground. Its front leg has broken. You can see it start to howl in pain. It is now 
Tom's go. Okay. I'm going to draw out the ghost dagger as a free action because I yep. have quick draw again. Yep. And I'm going to charge, which gives me plus two to a melee attack. Yep, but minus two to your AC. Okay. All right. Hit it. Um, let me use your not sucky die. Thank you. Game science, $10. <laughs> What's There's three plus seven? Yeah, seriously. No, Ten. Plus, plus, um, wait, I forgot the plus two. So, 12? You unfortunately just missed. Oh, just missed. Basically, you take, a, you take a swipe Senior at it. Master. It kind of throws its head right. to one side. <laughs> and you would have hit where its jaw was. So, you would have hit, but it just went through the air. So, whew, right okay. past it. All right, Justin, it is your go. Oh, boy. Okay, well, uh, with my hand still free and my sword still sheathed, I'm going to call now upon the divine favor of Iomade. And uh, that's my round. All right, so you're going <laughs> to... I'm just trying to see if the um, the channel energy, which I really don't want to... I don't know. I, I think it's a standard action as well. So. I think so. So that so would be your action for the round. It. And there's really not much I can do other than like... Yeah, but oh, just and I'll plant my shield. you got like six times per day to use. So uh, uh, okay. uh, channel energy, uh, but I, I've got four of those left. But if I get divine favor, it'll give me plus one to my attack and damage once I take ah. my sword out for the rest of this battle, which uh. would be great. It will last for a minute, which will be for the rest of this yeah. battle. Yeah. Um, I plant my tower shield. If anyone wants to take cover, it's Yo! right here. All right, so you hey! plant your tower shield. Dragon guy, I thought you were a demon, but you're all right. <laughs> all right, the dire... You the, thought I was awesome the minute I started attacking the dire wolf. With yeah, the, the ordinary wolves cool, is shiny going lights. to attack. I'm going to say, I'm trying to look. Who's behind Justin? I'm behind a tower shield. Cool. Okay. So it's going to go after, I'm going to say... I did just charge it, so you yeah, can go so ahead. Yeah, so you would be threatened by it, yeah. Yeah. What was the name of the chicken? Does I just want that Reginald. For Reginald. Unfortunately, Tom, I know you're definitely hit with a 20. Oh, but wow. it's not a natural 20. <laughs> for me, in so memory of me. you take... Um, <laughs> One life to live my ass. For sauce. Six damage. Okay, and I still have two temporary hit points, so I... Yep. So, uh, okay. Four damage. So I'm down to 22 hit points. So this points. thing takes a bite out of your, like, arm... Doesn't have any teeth left. <laughs> no, no, this is an ordinary wolf. Oh, okay. It's one of the three regulars. Okay, then. Um, so the next wolf is going to attack. It's going to go after Connell. <laughs> does, you really scream a lot. Does a 19 <laughs> hit you? Yeah, it does. A okay. 19 does indeed hit me. Okay, you take four damage. Peas. It bites you. And <laughs> you the really like that expression. <laughs> last wolf. Is going to go after Big Mike. It's a good expression. It's coming from behind the direwolf, basically between its legs. <laughs> well, I haven't left my horse at all. That's the thing. Well, you should maybe have specified that. Sorry. Yeah, no. Well, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if you want, I can be off my horse. It's not a big deal. Well, are you or aren't you? I'm going I'm to say yeah because... Uh, yeah. I'm going to say you're off your horse. Yeah, hey, no, okay. problem. no problem. In combat. No problem. He does a 18 hit you. Uh, does just by one. Okay, so you take... Nuts. Five damage. Okay. Basically, this thing grabs a hold of your um, grabs a hold of your ankle. It just kind of like kind of snaps at you. Okay. Well, thanks so, to Justin, it had two temporary hit points, so I'm okay. All right. So, top of the combat, Big Mike. Yeah. You got this wolf right in front of you. Where? Um. Hmm. Full hammer. No, no, I don't want to waste. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna get my shelf and shit with that. Although it is a plus three hammer for me technically. 
and 1d8 plus 2. Screw you, wolf, you don't have the, to activate a special ability. Yeah, how are we at the top of combat? I rolled a 3 on that initial. The wolves went after And then the yeah, wolves, wolves went. Yeah. And then, oh, they were attacking. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking yeah. you guys are doing turns. They're okay. just attacking. Right. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use full hammer. I'm not using the ability. I'm not okay. using the ability. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. No. And, yeah. 9 eh, plus 3. 11. Probably missed. You just missed. Basically, you swing the hammer. The wolf right in front of you just kind of scampers back. I missed once. And you miss. Connell, your go. Ah. Yeah, I missed I am now going to fire my ready and loaded crossbow. All right. uh, At the uh, wolf that is attacking Big Mike here. Okay. Aw, who cares? Sazow. (laughs) Is what I scream. Um, (laughs) That's going to be uh, a total of 15. You hit. Oh, sweet. Okay, so it's a 15. All right, and so then the I roll. Hits it. How much uh, damage do you do? Uh, well, it sees me, so I don't get that. I get these. That's 10 plus 1 because it is within uh, 30 feet of me. So that's 11. The 4 from the that. So we're looking at 15. And do I add my dex? Uh, no, that's just a hit. That's just a hit. That's not to damage. Did you fire a lightning shot with it, too? Yes. Okay, so that was the, That was the additional you, four. Boom! You fire, the crossbow bolt flies, hits the wolf dead center in, in the head. Nice. Drops. Nice. Doesn't get up again. Slick. the dire wolf? No, no that uh, was just a regular, that was a regular wolf. wolf. So, I'm zapping the dire wolf again. All right, then. As a free action, he'll t- turn to the uh, the dwarven bard and just give him, like, a, mm, like a nod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going after the dire wolf again? Eden the zoo! Uh, that's 712. He played distracting music right. when I went on the panty uh, range. So, yeah, if I hit it, it it's deals three damage. dwarf is incredibly pissed off at what you happened. You do not hit it, unfortunately. A panty okay. raid gone wrong. Yeah. All right, so no, now we go to... Got got you know. All right, I'm going to stab him again with the um, dagger, which I missed with last time. The, You're trusting my dice now? The uh, dire wolf, right? Yeah. Okay. Natural 20. Oh. Oh, oh yep. Oh, See if you confirm the crit. One. <laughs> you do not confirm the crit, but you okay. definitely hit. All right. They're fair, not biased. <laughs> <laughs> this is after I rolled three ones in the jam session. Yeah. Oh, or max damage though, so uh, that's nine damage. You you basically grab the wolf by the part of its jaw. I didn't roll grapple. He's <laughs> <like> dramatics. Dramatics. <laughs> you grab it by the jerk. jaw where it, where half of it is. Grab it, throw its head aside. Take your dagger, plunge it right through its heart. This thing violently shudders and drops. The other Woot. wolves look at each other and bolt. Woo. Oh. Oh. The dire wolf we thing? killed the alpha oh, male. You killed the dire wolf. That oh, was, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This thing, after you stab, once you remove the dagger out of its heart, it starts to dissolve into this sickish green puddle yeah, and just absorbs right into the ground. Hey, it's one of my spells. I, I'm going right. to clean my dagger. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, def, it smells, the best way to describe it, it smells very foul, like very garbagey. Like it, mm. it's sick. Um, Mike, to remove the smell of garbage, I toss a bit of acid on it. All right, you no, do no, a no, 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 no. Press to digitation. <laughs> Gets rid of the smell. 
basically, I'm going to do something cool spell. It's so useless. He, he throws the acid, which you then prestigitate into the like polka dot paint. No, no, it's, it still works. It just it smells nice. <laughs> oh, it smells like flowers. Oh, Lord. Like All right, you do like as such. Sheet. Thera. <laughs> I'm still angry, though. Thera it's definitely boring. calms down. So She's like, well, they know we're here. So that's well, what that spell did. Like, yeah. No, I don't think you years. realize. We just fought them. Oh, that was it? No, that was oh. them. That was it? No, they know we're here. As oh. in, they're now stalking us. Oh, I thought you us. said that was all of them. No. That's... Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're, you're speaking in vague oracleese. They were <sighs> fighting through those okay, creatures. Ah, yes, of course. And the dire wolf, I don't know what that was. My suspicion. If I if I were to hazard something, would be that the malevolent forces in the area have either begun to raise things from the dead, or that they were using the direwolf as a control apparatus. I think that's very reasonable to assume. Either way, I don't want to stay here too much longer. I agree. Captain Corcus Maximus. If that's also the case, though, then that means that the wolves wouldn't have naturally held a form of survival. So them retreating means that whoever was controlling them needed to bail, which means the one well, that we killed did damage of some kind to them. Well, uh, one can be safe to assume, well, anyways. Hopefully, but at the same time, if they were using the direwolf to control the other wolves, then that would mean that the direwolf's destruction would remove that control mechanism. The wolves would naturally okay, retreat. Okay, so like, not if they were controlling the littler wolves directly. If they were just controlling the direwolf. Right. And then the dire wolf is controlling the smaller ones through its right. through extension. Yes. Okay, that does make sense. All right. Dark so you, magics. So you guys continue your way through. The dire wolf is definitely dead. You guys yes. continue your way through the cursed forest once again, feelings of dread and uneasiness finally start to subside once you mm. come out of the forest and you emerge on a shoreline. You see a single boat sitting there, although it I is now... I think we've taken a wrong turn. <laughs> although it is now getting late. Are we in Quest 2? What was the name of the quest again? Nightmare Lake. Oh, so this... The, uh, metagaming, but like it's about time, right? I mean, mm-hmm. It's been four hours. Oh, hey guys, so, look, it's a lake filled with nightmares. Right. <laughs> I knew I should have taken Tensus for the When we approach the lake, does Death sh- does Charon show up? Actually, yes. Yep, called it. Gua. You see a skeleton in a boat. Oh, I got a stick for that. Good. All right, so oh, you, you, do. you see do. the skeleton just kind of standing there. He's waiting for someone to approach. Uh, I walk up to him, and I just hand him two copper. It, he just stands there. He's waiting for the boat to be filled. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, does, does anybody want to make a perception or uh, kind yeah. of a spell yeah. check? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Whoa. Uh, uh, yeah, that's 20 on perception. No, really, no. All right, no. eight. Nine. By kind of taking a look at him, Colin, you have seen people do this before. They'll use animate dead to perform really simple menial tasks. Okay. And as far as you can tell, the skeleton has been commanded, carry all in this boat. Across. It, it's not discriminating against who. because they Just to ferry people. Yeah. You really Basically, want to blast it. It assumes whatever made it here is meant to be here. It knows where we're going. Yeah. All right. So you guys it's gonna like, get in the boat? It's like my yep. only purpose in life is uh, to I destroy we have to leave these the things. Mounts, uh, yes. Destroy it when we get across the lake. Uh, one thing at a time. Yeah, we could Corcus just smash the skeleton I'm, into I'm, the water and no, it wouldn't it, do no, anything. No, it's the only thing that knows where we're going. Yeah, I find, let's take the boat. I'm just saying. I Corcus think, Maximus be a good dog. I think that your Run god may understand you not killing um, the undead at this exact moment because it's going to lead you to more yeah, undead. I, I got it. I got it. Let's. So I'm guessing we have to leave our horses behind. I'll hold my breath. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, Tom, I, I don't do think 
Ooh, these ranks boy. and ride. <laughs> no, I can't take the dog with I'm me. I'm sorry, Tom. I don't think Sonterbluggett's going to fit in the boat with us. <laughs> <laughs> Sonterbluggett hunting from but the I Shire. But I no less than five minutes grooming its mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's glorious mustache. <laughs> all right. All right. So you guys all get in the boat. And the skeleton starts to bring you across. It takes you probably a good two hours. It's getting a lot later in the day. Thera doesn't look good. She looks visibly sick. Are you okay? You know, it's actually... She just kind of shakes her head and doesn't look anybody in the eye. It's occurring to me, Thera, that if they went here and something infected them, then something may be trying to infect you at the same time. She doesn't look you in the eye. I don't think that we should bring her along. Or we don't think we should bring you along, especially considering you can't cast magic. There's no more reason for you to be here. I think I you agree. should go back. It's for your own good. We already know where we're going and what we need to do. You've taken us this far. Hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I do like She actually has knowledge we don't have though. Sure. And I mean like Sarah, okay. do you think you can hold your own in there? The what dark is... world of the undead. I mean, I'm going to pray to she the one god who kinda, actually fights against this she's thing. Starting to nod Mine. her head. All right, let's she right. starts throwing up violently. Okay, no, I'm okay, doing a yeah. heal check on her right now. Uh, which You're I doing got a heal check? A Inspire courage. But, well, a heal check with a bit of the religion side of things, too. <laughs> I mean, I've got the knowledge and the religion, and Iomidae and, is like specifically against the Crusade of the Undead. You can feel dark energies flowing through her. Which is great. I rolled um, a 22. Yeah, so and you heal whatever damage. You basically, you've stopped her from like kind of throwing up. She's not shaking anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of prayer. But you can feel, if there ever was a battle for someone's soul happening, you can feel it. Uh, Mike, since we've got a couple hours and this thing recharges by the hour, uh, could using the Branch of Life on her give her a bit more I can inspire courage. It fixes fear effects. Well, I think this goes a little bit beyond fear effects. I don't know. Well, you don't know. We're all doing it. what well, we can what for her. Yeah. I've got virtue. Um, so, so well. yeah, I'll I'll use one of my hourly heal charges on yeah, her to see so if right. I can. So uh, uh, Seventeen for to dispatch her fear effects. I picked she, up another thunderstone from the armory. So did I. <laughs> she, uh, they're handy, right? She yeah. I also picked up a potion of heal light. Guys, wounds. can we let the DM talk? Yeah, she stops shaking, uh, like fr- like physically shaking. But you look in her eyes, and there's definitely still fear there. Sure. Uh, does the heal help her at all? It, it basically it stops her from shaking, but she doesn't say a word. She just kind of sits in the back of the boat, just kind of huddles up. So we basically won't look at anybody in the eye. We've done all that we can for her to basically do, yeah. put positive energy into her. Yeah. So more time passes, and you come up <laughs> you spent to praying for me because I'm kind of freaking out. You come to this lake, or you you come to this island in this lake. It's shrouded in really thick forest, but Yee. just above the treetops, you can see the canopy of a house. And it looks destroyed. I'm going to ask what is probably is both a dumb question and an obvious one of, uh-huh. why the hell would the king put his summer home here? Because it probably looked nicer off-season. <laughs> <laughs> because now is property the season values, of evil. <laughs> I believe in magic. <laughs> yeah, no, right. okay. Um, question. Uh, is, is things like diplomacy used to calm people down? Mm. Not really. Okay. Okay. Can I do like a charisma check or something like that just to keep talking to her? Yeah. Like good spirits? Yep. You can yeah. do your best. Which, and I use the touch of glory to give you a bonus to that charisma check. It's only a plus one, but it didn't yeah. really kind of help you out. You really you screwed that up. Five. <laughs> um, actually, Justin, I have an idea, like, though. She's 
stuff's not doing so bad. You have a touch that gives me a bonus on skill checks, right? Um, the touch of glory gives you plus one to charisma and uh, skill checks. The touch of law brings all of your skill checks to 11. So it's just like you don't roll. You, you don't roll. You get it's just um, boom, 11. Sure, do that. I have an idea. All right. Okay. So, what are you going to do? Um, I have an intimidate of nine. I'm going to at least see if I can rally her by basically um, saying... Yelling at her. Yeah, you need to get on your feet. You are oh. doing this for the king and the kingdom. You are yeah, doing this for your sisters. She is a battle maid. You have dragged us all out here. We need you now. I like it. My parents are dead. All right. I'm going to roll something for her. Um, actually, she, because she's a wizard, Mike, yep. um, I'm going to shout it in a, in a language that I know that wizards fucking like, speak at their core. I'm going to fucking shout it at her in Draconic. And you're like a little halfling, and I'm just standing with my hand on your shoulder. Like, Dad. Okay. Uh, no, you, you give me the touch, and you just kind of step <laughs> no, back. I'm just hanging there the whole time. Um, roll me sorry, your... Sorry, guy. Or roll me uh, Tell him. a will save. Sure. Uh, and I basically get a 20 on that one. Okay, so you do as such, you yell at her, you rally her. Yep. She stands up. Okay, and the will save that you wanted. I take a uh, defensive action. 13. <laughs> she stands up. I take a defensive action. Looks up, looks you straight in the eye. It's the same look that you saw from the silver cloak. Roll reflex. What, do you mean the, the fireball, you mean? Or? <laughs> okay. And you just see tears coming down her face. Sweet. Um, can we take the roll that you just made me do for a will save as the reflex save instead? Let's see. What did you roll? Um, well, I rolled a 10 on that one, and I rolled a 4 on this one. Oh, you get hit. Uh, plus 4, right? Oh, yeah, plus on 4. Um, so it's 10 it's damage. On a boat. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. She just whips off a fireball in my just face? Like that, and you just see her. She starts crying. Stop me. Stop me, please. I hit her with a Tanglewood, uh, Tanglefoot bag. Okay. Because she doesn't note because she's not paying attention to you. Like, Surprise! succeeds, basically. Uh, and what um, that does is that roots her in place, and yeah. it makes it incredibly difficult for her to move. Yeah, she's standing in the boat. She's trapped, basically. Um, I have 10 feet of hemp and rope. I can tie her up. I have 50 feet of silken rope. Together we can definitely tie her up. And we'll be more comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, use the silk rope. <laughs> I have 50 feet of silk and rope, so but I'm not going to use that. So you're going to approach her? digitation to make the rope even better. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mike. How <laughs> oh much are you carrying? <laughs> uh, me? I've got a grappling hook, a hammer, pens and ink, some parchment, uh, a bit of food. Because rope is pretty heavy. Uh, silk and rope only weighs 5 pounds. Uh, for 10 feet. For 50 feet. 10 feet of hemp and rope weighs more because it's hemp. Mm, okay. Silk and rope is light and strong. We'll need a lot more hemp before soft. we're through, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm carrying 98 and a half pounds of stuff oh, here. So. <laughs> um, so, basically, she's saying, please help me. She's started to basically go nuts. Yeah. Um, can I just knock her out with a magic missile? Well, hang on. Not with a magic fucking missile. Yeah, most just of use a blackjack. Like, lethal. I don't have a Somebody use a blackjack. I, okay, can Why I try to knock her out? Because well, she can still cast. Knock her out with the back of your dagger or something while she's focused yeah, on Actually, if, no. What you, what you can tied, do, then she'll... if you tie her up and then also blindfold her, she can't cast it. And gag her. Uh, there are no spells that require only verbal components. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she's a wizard. Oh, yes, there are. For bars, there is? Okay, yeah. then, then. For okay. a wizard, by default, you gag them as well. There are some spells <laughs> that are only verbal. Uh, now, because you guys are all sitting there, she does because she more or less took you guys by surprise, she does get one more attack. 
and she's yeah doesn't mean that doesn't fuck up her hands so she casts polar ray can I try and counterspell? So I only have level one and zero spells, but yeah, you you can try. Uh, fuck it, no. But if Mike will let me, yeah. all right, counterspell. You better roll fucking retarded high. Okay, well, counter um, song. I'll do the same thing. It's got a visual component. All right. Uh, twelve plus what is it? My spellcraft or yeah, uh, it's seventeen. Same here, seventeen. Doesn't make it. The polar ray hits for. Um, hmm. Just give me a sec here. I'm just trying to decide how much I want this to do. Um, hmm. Who's it hit? Is there an attack roll or is it like reflex save or? Um, no saving throw. Oh well. So yeah, you're hit no matter what. All of us, or um, it hits a skull. <laughs> it's uh. I'm going to be nice and say it deals three points of cold damage because it's not the full her casting it. Yeah. Okay. So you and Tom, or you and Derek both take... Three damage? Um, Sorry, who's the, the you? You said you and Derek. You, or Mike and Derek. Okay. Let's say you take... Mike, can I see the rule Fifteen. I'm oh. dead. You're dead? I'm okay. Well, she already dealt me ten damage. Yeah, I'm dead. Wait, oh. no, what's, what's your you HP? You have the stick of resurrection, right? Hold on, yep. hold on, hold on. What's your HP at, then? Uh, seven, after the last time she hit me with a fireball. <laughs> and so what did you Someone would time? need to root that A out lot. Of your... I'm dead. Yeah, because it's equal to his constitution. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. If she reduces me into negative, I die. No, if no, no, no. she reduces you to negative ten, you die. Oh, I'm barely still alive then. Hey, just, you're you're, you're okay. unconscious and dying. Yeah, unconscious and covered in a layer of thick ice. Okay, now we rush her. Okay. Rush her. I wrap an arm and, like, mouth. Okay, because I she didn't see it coming. I kind of wanted to bash her tangle-footed body into the you water. grab well, I her. I think it's once we no, knock her down. We're on the island, guys. You we're are not on the right boat. on her chest. And you can just, you see this intense fury in her eyes, like she wants you dead. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just whisper, she just, she just says, kill me, kill me, kill me. Hand over her mouth, hand over her eyes. Rope, rope, yep. I got rope, 50, rope, I have defeated silk and rope, you. I tie her up. Okay. Does anybody want to yeah, 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 fix yeah. me before I, I die? dive for the halfling and the find the, uh, the, the that life branch that I really want to have back in my own possession anyways. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and reach through his pockets to find it. And, Cool. Okay, so right. you he just used it. Though. No, no, I use it. Uh, I no, it's once it uh, recharges per, per hour. Yeah, but I used it, it hours ago. The the heal is it? once per hour. The resurrection yeah. is once per day. If you I only right. need the heal. Yeah, you used oh, it you're, on you're alive. Just... Yeah, an hour, a couple hours ago. Oh, has it well, been that long? It yeah. took us two or three hours to get across okay. the lake. Okay, okay, never mind. Galvar goes. Birdman grabs on the stick. One cure light wounds potion. I guess we're doing that because I didn't want to abuse that. Obviously. Just gonna use that on you myself. You still have okay. it. So, how much? It does one d eight plus yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. What'd you roll? Uh, four. That's total. a twenty-two close so, mod. Uh, no, no. CMB. Okay. He's <laughs> holding on to this. He looks you in the eye. Yeah. You're lawful, right? He gave. He Neutral. says, "I gave you a magic sword in return for this. For we had a fair trade. Also, I saved your life. Also, still in pain. I let right. it go how and heal, cure light wounds in your direction. Five. Yeah, I got five. He's cure light wounding, wounding me. Okay. Boom. For six. Six plus one. All right, so you have bound Thera. There's no way she's getting out of this. But you just see 
Um, it's like you could see whatever she was being stripped away. Um, I'm going to have to fix this now. I suggest we? that we put her on the boat and send her back to the other shore. Yeah, let's leave her on the boat with the skeleton. Guy. Um, look, what else are we going to do with her? She, if she stays here, she'll be corrupted. Oh, yeah, speaking of the skeleton guy, um, we'll go back to the island. It's going to take a we couple we of hours for her to get back, and then we're going to be stranded wherever we well, are. Fair enough. You're going to attack I'm it? I'm blasting it. You shatter it. Um, it explodes in a spray yeah. Mike, of... Well, I'm glad you I'm took a, the what part a, what of us being on stranded her? seriously. Uh, yeah, we got she a has a plus one long sword. She has a couple different rings. I will Did take the rings. The rings do not come her? off her fingers. You know, we're still on the boat. Like they are All locked to her. The, uh, the you try and grab them, the they won't move. We can use the boat. Uh, exactly. I will take, however, her exactly. bag of spell components. We don't need the okay. the ropes. He was he was watching us uh, anyway. <laughs> any magic items that I can remove from her, base. I want to try and disarm her oh, as much as possible. You heal another. You know, I'm not even trying to loot her. I just want to disarm her. You take her sword, and you take her spell Tom, components. Anything else you, you don't healing? know? Um, okay. Because whatever energy is coming bit. off of her is really well, you, obscuring you any spells anyway. you have. You're okay. not at full. I've, I, I'm, I'm only down if, four hit points. Yeah, so but I, a... when I blasted the skeleton away, anyone gets five who's alive. Yeah, but that was um, that was before the last time I was hit. So. Okay, but I mean, if you can get um, five, you get it anyways. Don't worry about man, it. I just, just as a side note, I kept track of how we got here, just the path. Okay. Just yeah. so well, in case we have to paddle back. And okay. I, I, I can... I've, I've got, like, that level zero guidance. I know where North is. Oh, We're good. All right. So, you guys tie up Thera. You Blue leave her in the boat. Exactly. And you guys are going to trek towards the forest, right? Uh, yeah, we make He's sure to like tie it. up the boat at the shore as well, because somebody blew up our ride home. Yeah, right. what? Come on. Right. Right. Come on. It's like the only thing I do. It's it. I've got one job. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> all all right. I had one job. <laughs> Alright, so you guys make your way through the forest. This looks immediately like the area you've seen. Okay, I'm Roll gonna start looking for that. Check. You do get a bonus to it. A five bonus. Um okay, then that would put okay, it's eighteen plus five and then plus your five is yep. like twenty eight. Twenty eight. Alright, so you <laughs> just plus ten. You look around Math. as you come in as you come and see the the manor come into full view. It's decayed. Parts of the roof are collapsed. It's like two stories. Windows are blown out. You see two gargoyles sitting right by. Someone's been using thunderstones. It's kind of pricey right for gates. a unique fixer-upper. <laughs> you clear the debris away it's from just, a tree. Just flip, flip the properties. Just flip it. <laughs> All right. Is this pole still work? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you gotta check out this the pole. pole. The foundation's Sorry. great. When do we move in? You gotta try this pole. I'm gonna get my stuff. So, you clear away the debris from the door, and roll me a reflex save. Oh, sweet. All of us or just Connell? Just Connell right now. Because we're, like, out in, like, front. Connell doing the proper thief's job of triggering all the traps for us. Um, 17. 17? Let me see what this is. I really hope you just backflip away from the doors and explode. <laughs> just like, this wah! is Jeopardy. <laughs> All right. Zing, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You do not succeed. Um, a piece of earth underneath you gives way, and you are dropped down a twenty or uh, about a 20-foot pit. Peace. Use your feather fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, feather fall boots. All right, you feather fall Activate. boots. You're still Whoa. descending, but you look down. I crack a sunrod. 
<laughs> you crack a sunrod. You Con- as quick as I can. Use the pit. Just put your hands up against the walls. And yeah. Back can I? No. Okay. So what happens as you descend, you notice there's some kind of a liquid down there. <laughs> Things are suspended in it. Oh, I have. Um, just cube! <laughs> the greatest monster in all no, no, of no. fantasy. Sunrod? Sunrod, in my teeth, I have a grappling hook as well. I'm immediately going to take that out and try to attach it to something, anything. Roll it. Okay. <laughs> He's got time. He can make a couple of attempts at this point. He's <laughs> like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> oh, um, 13. 13, you will dis- you do miss the first time. Hey, how long did that touch of law I, last? Uh, Bourbon, he lit it up so I can see the grappling hook, 11. right? Mage hand, I grab the grappling hook and pull it up. Um, yeah, because you see me fall and then you see yeah, like a light grapple. Yeah, hook, and then the that's six seconds. He still falls for six seconds. I know, but if Featherfall slows, does it slow him? Yes. yes. If Featherfall slows him and he's hurling it up, I see the grappling hook. I'll I'll roll and do it at a difficulty, but if I can mage hand in the grappling hook and fasten it to something, like grab the grappling. Yeah, hook I'll just. But uh, how much does the grappling hook weigh? Four pounds. Yeah, four I pounds. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, he'll just make it. It's, yeah. like, it's like a metal. I'll, I'll do it at a higher difficulty. By all means, I'll use my reflex roll. Yeah, that's what I want you to do because sure. it's happening so fast. Okay, uh, seventeen plus five, twenty-two. Okay, you grab the the grappling hook that Connell throws up very quickly, and uh, he's secured. You notice this ooze, this cube down there, it's starting to move. Is it moving up? Yes. Please. Okay. <laughs> Tavin, I didn't know gelatinous cubes could move vertically. You can hear the grinding of gears as oh, the God. floor of the pit's being pushed oh, up. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. I have a plan for this. I have something for this. If it's anything except grab my fucking rope and pull me out of that hole, I'm going to no. brain somebody with a cookie jar. No, as he's climbing up, I'm like, get him out of the way, and you see me pull out a vial of alchemist fire. No, no! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Where I am completely in favor of this plan! <laughs> I just grabbed all one of everything, oh, just in God. case. Okay. Get him out, get him out, get him out! This is going to be great! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I run up to help pull that rope. I'll assist with the strength. Uh, Derek. Oh, isn't I, acid good against gelatinous cubes? Well, we'll we're about to find out. <laughs> yeah. Mike? Yes, Al? Do I even need to really roll for a rage touch attack when it fills up the entirety of the shaft? No, you can do it. You can definitely hit it. All right, if he's going to ask, I'll save my alchemist. Uh, I <laughs> lean over, make sure that I point away from Connell. <laughs> Thank you. And I just start dropping acid splash down it. All right. You deal, I'm presuming. It's a D3 plus one. Okay, so you deal how much damage? Uh Oh, Tom, you pass me one of your D3s. Okay. How many rounds do I have to throw this off, Mike? It's a cantrip. I can do it however. I'll say three times. Okay, I'm just going to roll three D3s then. All right. Uh, am I performing a climb check? Yes. Okay. Uh, and let me see what I want you to roll. It takes seven acid damage, Mike. All right, um, I have climb as a skill. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 15. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, I have, I rolled an 18 plus 4. I got you are good. You scramble up <laughs> the <laughs> rope. <laughs> you scramble up the rope. You see the gelatinous cube absorbing the rope. Elcast! As... Elcast! Elcast! Alright, so you do a bunch of damage to it. I should warn you, cubes have a retarded amount of hit points. Okay, yeah, so, I wasn't expecting so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get out of the but... hole... And then I'm going to start running back towards the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the cubes are stupid. We can outwit this thing. Yes. If we're outsmarted by a gelatinous cube, we are dumber than something that has intelligence wait, zero. D- d- okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have a bag of... Who has a bag of Caltrops? Because I've got one, too. 
Mm. Okay, we put a bag of caltrops behind us. We keep running around in a circle and make it run to the bag of caltrops. It will just dissolve and eat the caltrops. It will. Mike. Will it? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know how cubes uh, work. It's Mike, like saying, I'm going to stop a however, giant glass of milk with this cookies. <laughs> I, do have, I did buy... I, I, I bought something earlier on my sheet that I think will actually be of use to it. Okay. Um, I brought food and provisions with us because I'm a halfling and we must have at least six to 12 meals a day. All right. Um, Just the I, idea I, that you have everyone to stop a giant glass of milk. Everyone, everyone, back away from the pit. Oh, and God. I'm going to lead a trail of food off directly what? away from the pit. What are you smoking? It's a gelatinous cube. Not it goes, no, it's Yogi a gelatinous bear. cube. It goes towards <laughs> food. It will follow wherever the food source is once right. it hits a three-dimensional environment. Okay, so you what happens that. is you lay a line of food out. <laughs> the the trap... Can stops, someone do a knowledge check and then to start retracting what back down? Makes sense. Okay, so the cube doesn't act. It the doesn't cube, actually bring the. Uh, the cube does not reach the surface. Something jams in the trap, and it just goes back down. Oh well, we were like panicking over nothing. Well, Let's just I go over the house like and fight the demons. <laughs> Like the cube's not even out of the hole, and you're dumping your lunch all over the floor. You re-read. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Let's dump the food in. We'll hey, keep the cube as a pet. Uh, we'll why don't we worry about what, what was that thing in the nightmare? That fiery beast thing. Let's worry about that. All so, right then. So can we get? Can we walk around the? Can we walk around? I, I believe if I was in fact outsmarted by a gelatinous cube. <laughs> well, you know what? Zero. When we speak of this adventure, you will only mention how I faced down the world's greatest assassin, <laughs> not how I attempted right. to feed the gelatinous cube. Shut up, we don't have that much time left. Uh, all right, so. Okay, I just realized we could have used the staff to resurrect my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to occur to me, Wait, but we already yeah, used it to I resurrect him. Dead forever. You're going to resurrect a chicken, but not our fucking cleric? <laughs> if you still, Dude, if priority, you still have these man. Mans, like a couple of days, we can do it. Yeah, I, I could have carried the chicken with me, and next time there is a there's a day when we can use it. Did you bury it or something? No, it just left it. <laughs> he left it out there. And it was quickly eaten by street homeless people. Anyway, who were very thankful. There was nothing, Finger looking there was not much left. Bummer. Like Bloody a trim wandering around, and there's a freshly cooked chicken just sitting outside, <laughs> and it has literally got a little collar, and it's tied to a post. <laughs> And then there's like like Jimmy John is just looking at it like I'm not gonna ask questions. <laughs> I do not question a free meal from heaven. I only eat the free no, meal like from heaven. Like I'm just gonna thank the gods and move on. All right, no, no. moving on. Shut okay, up. Sorry, sorry. Moving forward. I have my day. Okay. That's what he would have wanted. All right. So what happens after the cube retracts? Yeah. The <coughs> piece of earth that opened up yeah. promptly seals again. Oh. The door that was there. Opens. Oh. Just, just make our lives we easier. Really I write in, the chalk, in chalk on the ground where that pit was so we don't step on it again. Okay, so you mark it with a giant yeah. X. Yeah. You enter this underground cavern. <sighs> Basically what happens is you go down like something that looks like it was carved in, in the rock into a cave. You come down and everything is covered in this green glowing slime on the walls. Roll me dungeoneering. Engineering. Yeah, I got that as a skill. Ten. Ooh, eighteen. Uh, twenty. Uh, fourteen. Touching the green slime will kill you. Don't touch the green slime, anybody. It gives off sixteen. You, you, and you identified as green flesh-eating slime. Uh, 
Nope, no one touched this, the slime. It's fl- it's single file, single file. So you know what it is. It lights up. The room is remarkably well lit. You see it lead down a very long hallway, and you can faintly hear people chanting. Yeah, well, I convey that to the group. So okay, um, kind of pretty. In it. Would the green slime dissolve, say, a knife? No, just flesh. So I could scoop some of it up and uh, put it in a sack or something. You have to be careful not to touch it. Yes. I like the way you think, Dom. <laughs> really? Last time you said everything. It dis- dissolves anything organic. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Do that. Um, do, do we have like a vial of some kind, like some kind of glass or some some, some such? I have a bottle of holy water. I, I can just I have, like dump out. I have two Would bottles you do of that? booze that I haven't been <laughs> no, drinking. I have an no. ink bottle. Oh. Guys, Wait, you have an ink bottle. I have two bottles of booze that I haven't really been drinking. I can empty one out. Start drinking. No. Because okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I want you, if you if you could, like if, if you would be willing to, um, and I'll even do it for you if you want because I've got a higher dex. To empty, like, like get some of this into one of the bottles and seal it back up. Can with he the mage hand some of it? Uh, I, yeah, I can. Oh, mage yeah, hand. That's a good idea. Yeah, just using using the mage hand to put the some of this like this green ooze in this bottle because okay, this stuff, it. if can... it's flesh eating, is invaluable. Um, we need something that's not sealed with a cork because a cork is organic. Hmm. Um, Peace. Uh, I would suggest uh, uh, <laughs> the bottle of uh, the ink bottle because that'd actually be sealed using wax. Uh, Which is organic, though, right? No. Uh, wa- oh, God, yeah, because it'd be beeswax back then. Mm. Womp, anyway, womp. so as you... all, all this, we'll, 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 we'll Just, like, up. stuff it with a cloth from your shirt or something. Yeah. Our cloths are organic, too! We don't as, have synthetic so, like, fiber yet. As so, you guys like, a stone. Just find, like, a standing stone. Figure out what to do with the uh, green slime. I have stones in my you sack, hear but... Shrieks. Of absolute pain. Let's go. Forget it. One of them sounds <laughs> like an older woman. One is this insane crying of a little girl. We don't have to close the bottle. We Let's go! go. I'm, I'm running. I'll hand it if we need it, okay? All right, so as you guys start running down the corner, everybody... uh Ever so gingerly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, boing, okay. boing, 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 boing. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. If you got Sweet. it. I don't, oh, so just yeah. a okay. basic dex uh, then. You roll plus ba- Yeah, basic dex this modifier. Hey, natural 20! Maybe the only time a dwarf in the history of role-playing got a 19 with a plus 3 dex. That's 22. Okay. Uh, 17. The dexterous dwarf. Tom? Uh, 7. Okay, so what happens is you guys start running down the hallway. 26. You are all unaffected except for Tom. What happens is you step on a pressure plate. Oh. And oh, a giant balls. axe drops out of the ceiling. Give me oh. a reflex. Yeah, reflex. Okay. We're catching my this teeth. <laughs> <laughs> We were not being okay. Seven plus oh. <laughs> three, ten. 1d10 damage. All right. 1d10 plus one, four. Okay. This thing cuts you in the shoulder, ah. but you're still able to keep moving past it. Okay, sweet. So I took four damage? Yeah. So okay. you keep running down the hallway. You're thinking, Jesus, that was close. So you guys come into this huge uh, chamber, and you can see it's... Carved into the rock, but there are four pillars supporting the ceiling. And you just see this huge stone altar. You see probably about five or six guys dressed in black robes that they're just covered over. You just see them chanting, and you see the three witches um, above the girls. One of the two of them are working on the queen, taking daggers and carving things into her skin. The other one is drawing. On the little girl using acid touch, 
and Eesh. burning runes into her skin. That's oh, fucked no, no. up. Oh god. Oh god. I have something beautiful. Oh god. How much does that alchemist uh, fire weigh? Uh, it weighs. A, I think it weighs a pound. Yeah, a pound. I think so. A pound. I can mage hand it above one of their heads. You can. Yeah, but then you also splatter on the women. Oh, is are they close enough that oh, it was you got, Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're right carving there. them. No, that's dangerous. Um, right there. They're like right over them carving yeah, on them and shit. That's too dangerous. Okay. Um, cross. Do we get surprise going in? They, oh, well, let me see. Oh, they're going to roll perception. Can I roll a stealth? Yeah, let's all roll stealth. Oh, they don't know you're there. They <laughs> rolled a natural one. They're really busy carving okay. shit yeah, into the queen. Well, <laughs> focus well, on this. I, uh, <laughs> I think as we're going in, guys, we have three ranged attacks. We have spell, crossbow, okay. bow. Other than the three witches that are standing around, like the altar with the two daggers. girls on them, um, oh, are the people in the black robes around them? Uh, they're kind of circling around the altar. So there's a circle around the altar of people in black robes, and then within that circle, there's the altar with the the, the queen and the princess, and then the three witches in yes. there. Yes. All right. Um, <clears throat> is there anything else in the room? Other than the four pillars supporting the ceiling, no. Okay. I like um, how you mentioned that. Um, <laughs> I'd like to what? point out that I don't have my shield equipped because okay. I want to be able to be stealthy. And that well, that you ran, two. so I'm presuming. Oh. Um, all right, okay. so I'm going to use my stealth to move up to one of the pillars. Okay. And then attempt to take a shot with my crossbow. Okay, roll me a uh, stealth check. Stealth check. Uh, that's 12 plus 18. <laughs> Holy um, shit. Yeah, not only am I really good at stealth, but then wearing that ring gives me an extra 10. Alright, so you literally just kind of melt in into the shadows. You approach behind one of them. You definitely got one of them in a flanking position. I, I got a 15. Um, you move quietly. Basically, you do disturb some rocks. You definitely made noise, but no one's paying attention. All right, then nice. I am going to if I if I take time, can I add uh, to my attack roll oh, yes. to, to peg if, one of the witches? If you take a full round, yes, you get a plus okay. one the hit. I will do that. Uh, I rolled like three. I mean, I got I'm, plus two, and it was wasted. I'm gonna time uh, casting a magic missile for when they fire. So you're gonna hold action. Six. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Tom, what are you doing? I, I rolled one. five on my stealth. You roll five on your what stealth. Are you doing, Tom? You slip on a slippery piece of moss. You fall on your face, but they do not notice you. But it was what? like, wow, boom! You're like, they, they critical failure their uh, perception yeah. check. Oh wow! Okay. I have plus oh, two to fifteen, right? Okay, so you're good, Justin. What did you roll? For not attempting uh, to stealth in the room, I guess. Oh, oh, hey, uh, you're good. That was, your deck. that was a fifteen plus yeah. zero. Uh, plus so. zero, so it's fifteen. Yeah, deck. you're good. No, it's a plus one. Oh, it's both, that's right. So yeah. So yeah, you are fine, Justin. Great. Um, I roll a. No, it's fourteen. It's I, plus two. I rolled a f natural fifteen. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. And you're fine. so then fine. the uh, well, okay. The I'll just DC worry about was that. twelve. So yeah, you're fine. Okay, we're, yeah. we're good. I got a twenty-four to hit. You definitely hit one of the witches in the back of the head. Um. So, so roll Mike, for damage. I think it's an extra one d six damage. Mike and Tom. Yes, it is. So I, I want to roll your hits, guys. Yeah. Since we're um, divine favor here, uh, just before we do uh, our, if they're doing their long range, I'm okay. Pray. Before I bring uh, out my sword, I'm gonna get that. Nineteen. Bonus. Okay. Oh. Like, plus. Yes. Time a day. Nineteen um, plus. Hang on. Nineteen plus three. Twenty-two. Birdman. Twenty-two. You hit. Yep. Eighteen damage. Um, do I even get you a hit? Because you said I fell. Kill one of the witches. Basically. Uh, Boom! I presume you use kind of lightning with that too. Yeah, yeah that was Basically, one of the lightning boom. strikes. I've only got one Hits left. Hits her right in the back of the spine, drops to the ground. When he does that, I, I did four damage. Yeah, um, is that one? Per <laughs> uh, Mike, do I even get an attack? Because you said I fell over, yes. so I would be prone. And, yeah, you're um, prone. Yeah. Um, Mike, 
uh, five damage. I magic missile uh, the third witch who they're not shooting, and uh, from the doorway because it does in fact have a verbal component. Which which did you want to hit? Uh, the one who the was one doing on acid the on the kid. Okay, so you hit the one on the kid, take her right in the back of the head. Her head literally explodes Taser from all shot. the electricity. Oh, well, that's uh, nice. She the little girl's now traumatized and, with the exploding uh, head all over the place. Bizarre! Alright, you zap. Bam! You hit one of the witches, dealing I did max damage on my five magic damage. missile, yeah. <laughs> okay. Five. You hit her for five. Not as exciting as Connell's uh, <laughs> 18. I did four. Even less and you're going to hit the one that obviously was still left. Are you hitting a new witch or the same one he uh, hit? I hit a different one. Yeah, I different one. Okay. Just his chance to stun him. Okay, so that's yeah. four yeah. damage, you said? Yeah, arrow in the back of the head should stun something. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, everybody roll initiative. Hey, it's actually a good time. 15. 16. 20. Uh, so, 24. Okay, so okay, hold on I a sec. Okay, three threes with this gamer dice. Ah. But whatever, okay. I don't care about initiative okay, hold so much. On. Um, <laughs> I don't care about initiative. Okay, who got next? <laughs> I rolled 20. 24. Okay, so you go first, me. Uh, tw uh, sorry, 20, what, 17 and 4, 21. 21. Okay, so it's you. So them, then me. I got a 16. Okay. Who's higher than 16? Anybody? Um, I had a 15. I had okay. 6. So Justin, <laughs> Mike, and then... Tom. The next All right, Derek, you go first, good, man. So. Okay, well, the, the cultists have definitely turned their attention to you. The robed figures, but they're not making action. The witch? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm basically in fucking Harry Dresden pose there. Uh, throw, I throw another magic missile at the one that I hit. Okay, then, it hits. Roll me damage. Uh, another five. Nice. Okay, you hit her. She does not look good. Um. So you hit her again. She looks very unsteady on her feet. Basically, your magic missiles rip right across her body. This basically big magical burns across her face. And another one right across her throat. Okay. She looks like she's barely standing. Sheesh. All right, Did then. I get her enough that she's stunned and won't be able to cast anything at me this round? She looks pissed. Um, but it is unfortunately... Is there anything I can move uh, to take cover? It's Connell's turn. Sorry. So... <laughs> Okay, so between the point where I'm standing at the pillars and the center where the altar is, how far is that? Probably about 10 feet. About 10 feet? Yeah. Okay, and... Okay, so that, that actually puts me out of, out of range of something that I'm going to attempt here. Another thing, have they noticed me, or are they no, still looking they, at him? they have no idea. They're looking they at him noticed. and Mike. All right, then you're going to put the crossbow over to one hand, okay. reach into his pocket, and I'm going to toss another Thunderstone. Okay. Um, and I'm going to aim for just the other side of the altar. Okay. Um, so that's going to stun some of the cultists on that side and hopefully the witches and also the queen and the princess. But if it stuns those people and also if the sound's coming from over there, it's less of a chance that they're going to see me. All right, then. So everyone's going to have to roll a... It's a fortitude save? God damn it, Kyle. So give me a sec. Well, so I was aiming for the other side of the thing to try to be out of range of it. All right, so you do that. The witches unfortunately make their saves. Okay. But the cultists is what I'm worried 20. about. The cultists also do. Oh, the cultists also nice. do. I rolled it natural. Oh. Yep, you're fine. Who rolled above uh, a 15? I got a 14. What's this? It's not your day, man. <laughs> I uh, for, for the fucking thunderstones? I'm three feet tall. Well, I'm, I'm trying to throw it beyond what am I rolling uh, reflex? damaging range so that, yeah. it's, it's, so that it doesn't hit our party Fortitude? who's by the well, poles. It, it, it still fills the room. You're in a room that would echo. Yeah, right. I got. 
Fortitude, yeah. right? Yeah. The cleric okay, rolled nine. six. Okay, you guys all just... The for the sake of it's dramaticies, range, you guys are stunned by it. it. I okay. okay. That so that's a game master but... gimme. Okay. All right. Well, all good right. to know you guys. <laughs> all right, so they are stunned, but... I'm stunned? The cultists I'm are stunned. like, what the fuck? They don't know where you are, though. Yeah, because it would have landed on the yeah. opposite side. It so wouldn't... the cultists are going to attack now. Yeah. They didn't know where you were before. <laughs> All right. I was attempting to defend some of them. The like, queen days. and they are coming after Justin, who's currently stunned. Who should have just taken by the Thunderstone? It's 18. got a ten foot range. I so didn't think it would affect you? us. Eighteen is my AC. Oh yeah. So they yeah, hit you exactly. Fun. They does it go to attack or a defender? Uh, tie. Um, it usually goes to defender. It depends on the DM. Yeah. Um. Usually goes to the, to the defender. So you. Hmm. Kind of like, well, what do I hit with it? Just give me a second. The one chick throws a dart at you. Basically, she's right out of her robe. Ugh. Goes like that. You see, you take 1d4 damage. Okay. And um, 4 oh. plus 1. No, plus 3, 7. Uh, I just need to look up. Uh, that's, when it, that, that's going to the defender? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> 7 damage on 21 so, yet. You're also poisoned, or something? and I can't find it on my phone right now, so I'm just going to say it does one damage per round. Okay. So this thing hits you. It hits you in the shoulder. It, it goes in really deep. But uh, on the bonus side, the shock of that pain kind of knocks you out of your days. Oh, great. Ow. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 14. All right, so you're good. You're no, you're no longer. Uh, moving down to Mike. <laughs> Yo, um, okay. I'm just I'm just reading the rules on Greece because it's not showing me the DC check for Greece. It only really affects if they're going over terrain. Well, they're going over terrain to walk towards us. So if I grease that, they might slip on the way to us, which okay. just becomes hilarious at that point. All right. It's either that or I boost everyone's rolls. Yeah. I think that would yeah, be that your would best be idea. Yeah, if you have a way to snap me out of being stunned, thank yeah, you, Connell. It's called uh, Inspire. <laughs> <laughs> I can go for the comedy, or I can like, actually help yeah, yeah, the yeah, entire yeah. team. It's called <laughs> the final battle. Inspire Courage. And once I do it, I, it's, it's a round thing, so I can do it like six rounds total. And everyone gets plus one morale against charm and fear effects and plus one on attack and weapon damage rolls. I think that Great. would be your best option. So to play this, dun, 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 dun. you got the touch. All right. <laughs> you got the power. All right. So the cave fills with the sound of your song. Your enemies are like, they look at you in amazement. They're like, they brought a bard. <laughs> <laughs> this party has a bard. <laughs> they didn't that expect that. They expected fully armored knights, not the motley crew that you guys are. <laughs> not a halfling sorcerer and a bard. So and yeah, a guy everyone with has chicken. plus one to hit, plus one damage. So all right, you keep it. all that in mind. Tom, it's your go. Um, I was stunned, I thought. No. You're, you're, you're fixed now. Yeah, oh, you're, okay. you're fixed now. Oh, thanks okay. to the bard. It's the touch. Stan all Bush right. has liberated you. <laughs> Love Stan Bush. All right, well, awesome, I'm going man. to use my move action to stand up from prone. Quick okay. action to draw out a dagger, and I'm going to throw it. All right. Roll uh, it. At, <laughs> at the witch that I've been blasting. Yeah. Okay. Do a, little, do a little twirl in the air. Uh, how far away is she? Mike? About 10 feet. I have a spell for okay. the mooks. <laughs> Sleep, bitches. Good 19 man. plus oh, 5. you hit. Oh, um, but that's a critical range. All right, roll it. Because I rolled a natural yeah, 19. Yeah, 19 yep. is a is yep. critical. Yeah, roll it. 
Roll to confirm. Oh, 19 or 20. <laughs> you do not confirm, but you hit. Still hit. Do a d4. Actually, quick question. Um, the queen and the princess, are they Don't chained to the, to the altar? I'm yes. Like they're attached to it. Yes, they're attached okay. to it. All right. What's your damage? Six. You throw your dagger, basically grab it by the tip, whip it, hits the one witch right in the heart. Oh. Drops her. Yay. <laughs> All right. Drops clutching the dagger Sweet. and falls to the ground dead. The last witch is still standing. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, and now it's the top, top of, of the round again. Uh, well, I never went. Mike. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Justin, sorry. Okay, Justin, sorry, Justin. I, didn't write you down, sir. I thought you were praying. Uh, that was last time. Oh, when yeah, you guys did your surprise round. Then we rolled initiative, okay. where I think I rolled a... a 16, 16. Yeah. yeah. All right, 16. here we go. So then I was stunned, yeah, but then I good. wasn't stunned because I got hit, and that knocked me out of it. All right. All it right. was great. It was all fun, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, I've got, Thank like, you, super buffs from, like, singing and praying and having a great old time. Oh, you're stacked. So I go and pull out the, the, the cold iron masterwork longsword that I haven't used at all this game <laughs> because it wasn't actually mine One when it started. to take out, dude. Why and the flame tongue? Oh, I don't have that. I gave I it have, back to you. I, I, oh, well, this actually still does more damage. It's masterwork. It does ah. more damage. Yeah, the other one's magic. Mo this one's magic, too. Don't worry. It's got the cold. Yeah, it's... Uh, I got the more magical Dual wield. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I got one. The... You can have that ability. Right, hey, hey, okay, I want to lop her head off. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna uh, like. Are you doing a called <laughs> shot? Oh, what is the um, layout of this room again? We've got the pillars and the altars and the witches, words. but wasn't there like a fire pit in the back just or something? Just kill her. No. No. Okay. Great. That was so only from your vision. That was just the dream. Yeah. Oh god, that's a foreshadow. Okay, so I'm running at her to yeah. I'm just the neck. Um. Oh, that's pretty good. So uh, that would have been a four plus and the other two, so sixteen plus six. You hit her. Uh, no doubt about it. One d eight plus one damage plus one d four cold damage. All right. So one d eight uh, and the other option D4. is you could have used the you could use the flame sword and just power burner. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, we got, got like another okay. turn. Don't worry. It's if okay. he swings the uh, the ice Look sword and the that. fire sword, I rolled an eight. So that's a nine, and then then that's another four. Or no, that's just plus your strength plus bonus. Plus a three. Oh, plus my strength plus bonus. Strength bonus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, plus two to damage. So that's eight plus five. Thirteen. Plus Three plus sixteen. One. All right, sixteen so you, damage. You swing your sword. You carve right into her shoulder. That's goes right. right through her. The power of the cold travels up the blade. Power freezes of her day. body solid. After a second, shatters. Yeah, I twist the blade after oh, it freezes. Awesome. Cracker in half. Everywhere. Hang on. Um, There's no way it's that easy. Uh, no, no. Now, I, actually, I have a solution to no, our there minion was another problem vision. too. Yeah. Um, and I think I just used the next cold round. On, starts, Mike. Next one's a fire um, guy. Yeah. Look at the minions. Mm. I know what I want to do. Sleep. All right. The. Doo -doo -doo. I don't even know if they get a check against. Doo -doo -doo. I don't think so. So all the minions Doo -doo -doo -doo. fall asleep. How many are As there? The last ten. Um, As the last minion hits, hits the floor, the cave starts to shake. Yeah. I rush and I start picking the locks on the uh, on the All manacles. Right. Disable device. Disable device, and I get Birdman, an extra. Ten question. Two. Can my teleport I can luck you. bracelet take uh, someone with me? 
One person, yes. You want 18. The, excellent. Get you, the girl. You nope. disable the queen. planer, right? I can go to and different planes. Roll again for the princess. Okay. Well, I can um, go to different planes, well, right? No, it just takes you someplace you. safe. Doesn't matter. And, but as long as you, as long as you know where you're going, it'll take them there. Same thing. Yeah. All right. You disable. I them grab both. the princess, scoop her up, and run. What happens as you guys go, go, do go, this? Go 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 go. You see part of the floor give way behind the altars. This huge just gout of fire and lava shoots up, hits the ceiling. You guys avoid it. Yep. And this huge demon, you recognize it as the demon from your visions. This pit fiend <laughs> and this succubus. <laughs> I suggest we all okay, run! Wait, no, we no, got, no, no, we got the ladies, let's go. <laughs> when we were in the armory, and you can attest to this, yep. I in fact wrote down Two thunderstones. <laughs> yeah. yeah so did. as we are getting to like the doorway and running back down in the hallway, I'd like with Princess turn and whip a stone at it. Screw it. I got alchemist fire. I'll do We're in thing. that room. No, we're leaving the room now. <laughs> we're we're no. in front of us. And if it's on the other side of a 20 foot room, we would be out of the radius. It of the hit us from sound. two stories down <laughs> in a room really with music playing. All right, no. all right, all right. I'll I've leave got it. Alchemist fire. Let me just mage hand alchemist fire. It's not going to hurt the demons. Oh, yeah, Who's fire. actually made of fire? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck it, Birdman. <laughs> yeah, running. Magic missile, magic missile, acid splash. I take the tunnel down behind us. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? As we're running the fuck away. Hang on, hang on. Before we get, it gets an attack roll. Then no, no, just run. Let's just run. okay. Fuck it. Let's run, run, we're run, running. Run, no, run, run, you you run, said run, it. Run, run, yeah. Attack roll. All right. Does a thirty hit you? Yes. Oh fuck. <laughs> You feel a dark energy come over you. The demon's voice is in your head. Oh, peace. Uh, I hit the heel stick. Kill your friends. Oh. You get no saving throw against this. Ooh, uh, you can beat a 30. Um, is that an can audio the, thing? Because um, I can countersong that. Uh, Mike? You're fighting a creature you have no hope in hell of beating. I know, and that's why I'm <laughs> trying to run the fuck away from it. It's my overwhelming urge for survival. Plus, any one of these magic items, <laughs> somehow useful. Will counter soap nope. work? No. Uh, no. Unless no, this, you can is, be like this a level. is like a fucking pit fiend. This is like a, if we were all level 20, we might stand a chance kind of monster. Yeah. Okay, um, wait a minute. 20, I, I, sorry, 26 acrobatics to run through that hallway full of slime. You're fine. Okay, um, so we, you bolt right <laughs> out. I, I actually do have a solution to this one, Mike. All right. Plus With my charisma of 20, because there is still some wiles. Yes, but later. Roll me your will save. <coughs> okay. I'm looking for a 20. <coughs> it all comes down to this. 20. You break the demon's hold. Run! <laughs> Running like the fuck! You do as such, you just hear the pit fiend roar. You have all failed me! As, as he's roaring, I'm just like, guys, pit, pit! Basically, what happens? Failure is good. Let's go. You start hearing screams from the other room, like and screams and wet, squishy sounds, and then that's all those sleeping cultists. All right, they totally deserved it. Basically, this huge fire blast shoots out of the hole as you guys clear it with the queen and over the pit. The manor starts to just melt. To the boat! To the boat! To the boat! All right, so you guys do that. Of Ghostbusters. Indiana Jones. <laughs> so you guys Did you see it? What was it? We'll get back to you. What? Wait, wait, Sarah's still there, get her? unconscious. Yep. Um, and 
thrown the fuck out. Yep. All right. So you guys get in the boat, start rowing. Did we grab her? She was in the boat. She was in the boat. We left her in the boat. So as you guys get off the island, once you guys are about maybe 10 minutes out, the island just starts to glow red. That's right. And starts to sink into the water. Well, there goes our guild hall, Mike. This is like the ending of every SNES game ever. Like the castle slowly sinks in the distance as you're riding away, like Castlevania. Effectively. And then and then the camera zooms in on the on the halfling's eyes because it's still made a promise that has to keep tomorrow. As you guys start rowing out on the boat, each of you hear something different. You hear a voice in your head. Sven, me. Sven hears, you will still betray them. Derek, in your head, now I know how you think. Ooh. Justin. Oh, uh, whatever your character. I'm sorry. Forget you. Soft. soft. I only said it once. You hear in your character's head, um, the voice says, I'll be your god before the end of the year. The bard. I can't wait for you to get home. And Tom, just the eerie crying of a child. Of a chicken. The and only clucking. thing you hear. Of a clucking. clucking. Eerie clucking. Cluck. Okay, so Cluck. what happens, you guys arrive <laughs> back at the castle with Thera. The forest, the path right down the main road, completely clear. Sun. Basically, if you look off to the side of the road, oh, it's still evil as fuck. But right down the middle, fine. Good Corcus Maximus, good Corcus Maximus. Who's a good doggy? Who's a good doggy? So you guys arrive back at the castle. The king is still nowhere to be seen. But um, you guys um, go back to the king's bedroom to see he's there. Um, His eyes have healed, but he's still not quite himself. The The court seer says he will never be fit to rule again. But he is alive. He looks at the queen, who is still very shaken up from this, but Thera did heal. Says, you're in line now. This is your kingdom now. The princess just goes over to her father, starts crying to him. The dad, you can tell. It's the best way to describe it. It's like he has Alzheimer's disease. He doesn't remember anything for more than a few, uh, couple minutes. Mm. And he just whispers one more thing. It's not over. And that is where we shall leave things. So that was Pathfinder Nightmare Lake. Did I fudge the rules? You fucking right I did. But I think we all had a good time, which we'll talk about in the debrief. So for These Wars Are Terrible, we have been... Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Holocaust. Justin, I only died once. Ecock. Big Mike of the 404s. Tom, he's an evil genius, Wyatt. And I'm Derek the Bard. I've been Mike the Birdman Dodger Game Master saying... I'll see you guys next week. And we weren't so terrible. Yeah. Oh, All right. I, I was. I was pretty crappy. These warriors are terrible. Seriously, these are the guys we're going to go with? Hey, guys. Welcome out to These Warriors Are Terrible debrief. Uh, now, I do have to post a small correction to this episode. Um, our former Twig intern, A.J. Bernard's father, like I did mention throughout this entire session, passed away on May 9th or 10th. And I've been saying his name wrong. It was Denis Bernard, because uh, he comes from a very heavy French background, and they're quite prominent in Welland, Ontario, and actually helped develop the French immersion program for this particular province. 
So that's kind of neat. A little, little bit of trivia there. May you rest in peace, Denny. You were a very awesome man. So now let's get back to the matter at hand. We are talking about Pathfinder Nightmare Late, the module that I created and ran for these group. And let's just say it went off the rails not too long after we started. <laughs> it went off the rails the second we got on that boat. Pretty much. And I, uh, so I guess everybody go around the group and introduce yourselves again. Uh, okay, I'll start. I'm Big Mike. I played Brock Von Hellsmasher, a dwarven bard. Um, yeah, hello. Hi. I, go ahead, Tom. I was just saying hi to Mike. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go ahead then. Uh, I'm Tom, he's an evil genius white, and I played Arkari, a.k.a. Nash, who is the one-eighth hobgoblin knife fighter who suffered the tragic loss of his chicken. <laughs> uh, that chicken was precious to my character. <laughs> I'm just so a Mr. Eacock. I played the cleric Soth, uh, responsible for the death of said chicken. <laughs> I, it was really, honestly, I was trying to kill the assassin. <laughs> I did blame you. I blamed the assassin. It was his fault. I blamed my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's your cue so still have another person. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it's well, because I'm used to you guys pointing at me whenever you want me to talk. Um, <laughs> I'm metaphorically pointing at you, Connell. I'm so hard right now, you don't even know. Okay, well, my name is Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Holocaust, and I was playing a human rogue who was practically friggin' Batman. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember the name that I used. Uh, the Sven. Wargarbles? Sven Wargarbles. <laughs> so it's multi-syllables with you, isn't it? <laughs> it has to be. Not Sonterblugget von Humpenshire this time. Yes, Sonterblugget was the name of my horse. Is that the name? Because you've always said it so fast I could never quite process it. I, I just know it was the most hilarious combination of syllables I'd heard in a while. It's weird seeing it typed up on YouTube because I'm just looking at the letters and I'm like, holy crap, that does make that sound. It's just uh, I figured out as much as Sonterblugget. Okay, so in today's debrief, there are a number of things that happened during my adventure that I didn't quite count on, namely our number two, which <laughs> I call it the endless fucking dice roll. Oh, boy. Are you kidding? I didn't do a damn thing. That no, Mike, it was really all your fault when you, as soon as you had a woman walking up the stairs to the second <laughs> floor of the, of the hotel, like, what did you expect to happen other than everyone to just forget about the game? <laughs> See, no, I everything was going to go fine. I was going to oh. go on, like, a panty raid, but then everything suddenly went wrong when... Uh, Whose uh, house is on fire I right apologize. Now? One of my minions is attempting to cook something, <laughs> and the alarms have gone off. <laughs> so they're failing miserably. Everybody just sit tight. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> All right, they Why did I immediately think that was happening at Dodd's house, though? Hey! Justin, I thought it was at your place. I figured you were at a, going through an emergency drill of some kind at the office. Oh, right, yeah, because I'm always at the office. <laughs> That's where you uh, live, Justin. Yeah, no, I'm not currently in the middle of Fort Ecock. <laughs> Just say that really quickly. You enjoy yourselves. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, no, as soon as, uh, as, soon oh, as that I happened, get it. We all basically went wingman style and, and, and started the most epic concert any tavern has ever seen, <laughs> uh, providing lights and sound and, oh. and, and a, and a multi-array 
effects of sensory perceptions. We need, we need just to so that Rogue could go upstairs and, and, and tap that ass. Please give a shout out to Derek, though, for uh, not being able to make it today. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Derek the Bard is having to slave away for the man today, and he could not join us. So Derek's character was your sorcerer, your utility mage, he, although he had a fondness for acid every time he could. Yeah, and he had uh, shield the whole time. He was a dragon aspect. Right. He, yeah. Uh, sorcerer, which was I thought was neat. Just see this tiny little gnomish dragon just walking around. No, halfling. Yes, he was a halfling. Yes. Yeah, we, we don't speak about gnomes. Blink, blink. Well, quickly. It's just not um, it's about gnomes. They're gross. So, honest. yeah, the... Your your story went right off the rails right off at the beginning, Mike. Uh, but I mean, what did you actually have? How, how how what was the pacing? How long did you want us there in that? Did you really think we were going to get out of that hotel in the first twenty minutes? I was fucking hoping. I was hoping you guys would be in and out in twenty minutes. Basically, mm -hmm. what was going to happen? The assassin was going to go up the stairs. Was going to kill her. You were going to chase him through the sewers of the city. You were supposed to interrogate the assassin. So you were going to fight him, but I was going to make him a lot less buff. Uh, but what happened is because you guys engaged him so early, he didn't get a chance to kill the girl, and he kept rolling fucking ones. Um, thinking, oh shit, now I gotta, uh, this isn't going the way I want. And yeah, so that's what happened. And actually, the character of the of the ambassador is one I kind of made up on the spot because I didn't have any stats for her actually. Because she was gonna die. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you are gonna be DOA. I don't even need to put stats for you. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck. See, and there, there you go. That that's a really valuable dungeon mastering lesson. If you yeah. put the character yeah. on the screen, you better know who they are, even if they're only expected to survive for ten seconds, because you never know. Yeah. I'm kind You're of ridiculously meticulous that way. I stat everyone. <laughs> yeah, unless like you know empirically that they're going to die, like they are already dying by the time the player has found them. Stat them, because you never know what the players might try to do to save them, especially if they're a woman. And on the reverse side, I remember running a game where the opening sequence was going to have this massive explosion, but these three characters, I had expected, okay, they're stacked up with stats, they got a huge backstory, the three of them are these paladins who were sent to deal with it, they're going to live through this, except the opening sequence went so drastically wrong, where all the heroes did all the wrong things and made it all that much worse, and these three characters who I had these huge elaborate backstories are going to work as the guides to this entire campaign, were all wiped out and I had nothing and I'm like fuck what do I do now how do I now guide my heroes through this story when I've now killed off my guides so that was fun it's <laughs> good uh, yeah things that go off the rails can be exciting though although I didn't think we would uh -huh. be stuck in the same battle for two and a half hours that was interesting <laughs> see that's, that is one of the biggest disadvantages I think of any system that runs on D20 or anything like Dungeons and Dragons is combat it, it, somebody summed it up as this a game where a walk can, where a three hour walk can take five minutes where a five second battle can take three hours yeah yeah, yeah you've yeah. all complained about how fast my combat goes but fuck it we get shit done that day don't we yeah whereas with mine it drags out it's very cinematic yeah, yeah. but it drags out and I was that's gonna say combat taking a while is necessarily a bad thing 
No, not if you can. It, it, it allows everyone to have a little bit more control over their individual actions. It, it, everything's more done with like a scalpel instead of a broadsword, uh, mm-hmm. where you really can. You know, Connell's able to bring out all these elaborate items out of his pouch and throw them exactly <laughs> kind of where he wants them to go, and yeah. can worry about speed and movement and angles and trajectory, and all that works into the game. Whereas when we did Star Wars Leviathan on D6, it was more just you know, sp- scattershot all the time. It was more about the, the, the bigger picture rather than the individual actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I wanted to squeeze a lot more uh, <laughs> kind of story into this, and I think I kind I think I really hit my stride around hour three to try and make it a more enriching experience. Oh, I, yeah. Hours one and two, I wasn't too proud of from a GM perspective. I was thinking, oh, shit, I got them sucked in the combat. I had this epic moody thing I wanted to set oh, we up. Were, I was we really invested, though. <laughs> Yeah, we were having a blast. We had Batman throwing caltrops on the ground. We had uh, fireballs turning me into a skeleton and killing me. I threw out my sword out the window. I mean, that opening sequence where uh, Sven kicks in the door, shoots out the dagger, grabs the girl and jumps out the window and floats down to safety was just fucking incredible. That was one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in a game with a rogue. And it's exactly what you're rogue to be. I can't believe it was my first time playing as a rogue. Where have they been all my life? <laughs> I love you being born a rogue. for that. Oh, fuck. It was just like, it's all skill checks and shenanigans. Like, yeah. <laughs> like absolutely. It's all indirect combat, skill checks, and shenanigans. And it's, I feel like I was born for this. And that's yeah. the key. You figured it out. It's all about staying out of combat. <laughs> I, yeah. You told, after you fired off that crossbow, did you actually use your weapon for the rest of that entire battle? Um, no, oh, he dropped uh, it. Uh, yeah, I he dropped, dropped it in order to uh, in order to grab the the princess and leap out the window, or rather the court mage. She was a princess to me. I don't give a shit. Sure. And then the rest of the entire combat was just shenanigans and items that you were pulling out of your belt. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally ran up to that guy and was like throwing nets at him and caltrops and other <laughs> shit, just like because I didn't have my crossbow and I didn't have any other weapons on me, so I was literally just flinging crap. Yeah, no, this adventure brought to you by <laughs> thunderstones. <laughs> the best invention. Oh yeah, Flashbangs. those thunderstones did nothing good for us. <laughs> Blinded Derek and made him deaf twice. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that happened. Just uh, oh. let's see the second time around. It's like, would you stop that? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I don't understand sign language. Another <laughs> thing that happened during the second hour, and I. This has been a problem with Twat since the inception of the show. How do we deal with player death? And one of the one of the things I gave you guys, and I totally didn't expect you to use it, because I literally just went through the back of the game mastery guide for about three quarters of the items that that like you guys had, and just gave them to you. And I figured, ah, eh, it casts heal. I don't. They won't have cure light wounds at at this stage, and none of them's a paladin's or a cleric, I, I, truly. I Except for you, and I don't think you had any healing spells, did you? I had one. Oh, I used them. Yeah. So I figured, you know what? At least this way, they have they have a, a backup plan. They'll never get to use resurrection. Second <laughs> hour happens. Yeah. So yeah, <sighs> yeah. The, the the one guy who can actually heal things was uh, vaporized. So, <laughs> so was- like, how do we deal with this? I mean, like, we've had games where. 
things should have happened and they didn't. I mean, one good example of this, once again, me GMing, is actually there are two examples of this that I can think of. One was we, when we were all playing Shadowrun, Steve, uh, Steve Saylor was playing um, a mage and he suffers from something called Drain. Every time you cast a spell, it has the potential to hurt you physically. Steve had casted his spell at the highest possible force and rolled a shit ton of ones. This is very bad. Steve should have died in our, I think it was two in that adventure, but I didn't okay. know how to handle that. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I better make up something. Good thing he's magical. The, the gods save you, yay. Um, the next problem we had, I think, was with uh, Erica Sasbo when we were playing Star Wars uh, Leviathan. She had an alien head burst in her face. She was literally a number oh, yeah. away from having that going catastrophically wrong. Yeah. Man, I only listened to the first part. I gotta hear the rest of that now. Oh, it's- You idiot. You gotta listen to the whole thing right to the very... I gotta say that it's the last ten minutes of the last episode <laughs> and and Julian and and, and what he does... It's just... I won't say anymore. It's just... It's okay. worth it to get right to the end and it really invests yourself. All the almost spoilers. <laughs> the, um... You just know who and and when Steve did our Matrix game, uh, it was uh, a scene with a car. And was it Erica again? I think it was Erica again. And uh, her, trying to throw the car through the lobby and uh, rolled uh, like three ones in a row. And, and a D6 system, it was a, a serious complication was going to happen here. And the serious complication was that she still succeeded in driving the car through the lobby and she was just thrown from the car. I was like, that's not... So we, it worked. <laughs> Steve, you're being a little too nice here. He should have, she should have put it in reverse and driven it into the wrong lobby or something. But, uh, you know, it, it is, it, it's tough as a GM uh, to make that judgment no call of... No drivers, of How course. do I... No, how do I... Um, how do I still remain fair and harm my players without just wiping them out of the story, especially in a, in a four-hour format where uh, you, 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 you remove a personality from your podcast for the remaining two hours? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like when we were doing the Judge Dredd uh, D20, I flubbed a roll while I was climbing a ladder. and. Yep. Um, and Big Mike told me that my foot got caught in the ladder and, like, twisted or broke. Yeah. And... Uh, and he was asking later, it's like, I, it's like maybe I should have just killed you. And I was like, well, yeah, I you probably it... should have. That would have made things pretty interesting right there in the last episode. Well, here's, yeah. here's my thing. You didn't fail. I was looking at the situation like, should I have killed him? I don't know. But the thing is, you, didn't, you failed operating the ladder. So therefore, whatever bad happens to you happens to you on the ladder. Hence why the twisting of the ankle. I'm like, well, I could kill him or I could wing him and make him walk around like a cripple. What's yeah. scarier? That is right. Yes, let's yeah. do that. I was I was ready though because my character died very close to the end of that hour uh, to just spend the break between uh, hours two and three to make up a new character or, or take my same character sheet and just be like, "Is there a doctor in the house?" And someone in the audience in the tavern is like, "I'm a cleric," <laughs> <laughs> and you know he just joins your party. I think, I think that would have been an an interesting kind of twist on it. Actually, what I probably would have done in that situation. Is I would have had your character somehow haunt the group. I would have told you this in secret. <laughs> yes. Like, like you're allowed to harass them, fuck up one role per hour for somebody. See, and, and that's 
But and he's on our side. Yeah, but you guys like, also let him die. Character let him die. He let him die. Character deaths in, in role-playing games can be really powerful if it can help move the story forward. Uh, I played a Dungeons & Dragons 3.5 game for five years, all through high school and college. <laughs> And my monk, who I had invested like you know four hours every month uh, in, into this character, and we worked our way from like levels one up to seven or eight or something, and uh, and in one roll, uh, the uh, the the rule of thumb in Dungeons and Dragons is if you roll uh, a, a twenty, that's a critical hit. If you roll another twenty, that's like a really awesome critical hit. This is going to deal massive damage. And then if you roll a third confirmed 20 a natural 20 um in a row uh that's just you're dead you kill the person no matter no questions asked they're dead gone it doesn't matter how impossible or improbable it might be they're gone and that's what happened uh it was even better the dungeon master wasn't even rolling the monster dice we had brought in a friend who had never played to play the role of the boss monster and he rolled three twenties. So the dm was like fuck i don't even want to like take this away from him this is incredible so he let my monk who I had been playing for six and a half years to just liquefy right <laughs> from like a sonic blast all the bones disappeared and I just dropped like a sack of potatoes and that was it and he was gone and it shattered the whole group because it really sent this like feeling like oh shit this is this is the battle to end all battles our group of six is now a group of five and uh, it was a lot of fun actually to um it, it go through that experience and create a secondary character where we, we went on a side quest to try and resurrect them and it, it really brought the story forward where we all started, it meant something when a character died and uh, you can't just shy away from it but it's um, it can be a really interesting uh, storytelling device if you know how to use it right and you're not just being a, a, a dick bag and just yeah. killing <laughs> right and center that's not fun at all if your characters are disposable yeah and the only other game where we've had consistent character (laughs) death is the game you're running next month justin is paranoia xp because and we're not going to tell you too much more than that but death is sort of the name of the game in that one yeah, it's a little bit more slapstick. Um, the it, it's it's less about is my character going to die and more about am I at least still going to look good in the papers at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so if you're, uh, uh, everyone in Alpha Complex has multiple clones and and you die in these hilariously unpredictable ways and then a pneumatic tube comes down from the ceiling and <laughs> there you are and you, uh, a new clone walks out with a, another number stamped on their forehead it can be really difficult for players to change from like the usual mindset in terms of tabletop gaming to that mindset in specific um, well, it's really frustrating if you well, yeah willing I had another group of people that it. I normally did tabletop games with and their reaction was like they got upset when their characters just started dying on mass and they were like well no guys that's the point of this game your characters are supposed to die a bunch and it's supposed to be funny and slapstick and hilarious and stuff and they're like yeah but my character died and yeah, that, exactly. was, that was kind of because they hadn't really gotten into that mindset where this isn't your standard tabletop game and that dying is supposed to be just a regular part of it yeah. Well, spoiler free. I remember there was a point in our game, Mike, where you and Erica, she keeps coming up in the conversation. Uh, you, it clicked. Oh, death 
doesn't have as much meaning as we think it does. And you just started actually having fun and giving into it and just being completely chaotic for the whole group and being as much a danger to yourself as you were to everyone around you. Uh, and at the same time, I remember really fighting with Steve for a bit where he was getting really frustrated and discouraged when characters were being wiped out because uh, he couldn't give himself into the darker side of the comedy of, of, of the game. And it was just sort of like, he felt like he was failing. I'm like, no, you didn't fail. You just don't have a say in it. Well, yeah. and, <laughs> how some things in the game go. And and that's something to actually kind of um, address here, because as far as... As far as I'm concerned, Steve is relatively new to the world of our of RPGs series because we're playing consistently, right? So you're game. He's basically welcome to spring fucking training, more or less for him. And I've noticed with him, he comes from a, a different type of player class. And Mike, Big Mike, actually posted a blog on thisweekingeek.net about this, which you should go check right. out. It's what's it called, Mike? Again, uh, the Sage Abyss. Yeah, and what is the title of your article called again? Oh fuck! I don't the remember. five phases of the RPG yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Go check that out. And I find Steve is in the number two to three phase. And what I'm trying to say is, he, you get attached to a the character. phases of the RPG player. Yeah, the phase of the RPG player. When you because like Justin just said, sometimes it comes down to are you failing? We saw this during the Avengers uh, module where Steve was nicknamed Captain Ineffectual. And then we had problems. He was Craster, Craster in in, in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, you and just you get a character who's just going to not perform as you want him to. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. it comes down to dice rolls, and you're just going to roll a bunch of ones. Yeah, and it sucks because I don't like having my players not having fun and feeling discouraged, <laughs> but. It's sometimes the attitude of the player. And I'm not saying Steve yeah. has a, a bad attitude about it. He just hasn't had the experience with it yet. What it is is, and, and this is nothing to say Steve, it goes down to he hasn't, he, he's, he's figuring it out. And he, I think he figured it out a long way when he ran a Matrix game and learned how little control even the GM has over the direction of the story. Um, we're all working together to tell the story, which means no one person can decide its outcome. And he was having a lot of trouble with his character and he's I think he's gotten over that now since actually running a game of I want my character to do this my character doesn't do this I've done something wrong and that's not always the case you want your character to do something but sometimes you really have to just enjoy and revel and roll around in its failure if your character is going to become a bumbling idiot and a klutz and trip over everything and crash his vehicle into the ground every time he steps onto it that's not your fault as a player you're rolling ones it's going to happen work that into your story make it yeah. Fun, and and that's a really hard, a difficult lesson to learn because it can it, be very hard. Yeah, especially for Steve, who's a writer. He, if hey, he knows I'm how he writer. wants them, but but as some writer. <laughs> but I'm just saying for Steve himself, he he writes books, he puts out stories. I I've always thought of him as a storyteller. He. He, he has so much control over every aspect of his story, even though he'll let his characters do what they want to do and, you know, all that. It's very different in a role-playing game where you have very little control over the outcome of the story. All you can do is control how you react to those outcomes. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's hard lesson to learn. It's just a different type of writing, honestly. Like uh, I find that um, my writing can really shine writing. when I do an RPG, uh, as long as you're just willing to be flexible about it. Like, 
You say, I want these plot elements, and I want them to lead in this direction, but you don't say, it needs to go here. You have to kind of leave things open, let the players take it the direction they want. character who was designed to die in the first minute. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't even call it writing, though, at that point. It, there's, it, I've, there's something I've been noticing the more I've been looking into RPGs. There are the oddest mix between designing a video game and crafting a story. Yeah. And it's... And you have to strike that hybrid between the two because the second you realize something, you have four to five elements that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to influence that without actually directly it's, influencing in that. And that's your kind, players. It's kind of like a group writing exercise, honestly. It totally is. And honestly, I came into it not as a writer. I always came into role-playing games originally from an improv team. We were an improv team in high school. A teacher told us, hey, Dungeons & Dragons is kind of like improv. Why don't you come and uh, try it out over a lunch break? And so I think it was much more of a natural fit than someone who's used to crafting stories uh, on paper um, without... The, the rules of a game around it to someone who is used to playing on stage in front of people and, and making things up on the spot set to different game rules like the party quirks from whose line is it anyway or something like that um, that's how I came into Dungeons and Dragons was uh, was from an improv side and it, it is, it's a mix between it, group storytelling and uh, and improv, it really just you just gotta go with it and just mm. let yourself be caught up in the current and accept the things you can't control, which is very hard to do. But once you do, it's so fucking rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, in terms of storytelling, I came into role playing as a player. I didn't start GMing until I was in high school, and I hated it, mm-hmm. utterly hated it, because I never got a chance to be a player. And even now, I'm not a player. Very often, I'm more game. I think I've game mastered. How many games have we done total? Uh, I've done uh, Pathfinder, Star Wars, Shadowrun. Okay, so all right, I I I've had three turns. Okay, so that's not entirely fair to say. I'm having. I find now the opposite is true. I like being a GM more than I like being a player, mm. which is weird because I I often it's consider addictive. it really yeah. is because I don't consider myself a very creative person in this regard. But I find the fact I can keep on my feet and keep you guys guessing, and it seems completely natural. Actually, well, you don't like, really I was surprised that. at how well you um, you kept that uh, story interesting. Like uh, you're a natural at like oh, yeah. creating these uh, tense situations and making things seem very real. Uh, I'm I was actually very surprised and impressed. I love your red herring approach to storytelling, Mike, uh, both in Pathfinder and in Star Wars that I've played with you directly. Um, you started off with one way where it's, it's, we're landing in a boat and we got this weird, and it was kind of a f- the first half of the adventure was much more light and comedy. I think that was more our fault. But even in Star Wars, it was sort of the same way, big epic battles, we're fighting with the rebellion, we got to go do this, and there's these slaves, and we're going through the base and shooting away. And then it takes a sharp turn into the depths of darkness and that last like episode and a half is just complete dripping terror and uh, and that was true for pathfinder it was true for star wars i don't know how you do it but the way you're able to grab the tone of the story and then wring it out like a towel and just have nothing <laughs> left but dread left in that towel it was incredible um and and no, i think in that, in that yeah. last episode we Sorry, were i, I think we were, all, we were all feeling the cold sweats in that last episode once we got the nightmares i think uh, we were walking through the uh 
the forest and we were getting whispers being sent to us of you're going to yeah. kill your friends and you're going to like it. You know, that kind of shit. That, that was, was so creepy. You're going to, you're, you're, you're going to worship me as a God by the end of the year. That kind of stuff. I was like, Oh my God, that puts the hairs in the back of my head. See that <laughs> all that I completely made up on the spot. It's always the, the, the improv stuff is always the best in my opinion. Like, Depending on who you have running the game, it's, it can be like the stuff that you do on the fly ends of being some of the best stuff. Well, because by that point, too, for you, Mike, by the fourth episode, you've gotten to know our characters in a way you couldn't have known when you were writing the adventure. So you're you're being flexible and you're making a story that is tailored for us. And that's, that's a gift for a player to get a, a, a GM like that who's willing to really read their players and fuck with their minds like that. That's so much fun. Because I really want to give you guys the experience of something you've probably never had before. And I like how Tom gives me the feedback where it gives you that mortal terror for just a minute. And there is a line out of the GURPS Cthulhu Punk uh, source book where they talk about the three kinds of horror. There's gross out, there's uh, I think there's like terror and then there's like Utter fright or something like that. I can't ro- run around it, how it goes. Terror is something jumps the, you. Yeah. Horror is the feeling of dread as you're looking down that hallway and you don't know what's at the yeah. end of the road. I'm a That's big fan of that type of um, of horror. Like, uh, like I like movies like The Ring more than I like movies like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, yes. and 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 it's it's so hard to find that type of horror these days. Because mm. everybody relies upon that, and that's why I really want to do a horror game, but me and Justin were going to do two separate Call of Cthulhu sessions this year, <laughs> but I figure, honestly, let him have that, I'll try something else. To be fair, you were planning to do a very different game. Like, it was going to be the same rule set, which we've already done games with the same rule set with Matrix and Star Wars. You were planning to do, I think, a very high supernatural game with a lot of supernatural elements, and it was going to be very more... Um, yeah, like actually drawn into other worlds. Whereas my idea was to be much more, you'd never see the supernatural. It would be more like uh, the Penumbra or Amnesia video games where you feel it, but it's, ne- it's always under the surface. You never get to directly witness the evil. Yeah, and with, with this particular Pathfinder game, I didn't expect to go down this path because when I started, when I threw you guys the nightmares, the thing that really kind of spurred this on was the response I got from Tom and the response I got from Mike. Because when we went into the forest afterwards and I said, everybody, you like your entire family's dead, Mike, you had a look on your face. Yep. Like I'd physically hurt <laughs> And I'm thinking, alright, I got him. No, that's my... That's uh, that happens a couple of times. It didn't really get to unleash it, but that's the point where um, with me when I play RPGs, where it's like, okay, it's time to stop playing. Now it's time to win. Yeah, and that and, spurred me on something fierce. Because, and I think you got scared a little bit because you started getting panicking that I was going to rules lawyer. I'm like, no, I'm not rules lawyering you. I'm hanging you exactly by the rope you friggin' give me, buddy. Because <laughs> my plan was whatever this thing was. I was figure. I'm like. Okay, let's figure out how to kill it. Yeah, you're going into survival mode now because he's made it clear he's going to torture you unless you yeah. do. Yeah, I'm sorry, Birdman. You made a really big mistake when you assumed that Big Mike feels things like fear or sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's yeah. causing Peyton to struggle. He's like, yes, I've got him on the ropes now. You fool! You wandered right into his trap. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, the difference yeah. in tone between the tavern and the forest, that was just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm really proud of the way that went. And although I will say this, the only part of this I did not expect is the final battle. Yeah, how quick we killed him. How or? quick you got through it for one. Oh, I thought you were doing that on purpose. Oh no, that's, the idea that's was when we actually started rolling good. Yeah, yeah that's when we start, no, that's when we started working together. Yeah, um, that too. That's that's, that's what did it because when you guys were doing the assassination thing, there wasn't a lot of coordination. There was yeah, yeah. this sounds good. Yeah, this sounds was, good. No, it was Benny Hill. By the time we had gotten through the gelatinous cube trap, which was hilarious. <laughs> we were all down that hallway, and we were very quickly like this. No, this. No, this. 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 Doom. Done. And we had well, a plan. Yeah, Latinus Cube worked as a really great like it was a MacGuffin, but it was also a good training mode for us, like a tutorial of how to work together. With the I team. just love how everybody's panicking and screaming, and then Derek just starts dumping food on the ground. And it's like, oh, what are you gonna do? And then just click, da 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 da, back down, and nothing happened. And then we all look stupid, and Derek's lunch is all over the floor. Like, it was the best. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> the moment when that one went south for me, because all right, on my on my game master notes, I I specifically said if players succeed, A happens. If players don't succeed, B happens. And you met a happy medium in the middle. You guys succeeded. You rescued the people you were supposed to. You killed who you were supposed to. You got the hell out of Dodge. And then the Thunderstone happened. <laughs> and Thunderstone. I, like, Derek. You know what? Um, people should listen to the debriefs uh, before they listen to the episodes because it's really going to get them interested in listening to the full four hours. Really? Like. What happened with Derek is when he threw the Thunderstone back, he rolled really good. And then the Pit Fiend rolled really good. Um, like, basically, I was going to turn Derek into a walking tank and wipe you guys out. Thinking, all right, he did stupid. You're all going to pay for it now. Right. But, but then Derek, he rolled a 20. I can't argue with that. There's no nope. way in hell I can argue with that. So I'm like, all right, you break the hold. <laughs> you didn't do dumb again. You ran. Thank you. And but you know what? So, uh, I'm sorry, Justin, go ahead. I was going to say, though, you then took that sort of failure to connect in what you had planned out and turned it into what I think is the reason I want to return to these characters and return to this world. We're all in this boat. We have, quote, one, except you made it clear that <laughs> all have, of well, one, question mark. right, but, but all of us has this individual curse that's been dropped onto us. Derek will kill our group. I will forsake, you know, my deity. Each one of us has been told a prophecy that will come true in some way. And, uh, I mean, hell, even if it never comes true, it's going to be one of those things that is going yeah, to keep gonna you up at night. it's going to hang over our heads. Right, oh like God. the Damocles sword. When I got the, uh, the, the whole, like, you know, you're going to betray the rest of the party thing, I was just sitting there going like, well, I could just do it now and get it over with <laughs> in a really small and insignificant way. So it's not wrong, but I'm just well, yeah. like, all right, so I'm write just, this on my to-do list. I'm just going to honestly, Mike, when you tell the rogue, that just gets it out of the way. Like when you tell the rogue in the party that he's going to betray the party and he's going to like it, he's 
Like, yeah, of course I will. It's <laughs> like I'm going, going to take a dump in everyone's shoes, and that's just that's how. <laughs> I expected you to like betrayal. Talk about us. First, like, no, it's like no, no, I'm taking the woman. You betrayed me. Oh, see, I had him like what? <laughs> ah, I got, look at that. What I've got in mind for <laughs> your guys in next adventure. That gypsy is, was right. I'm gonna up the ante, so to speak, uh, for kind of next time. Now that you've been named. Uh, heroes of the land. The king is incapacitated. The queen now rules. I do have ideas to expand this story. And one of the things that we never do on Twat that we really should, if we really like the game that's gone on, is take a weekend where we're all free and play and not record it. Mm-hmm. But then again, I wonder if we do a disservice by doing that. Because now we're invested. Well, this was the biggest mistake that I made when I did Paranoia was that we didn't play before we recorded. I know that if I had sit everyone down and actually played through the game from beginning to end at my apartment, everyone would have felt so much more at ease that for the listener at home, it would have been much more, I think, easier to figure out how the game was working because everyone would have been working to the rules of the game instead of kind of figuring it out. I'm not against that at all. I would love to play games off the record and then keep sort of the continuity of that going, though, from what we've done on the air. I think for, like, game systems that we might not be as familiar with, it might be good to have sort of a practice session before we actually play for serious. I mean, I think games like Call of Cthulhu, for example, might almost re require that but if you do that you lose the suspense yeah because there's certain certain well, not the sus- exact same story and whatnot just sort of have a practice session with the same characters but well, yeah not even the same characters just have it like guys this yeah. is a burn away session you might all die and at the end yeah everyone ends up dead yeah mm-hmm. and like one of the rules and that's prequel information that's kind of referred to like, one of the things I'm really looking forward to when Justin runs Call of Cthulhu, and I hope I get picked as a player for this one, is the fact You're that... You're welcome to audition. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. <laughs> because Call of Cthulhu is very... The idea of H.P. Lovecraft and the Cthulhu mythos is you are not meant to win. You are insignificant. Even a small victory is huge on a cosmic scale because you delayed what is essentially the inevitable, but Mm. for humanity to see one more day on this planet or this plane, that's a huge deal. And death in that game will come if you are stupid. I mean, I think Spoonie said it best. He was talking about Call of Cthulhu in one of his uh, vlogs or uh, Counter Monkey things, and he's talking to his GM and says, he's like, look, is my forty-five Magnum really going to do anything? He's like, no, it's a nightlight. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> and and that's the thing with all yeah. these games, we rely on heavy items or abilities to get our way out. We haven't had a real session where it's been okay. I have to think my way out of this. I can't bust through the door as as it were. My See, old D and D group played through Call of Cthulhu, and they told me two things from the story that really kind of like, oh, I want to try this. The very beginning, the they all wake up in a field, and they're all stripped down naked, and they have um, like these runes all 
like marked all over their body uh, in paint, and and they have no memory of how they got there. They have no memory of the previous night, and um, and one of them has blood on his hands, and they immediately had to roll insanity checks, like at the very first second oh, of the game. Wow. And because uh, you, if you yourself in real life were to wake up in the middle of a field out in Milton and be stripped down naked and covered in in satanic runes, you'd freak out too. And yeah. that was the idea that he was going with. And one character almost got to the point where he was going to have to kill the person right next to him <laughs> uh, from, 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 the, from the trauma. And then later on, they're being chased by the police. And another thing with Call of Cthulhu is the laws are much more real and it, it is more rooted in reality. They're being chased by police. The guy has a pistol in his pocket, but he's never fired a gun in his life. And he pulls the gun around and he shoots wildly into the crowd of police and he hits one of the officers in the head and kills him instantly but he was a, a regular old human hadn't done anything, wasn't one of the demons or monsters or anything like that and for the rest of the game they're now wanted for murder they're being chased down by the authorities and he's also dealing with the trauma of having killed a person Which, yeah, you see, you know, I want at Call of Cthulhu because I think you guys are starting to get a sense of it now, I am not a big I am not actually a rules lawyer. I am very much a let's think our way out of this kind of problem player. That's sort of been how I've approached things. Because the my big strategy for this was whatever we've got that's evil. Birdman just told me that I have uh, gauntlets of planar uh, bracelets of planar teleportation. I'm gonna jump his ass to a lawful good plane. Yeah, and I, I never w- would have thought about that. That's how I. <laughs> that's how I would have thought. And you t- and like you corrected me on it's like no no you can't jump planes I'm like okay doesn't work otherwise I would have grabbed the pit fiend or tried to trick him into an arm wrestling competition and like let's go now he still would have been able to resist that just due to unless you rolled twenties you would have you would have been fucked yeah. but still yeah the fact that you thought about that's great I mean my I have not met a game yet that I've had to not rely on weapons. And that's my great goal. Like, I'm playing in a separate Pathfinder group right now with uh, guys who will hopefully be doing a show with us. Remarkable. By the time this airs, there may be one or two episodes already out with my friend who owns a comic book store in Orangeville called The Gauntlet. My character is a woman named Thera. You can see where I got the name from. And she's a sorcerer. I'm a bookworm. I carry a sword and a bow because I'm an elf. I guess it's expected. But you hit me once and I'm fucking dead. And I've always wanted to find that role-playing experience where I get a chance to really act it out, find a group of people that I'm super comfortable with to actually role-play. With this group, not so much. They call me fucking Hermione. Um, Yeah, fuck you. Um, And it's just... I think with this group with Twat... I think we can get that here, where we can really embrace the characters and embrace the story. If, if it's a system or a world we know really well, mm-hmm. or a world like, say, Call of Cthulhu, where you don't know shit. Yeah. You are just <laughs> supposed to be a guy, a man, a woman, even a child in this world. And I think that's the beauty of this. I think, for example, with this particular Pathfinder game, I'm finding out where I can strike at people's quote-unquote emotional center. Because, like, particularly with Tom, I'm starting to notice little things with you, thinking, all right, I know how to take advantage of this. With Connell, I'm, all right, because I think, is this the first game I've ever GM'd you, Connell? 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm starting to notice little things. I played with you, but now as a player or as a game master, all right, I'm picking Yeah, you're up learning on. our tells. Yeah, and and, and and that's where, you know, at the end of the day, D&D and role-playing games, when friends who've never played, but I know get together and play poker every week, and they're like, what's it like? I'm like, well, it's kind of like poker, but with improv and dice and paper and rules and imagination, you're not actually betting real money, but it's got the same atmosphere. I mean, we got drinks, we got chips, we're certainly gambling, we're just gambling with lives. And it's <laughs> so rewarding. Now, Mike... <laughs> is the hard one to read because he's been doing this probably about as long as I have, but a that, lot more frequently. You know, that and like eight years of improv training, I can basically project whatever the hell I want and you would have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's very hard to read you. Like, I like I can pick up on certain things, but they're not 100% clear. So I'm like, all right, might be able to use that, might not keep that in mind. And it's, I don't know, I, I really find... And even with 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 Derek, once again, years of experience, he's a very eccentric, flamboyant personality. I find there's little things that I can pick up on with him, too. But I'm starting to figure out who is my RPG dream team so I can get the story. Like, one of the things I want, and I don't know whether this is going to sound selfish or not, I want that emotional investment rewarded back to me. Because I really want to tell a story that sticks with you beyond you walking away from the table for more than 15 minutes. And I want something memorable to happen. Like, I'm not saying I want to be your summer blockbuster, so uh-huh. to speak. But I want to be that cult classic when everyone, when someone asks you a question. Oh, yeah, one time I did this. Yeah. I, I don't want to be Star Wars. I want to be Dawn of the Dead, if that makes any sense. Everybody's yeah. heard of it, but not everybody's seen it. You know, though, Dodd, I mean, my character with Craster in Star Wars, uh, Soth not so much because he was just kind of, he died a couple times. Um, but uh, uh, Craster in Star Wars, my character that I had with, with uh, Steve in The Matrix, this group is creating stories uh, that linger with me long after we're done playing. And I want to go back to find out how uh, you know Julian screwed us over and, and 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 get our revenge or return to the Matrix and and see what happens next in the uh, in the outcomes of of, of our adventure uh, to to Pathfinder and find out what happens to these curses and and to our dynamic because whether we all like it or not the five of us are bound together by fate and uh, <laughs> and we're not going to be able to escape that uh, that's that's intoxicating. And it's weird though because you look at all the games we've we've done. Some of them can be seen as movies. Other of them can be seen as episodic television. For example, mm-hmm. I think Shadowrun was a very good movie because there's no. I mean, there's there's plot threads there for a sequel. Yeah. But as you said, like a really good pilot ten, episode. Yeah, and the last ten minutes are you literally feel the twenty four clock clicking down as shit happens. And with Star Wars, it's an experience like, okay, he's betrayed us. This information is now out in the wild. Now what? And I really, I'm really liking the way our show has evolved all the way back from video game expendables. Because I think it's only once we hit, I think, I think in the last few months we've really kind of hit our stride. All of us as players, we're bringing in new people all the time with Connell, Derek. Uh, and Justin being our newest additions, and we're looking to expand the roster even further. We've got Erica, we've got Cassie, and uh, Julian. We've got such a big stable of players that the experiences and the stories that we're creating now, I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. What I like is that it's 
unpredictable is there is no one knows what will happen and that's one of the best parts of, of any good role playing game is when you have really competent players who are all invested but when you get to get too comfortable with a group we I found this when I played D&D is we would have to the DM would just retire and become a player and someone at the table would become the DM because we had to shake things up a bit to change it because we were getting a little too complacent and a little too easygoing and then the, the DM was getting a little too I don't want to kill all these characters we've worked so hard for it so then a new person would become the DM and then all bets are off yeah and that's kind of what I, I I like about Twat how we're changing DMs every every session pretty much so i know tom's starting to plan his for later in the year oh i'm super excited about it <laughs> yeah like i'm looking forward to seeing what you do because you have such i would call you tom you're a very eccentric guy but i called you a very subdued personality hmm. i'm really curious to see what you're going to be like as a dm i'm really curious given what i know of tom's body of work i'm actually rather terrified i think <laughs> it could be a lot of fun it's uh, gonna be sadistic and I want to see what Justin can do with a system that more people know mm-hmm. in a different scenario. And I can say, uh, I can't announce the game yet because we don't know it, but we'll announce it at the end of, uh, of a future episode. Uh, Julian um, is uh, been appro- approached us. He, he's really interested in taking us through um, uh, a very interesting new rule set, uh, but in a world that everyone here will find very familiar. I'm definitely so, intrigued. That'll be great. And that's a, a, a thing, too. I find with, with our group, I find we tend to go more towards the action-y, dramatic stuff. I don't know no, don't know necessarily whether comedy would blend with our group. Now, if we got... Did you did you not pay attention to Pendragon? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but... Hey, did you not watching Pathfinder for the first two hours? I don't know. Like, yeah, honestly, Genesis being playing in the tavern while a rogue saved a princess and jumped out a window. That shit was... <laughs> the chicken, I think, the I think, plus, the comedy I, depends upon the GM, though. I find to set up the players for the situations. Actually, I, I would I, kind of say it's the opposite. Yeah, I, okay. I say kind of um, you yeah, set up a situation, you set up serious situations, and put weird eccentric characters. Things are going to get funny without you trying. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> because like, the guy to the galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a very serious universe with very serious characters and serious repercussions and ridiculous main characters who do nothing but really goof around. And the whole series hinges on how the characters are funny. Um, The GM, I've always found, their role is to play the straight man, especially in something like Paranoia. Uh, Their role is to be, these are the rules, here's the consistency, and they play with a straight face and let the characters go with the comedy. The only reason thing the GM needs to worry about is stopping the comedy and, and, and being flexible enough to let the laughs happen. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm still trying to find that that within myself as a GM to let comedy happen. I mean, with Pathfinder, that's probably one of the funnier things we've done. I don't... I, I know there was a lot of unintentional comedy in Shadowrun, especially Mike and his fucking vinegar trick. Um, <laughs> they, there, there were some serious moments there, but there was Steve's. also... Yeah, or Steve's, I'm going to fry my own brain. I'm going uh, to pretend invisible with the guy who has the infrared glasses and can easily see me. That was kind and of then funny. I'm, I'm going to flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you there, dwarf. Yeah, I can still see you. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was uh, a good one. I forgot about some, that one. There were some great moments where when we slicked up the hallway with ice to let the guy slide through the uh, the hallway into the open elevator shaft. <laughs> I 
forgot about I mean, that one too. Pretty incredible shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? So oh, I mean, good times. Somebody in in and this is the thing that I've learned. I remember learning in improv, and and maybe Mike can attest to this. You don't oh, have yeah. to worry about being funny in improv. Nope. Just keep going and always say yes. The funny will happen organically. Things yeah. escalate very naturally on their own if you have people who have the mindset to let them escalate. Yeah, that's sort of the golden rule. And like, however much like I know, Berman, your uh, spe- um, specialty really is having situations where the tension really ratchets up. For me, my entire goal has been to make something that just sounds damn entertaining. To have us all screaming at each other in, in insanity. To, uh, Pendragon was by far my funnest experience. Not nothing against your. Uh, Pathfinder campaign because I had a lot of fun there too, but just having this rampant insanity where players are don't like they're, they're in it to win, but there's just the I f- interplay between people is also going on. I found a lot of that really hinged on having Connell actually, uh, because you're like something about Hoppenshire and can my horse have a mustache? Fuck it. Every time I tell people about that game, I get a laugh out of them. <laughs> I've gotten a number of emails and things on Twitter like, this is my favorite twat so far. Yeah. It's hilarious. Stuff like that. I mean, I loved it when Connell did his Vita challenge and included that, where, he's, where he <laughs> even added the little pictures. Like, can I call my horse Derby Hooves? No! Balloon Animal Pope and stuff like that. <laughs> no, I think we have a new all-star character creator in, 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 in the world of Connell. Uh, the work you did in this fucking Pathfinder game was just... There were some brilliant moments where I was just like, I didn't even want to play and roll dice because I feel like I was going to just get in your way. I was like, all right, I'm just going to stand here with my shield planted and I, I'm going to watch like everyone else. I want to see what happens. I'll let this I, just, go. I can't wait to see what this person does next. Now, my, my brother used to play exactly like this. Um, back when we used to play uh, tabletop games together with like a number of different DMs, he played exactly like this and I was almost like I just wanted to go to games just to see what the hell he would get up to because he would just do random weird shit. Um, and it was always really entertaining. So, yeah, I'm glad to sort of bring that element to the game then, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's nice the fact that we have such a large pool, and even with Mike's Transformers game, we're getting a different range of players. Like, because originally, well, we still kind of have this. We have the Toronto people and the Prime crew, which is pretty much me and Mike as the main GMs, but we're all interchanging people now. So I'm getting not just this dynamic from here's Erica, Julian, and Cassie, and Justin. We're getting Justin, Connell, Tom, or Mike, Julian. Like, we're starting to see all these interesting dynamics. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm really looking forward. And and I just want to thank you, Mike, for introducing me to Pathfinder. And this um and and the D6 campaign was great because it led. If we hadn't played Star Wars, we never would have played Matrix. That was a genesis for that. Um, this show being involved in it has opened me up to a whole new range of of play styles I never even knew about. And uh, I've been sitting around wanting to do. It, with my own friends and my own time, uh, a return to D and D three point five for a um, an open ended quest to hunt down ten creatures. I think like Shadow of Colossus style, but I'll let the players decide where the world, the directions that they go. 
honestly, Pathfinder is going to be more entertaining for me to use than 3.5, and and I'm going to be making the switch. Um, so thank you for that. Of Just course. I mean, uh, and I, I really got to thank people like Jenny over at Paizo Publishing for helping me get the review material for Pathfinder to review on the radio late last year. And people like Chris at the Gauntlet in Orangeville showing me just how flexible the system can be uh, and what you can really do with it. I mean, and Pathfinder is a game I found can be used ex- exceedingly effectively with miniatures or it can be completely narrative style if that's the way you want to do it. And that's something I'm, I think we'll talk about in a future debrief when we encounter a system that may function better as a war game mini as opposed to a narrative style of RPG. I mean, there's stuff like, say, Battletech, D&D 4th Edition, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that where, where it helps yeah, to, to see the Yeah, to battle mat or not to battle mat. Yeah, and it's I've amazing. I've got my giant roll-up battle mat right next to me. I mean, it's amazing how much that changes the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. of a game and that's something I, I personally really like using a battle mat just because I like the visual uh, thing that can't. goes along with it and I know that some people can't stand it Tom uh, but oh I can't it's just, stand oh, it. I like it oh sorry yeah, no, I, like, I know that some people can't get it um, but I prefer it because it gives a visual cue to the things that are going along it, it allows does. me to strategize better and, 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 and sure it allows for that's what I mean the scalpel sure. versus the like, broadsword it allows for you to strategize. It allows for you to be better on the, on the tactical end, but it pulls you out of the immersion. And for me, like, why am I playing these games? I'm playing it to in, invest myself into this world that the that the game master has created. And uh, uh, throwing a big map in front, or even uh, my one friend uh, Eric puts together these elaborate 3D buildings uh, using you know paper craft and all that, and he puts little tea lights into the windows, and it's really it looks amazing. But at that point now, it's just a board game. And yeah. I'm not as okay. invested. To I me, I have to disagree on that particular point because a bunch of dudes sitting around with papers and rolling dice and stuff like that, adding in a mat with miniatures doesn't kill the game for me. To each their own, right? It yeah. all depends. How, how do you work well, in your imagination and, and work with the other players? Well, yeah, I personally no, don't me, like miniatures oh, because I don't like the fact that uh, you should be forced to buy extras just to enjoy the game. I just I, I cut out little pieces of paper and you know put them on the thing, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. I mean, it's one of the topics we're going to have to explore when we get into a game where miniatures would really help, and we'll see how people handle that. So, guys, we're pretty much at the end of our hour here on uh, These Warriors Are Terrible Debrief, Pathfinder Edition. For These Warriors Are Terrible, we have been... Connell Macbeth, a.k.a. Dr. Holocaust. Uh, Tom, he is an evil genius, White. Justin, Mr. Ecock, Ecock. Uh, Big Mike from the 404s. And I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd saying, Live free or die hard! The Terrible Warriors return with new episodes in September. And you can find all about what those games will be by following us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. There is a poll on there right now to help Justin decide which game he will record in September. Right now, 7th C is sailing ahead. And after the Labor Day long weekend, new episodes by Mike Dodd with Sailor Moon, with Justin Eacock playing Star Trek Adventures, and Derek the Bar with Blades in the Dark. Today's terrible warriors from years past were Mike the Birdman Dodd, Big Mike, Tom White, Connell Macbeth, Derek the Bard, and Justin Eacock. 
end if you return to us on Tuesday. The next and final episode in our year one retrospective is the one that gets quoted all the time. We return to Pendragon, Vortigan's quest. Can my quest have a mustache? We'll see you next time on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>